real party, folks. Get it going, baby. We discover the place where life imitates art, and art imitates life. Stop fighting the man and get ready to dave against the machine. Welcome to the PAA Podcast, broadcasting live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Rumble, and Kick. Want exclusive and early content? Join our Patreon at watchtheshow.us and become one of our devoted daves. Plus, you can actively participate by going to jointheshow.us or following the link in the chat. Embrace the vibrant PAA Podcast community as we embark on riveting conversations and thought-provoking discussions. Don't miss out. Explore together and be part of the action at watchtheshow.us. Join us now and immerse yourself in the world of PAA Podcast. What is up, Daves? It's Saturday, and you know what that means. If you're a Dave, then you're getting to watch this live. That's what it means, because we're only on our Patreon. What's up, fellas? How are you? Howdy. Oh, Long time no see. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to slow it down, dude. I was just thinking, like, as I was starting this thing, this is like... Um, it's like if you ever trained and like Richard gets a pappy right off the bat. Richard gets a pappy. Get it. You got it. I don't know. Where's it? it? I'll drop it on him. It's right it. there in the I video clip. Oh, you actually, you actually have to turn it off. Yeah, it's so, long, man. That's an old one from the old days when, uh, yeah, yeah well, before best, I got yelled at for fan. not. Best fans. Best so fan. what did that do? I'm the best fan. Best ceiling fan. Oh, best ceiling fan. Okay. Nice. He's in, he's <laughs> in the Holy running. Shit, dude. I'm, yeah, we've, I'm, we've had I'm, a bunch. I'm authentic. Hell yeah, I like it. Um, no, I was gonna say like, this, this is like isn't no CG fan. Nope. And, yeah, this that's how you know because when you play, yeah. Uh, uh, when you train for stuff, like I used to run and you do like maybe a little sprint before you actually do the, like the long fucking hour, hour and a half fucking uh, marathon training and shit. And like, that's what that pre-show is. So thanks for everybody for joining the pre-show that did. But uh, I got to like run through the notes and shit, figure out what I didn't take out. It's like a production meeting. Like you were saying, I was, uh, we were looking at that stripper, that Shapiro has on. She has like tiers uh, where she has like only 10, 10 people available. And it's like two grand a piece. So 20 grand a month on Patreon or, or whatever. Fuck uh, only fans um, to get her like what? Inner, inner circle. Work? It's Are we going to be on only fans. No, no, no. I want to pay up. 10 grand for inner circle. Two grand, but there's two 10. No, get, it's to get in our circle to get into the inner circle. Not to not to get in her circle. How dare you, sir? That's that's. Do, so does she have listed perks like part of that package? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it turns out she's a talking about? I don't want to talk about Shapiro anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, she's I'm a prosperity so creature. It's hilarious. All right, so uh, people are wanting to kill me. You want to go right to Twitter and fucking talk yeah. about uh, Brittany uh, talking all this mad shit? I, I found a new on Twitter since I uh, Brit- no. Uh, Did she make the threats? Cross state lines is the question. It's not a threat. I mean, I, I'm overplaying it because you know I'm a I, I love wrestling and shit. So it's not like, am I in this fucking lobby? There we go. Jesus Christ. 
I have uh, two computers going. No, don't let that guy in. Keep that guy out. No. He'll share a screen, though. No. Ah, fuck. Now we're All both right. clicking buttons at the same time. It's hard. Go ahead. You get rid of it. <laughs> I'll, I'll share a screen from this one. Because I don't think I, I'm, I can't show videos from Twitter without getting fucking jammed up. There, go ahead and let that guy in. There's Lombardo saying some shit. Uh, I guess I can just go to my. Yeah, she um, she intimated that if she knew people. There you go. Carl's liking tweets. Where can I get my tweets? I hate going on the website. There we go. Profile replies. Hey, that was the show that we just did. Look at that. Sick. Mm. Can we can we play our own show on on our show? Yeah, right. Without getting pulled. Twitter gonna fucking. <laughs> You're not allowed to play that. Uh, yeah, I've been going off, dude, this week on Twitter. I love it. Ah, that was a good one right there. We got a shout out by Matt Anthony. We got to get back to that. I wonder if we get pulled for playing that. That was a fucking doozy. So, so Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called owns the video once you post it. No, I don't know. Just joking. Um. Oh, here we go. We put up with all of his jackassery, but sometimes it's a bridge too far. And I listen, hey guys, no lie. When I read that, I, I felt like thank you for putting up with my jackassery. Uh, these people weren't around when this jackassery started. They don't know the trauma that was caused by um, the Loudons and the the um, Dave Gibbses of the world, they just go to fucking dinner parties with them and they think it's all good, but these people are fucking demons, man. And um, I don't know. Yeah, these oh, only sorry. certain ones are demons. Hmm. Some just comply to the demons' requests. Is Julie Herford because a they just want free and friends? Oh, you know what? We probably get minions. We don't get like actual demons, huh? Yeah, most of the mm -hmm. time you're fighting with the minions, right? Fuck. So, yeah, uh, but there is a lead demon somewhere. It's probably Slanker. Uh, but Slanker. Um, but we put up with all his jackassery, but sometimes it's a bridge too far. He's lucky I'm peaceable and not affiliated with any syndicates. Would be bad news otherwise. Does she have a trunk full of bricks is the question. What does that mean? Like, I don't know. She's going to fucking put a motherfucker to buy. I mean, like. I don't know. Girls have power over some people. You know what I mean? So when a lady says, Oh, um, this guy's evil. You need to help me out against him like, to yeah. do evil things. <laughs> I'm peaceable, but maybe some of you shitbag minions, uh, you know, some of you dirt. But bags. some, some random story I just create out of my head will convince yeah. you that. Yeah. You one of, one of those, one of those, what do you call them? Stands? Stands, simps, shit like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, one of those one of those could read this and think they're doing good by hurting for them. sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Because they're, they're they're the hero that she needs. She wouldn't say it out loud, but she'd be like, you know, good job, man, you kicked his ass. Like now he can't teach fourth graders. No, now that, that's, that's what now, DMs are for. <laughs> now three fourth grade teachers have to split his class because you fucked him up. Good job. Mm. Because <laughs> the district's not already in crisis, but uh, yeah, let's let's go around threatening fucking fourth grade teachers. So I said, "Who is we?" I'm lucky you aren't affiliated. This is a question. I don't understand what that means. Kill me, I said. Call your people. <laughs> Bring your shit. Tell seventeen and the nightclub promoters and anybody else you want. None of them have the rocks to step to me. So there you go. 
fucking kill me. If this father Nice. <laughs> you got the red bar fucking uh the yeah, the fucking kaboosh. I, I don't care. I mean, if somebody is getting up in their feels and this makes them feel some sort of way that I do a podcast and I, I, I don't know, you know, like, <clears throat> I don't know what I've said. The thing but, is, is that they can literally <laughs> join in. People who love us, Brittany has. Us just join in. Brittany has joined in. She was from a hot tub. From a hot tub. That's not an accident. That was cool. I dug it. I mean, I like when the characters join the show. But this kind of horse shit, and it's all it, that was. It was the reply. Oh, here we go. Um, oh yeah, she got this one too. <laughs> Can't figure out what this guy is on about. So listen, I've been doing this thing where every day I have to come up with a tweet. It's a, it's um mm-hmm. it's an exercise, a writing exercise. I hate to fucking turn it on the fourth wall, but Johnny Brew and I came up with this right when he said, "Hey, you know how I got you to not run for chair and run for vice chair? Well, now I need you to run for for." Uh, for political director against Heather Florian. And uh, I'm going to run for vice chair. And I said, that's enough of this shit. I'm not being fucking pushed around by some Long Island douchebag newcomer fucking Johnny come lately. I'm not fucking having it anymore. So we agreed that he would go ahead with whatever the fuck he was going to do and that I would start a fucking flame war. And part of that was this brew pool. When is Johnny going to quit? Because it's fucking, it's fucking hilarious. You know what I mean? Because I'm eating my balls in fourth grade. Uh, I'm sure Johnny's doing great in in middle school, you know, no, committing <clears throat> committing very little extra time to his class because he doesn't need to because he's so good at at teaching. But um, you know, I think he's going to fucking quit because I would have. My kids are more important. These 26 little humans are more important than the party. Fuck these people, you know what I mean? But Johnny's got Johnny's in it. He's he's ass deep in it now. They got him fucking by the balls. Uh, so he, he's got to fucking endure me and my barbs every day. So day 20, 20 days of brew pool, hashtag brew pool. Join in guys. Say when he's going to quit. Some people have said he's not, and that's an option, right? Going to go all the way, but we'll see. Rubber chicken lunches with the clubs. If you don't go, you get left behind. Maybe some of your nightclub promoters or federal informant friends go in your place or get a degree in a background check to cover your class. So some of his friends want to do Johnny a favor. Get your fucking associate's degree and get a background check if you can, you dirtbags, and cover his class so he can go to fucking rubber chicken dinners. Sorry. Hold on. Why did why is Brittany assuming she you're calling her an informant? Some guilt? Right? That's another uh, question. I've never knowingly <laughs> spoken to a Fed in my life. So, so those are the words that triggered her. <laughs> That's it. I didn't say she's the federal informant. Because you said a lot of words, but yep. only those exact words are what she replied the to. The ones she had to respond to, yeah. Right. My running gag with 17 is that they're all Feds, Fed adjacent informants, somehow compromised. They have to do with the Fed. You know, there's a hierarchy to the thing. I'm not saying they're all a bunch of minions or they're all federal agents. One or two of them might be federal agents, and the rest are bitches. And, and why does here's she have what's to more? Here's what's more them. likely: each of them work for a different agency, and they're unaware. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vim gets very offended. Uh, they all get very offended when you call them feds, and that's a sure sign that you're not a fed, but that you answer when you get mad. Well, you answer to one because you wish you were. <laughs> So call me a fed, because one day I want to be a fed. So, yeah, here we go. 
I said, tag the guy when you talk about him and he'll clear it up. Talking about me. You know what I mean? Because I uh -huh. didn't find this. Yeah. I luckily have people that go, hey, you know, they're talking shit. Everybody has them. Everybody has a TK. Uh, uh, my TKs are mm -hmm. way cooler than TK. Uh, you know, they're like, hey, did you mm -hmm. catch this? And I'm like, oh, shit. Or yeah. It's like an, an argument. Well, I mean, there's fans that want to make sure that you get the nuggets you need. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and uh, my reply when they send me something that I needed was, it's in the notes. Because I fucking would have missed it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We all got lies. If you catch something and uh, and I didn't, then yeah, fuck yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so why wouldn't, why, why wouldn't like Brew join, like why wouldn't Brew come on the show? On this show? And like, yeah. Is he, well, not, is he like, is he not your friend or our friend anymore? Well, he would have to get permission from his wife. <laughs> I don't think she's going to let him on. <laughs> oh, God. Or from I mean, Jill, he literally just point on his phone from the shitter. <laughs> Good. Yeah, join the show.us. And uh, while he's while he's dropping a deuce as the chairman, which is a, a big problem yeah. for me, dude. I, he keeps calling himself the vice chairman. He finally cleared up his uh, account. Here, you want to see it? Uh, here, let's check it yeah. out. Yeah. Yay, Johnny Brew for the win. They had a big dinner party, and he went, and he said, hey, do you mind if I take Jill's name out of my banner? And, uh, and um, you know, like Julie Herford and Dave Gibbs, and, and uh, they all said, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Johnny, you're cool. But we're still going to imply that the fucking election was stolen. What? Because he's a thought leader. So what's the logic that it was stolen? Johnny won. Oh, does thought leader. Jill lost. Jill lost. So, um, therefore, and listen, I've been getting shit too because followed by Jill for Clark County. Because Johnny actually campaigned. Jill didn't really campaign. Oh, or is that what happened? Yeah, did, Johnny. Or what like she did? She didn't actually. She didn't. Yeah, he actually campaigned to the actual voters in the line. Jill campaigned to he electioneered. If that weren't illegal, yeah. it'd be a fucking problem. He basically stood at the it polls and said, vote for me, moved. vote for me. Hi, hi. And he, you know, like pushes mm -hmm. that fucking hand in there. Off the record, off the record, vote for me. And he did it. He did it. Oh, Tim, where did Tim comment? God damn it. Tim commented in the Patreon. That's a problem. I just got a notification. Now I got to go to Patreon. Why? What is happening? If there's a problem, Tim will let me know. If there was a problem, you all solve it. Ah, muted, oh, fuck me. I'm muted. No, Carl's muted. Oh, Tim says he won't come on because. Oh, uh, yeah. Should Patreon. Yeah, no, I, it should. Right. Did it did it not? Because I don't see it. I only see it on you, Patreon. It's, but is it on if Patreon or on YouTube? If you're watching it on Patreon, maybe it goes through that way because it says one comment from your patrons. But also, if you're watching it through YouTube, you have access because you're a patron. That's how the platform we're using through Patreon. I'm not sure how it works, actually. It's fucking me up. But yeah, he says he won't come on because it's off the record. Actually, this is on the record. Everything here would be on the record. I'd have a lot of questions. Jesus, is he hitting up the... Oh, somebody hit up the fucking phone number, too. Never get any phone calls. 702... Really? Uh, not 702. What was it? 76069 Guild. Ha <laughs> ha! Almost forgot. 76069 Guild. Like, I, I do watch other shows where they... Ah, uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's it's within the Patreon feed. Yeah. You, you can get previews in the feed, but then you, if you click it, you got to click over to YouTube so you can comment there so it comes to the show. Right. Because yeah, Not in the Patreon he said, feed. Because you can comment on, on this video, right? 
Uh, probably yeah, in Patreon. But if you go, if you click on the YouTube gimmick, thanks for being a Because he says he's on WatchTheShow.us. I think you have so, to yeah, turn on comments. I have comments turned on. Don't we? What the fuck? I think because he's on the page, because he's on the actual Patreon page. I see yeah, him. There's no comments enabled on the. Yeah. There's yeah, a post on the, the Patreon the, page, the, and you can post on the post. He's he's it? commenting on the post, but if you actually like. Um, click on the video and then go into the YouTube. You'd be commenting on the YouTube video. So he's his comments are only for yeah, Dave's. Just like I just only Dave's did. Yep. Oh, did you do it too? Where'd you go? Gotcha. I'll see yours. I, I did, it, I did it through up. YouTube. Ah, so if you come in through YouTube, oh, I, it's on YouTube now. We can put it on the screen. Word. His comments. Did I not do it right? Word. I see. I see you. No, his comments we cannot see. Correct, because his are only for Dave's folks that that went to watch the show dot us and Correct. under the post. So yeah, that's cool. Because you could say like, "Hey, great show," you know, like like you could summarize the whole show for other Dave's there and be like, "Hey, Dave's, what y'all think of that shit? I kind of think that's bullshit." So that's cool. I'm new to the Patreon thing. I just we did it as yeah. I don't want to say a goof because it's fucking awesome to like, mm-hmm. you know, like have people like chip in, which is super cool. And then have to uh, make new shit for those people, which is also fun. And there's levels to this thing. Obviously, we release it la- later. So it's not like we're trying to be fucking right. talking we shit about people brain. on the low. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We can, you know what? I'm learning a lot about teaching people. And I found out that standards mm-hmm. are more like a fractal or a spiral or a pie or some shit. So I think if you touch on stuff and you come back around, you test at the end, we can do a fucking, uh, never mind. Stupid, <laughs> fucking schooled out, dude. I'm fucking. It's killing me. Yeah, it's it's yeah. reinforcement learning. <laughs> You're you, right. You, you you start with just the words, and then that they don't even know what the words mean, mm-hmm. and then you talk a little bit more, and then you go back referencing the words, and then Expanding. they start putting, and then they start putting two and two together. Where oh, this reference here, uh, right. this unpacking and like you see the connections everywhere yeah 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 it's like a manifesto every yeah. goddamn saturday <laughs> tim tim figured it out Chris. oh he's there right arm sweet yeah he hates technology almost as much as he hates katrine Oof. he's not enjoying katrine oh. dude she's fun i love her yeah she endorsed like uh garland brinkley against me at the uh nevada state meeting in um uh, Las Vegas, where they were doing endorsements. And uh, yeah, that was fucked up. So yeah, I've never really had much love for her. She's kind of dumb. But that's the beauty of the Republican Party is you can be kind of dumb. And as long as you're willing to commit the time, that's like a bowling league that'll take anybody. I mean, there's literally no qualifications for entry. Nope. Just- uh, other than like filling out a document for, with the county or the state. Right. But she's- That's it. If you can minimal paperwork, chisel your name on a the paperwork that somebody you else birth, can do. You need a birth. You need a you need a birth date, an address. Not really an address. Let's like cross streets. Yeah, you can be homeless. A name, and register, and you have to select Republican. That's it. That's the whole, that's the only qualifications to join the join the theater. Well, and she hasn't moved, and she lost to Eddie Facey, I believe, in her um, her bid for whatever assembly district she wanted. But she hasn't moved, so I think she's still running for that assembly district, and she's holding a birthday party where 
don't know, we might be invited. Katrine, Katrine Ivanov, if you are listening right now, please come on and promote your birthday party because Which in lieu ah, uh, shit. What did she run for last time? 42, 45, not 45. Um, fuck, I don't remember. If you type in Miss Fix It, you'll get it. Um, it's pretty it's pretty good SEO. But um, So join the show, work for her right now, right? Join the show.us will work for her. But um, holy shit. What the fuck? Where was I? Oh, yeah. Um, bring the king to the thing. Richard, you and I are going to have to buy costumes if Carl gets into it. Even, <clears throat> even a Las Vegas Aces game, I think, would be dope. As long as we're in the uh, luxury box. It's at Mandalay Bay, dude. Yeah. Delicious snacks. Fucking, you know, a Tuesday night or some shit. Blow some steam. Mm-hmm. Like, you, have to, you have to find a patron. Mm-hmm. We just put it out there in the universe. Somebody get us to a <laughs> hockey game, a football oh. game. Katrine was at the at Jill's party. party. Oh, Jesus. Tim, are you telling people what's going on at Jill's party? I've gotten it from other uh, sources. Is, but is I Tim uh, officially the, or the, uh, the PEAA spy? I hope he's not outing himself. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, I hear from other people, too. I mean, it's, it's not... I don't know. <laughs> it's not like it was a secret meeting or anything. No, no, no. And I didn't know there was a party until after the party. And shit. no, I mean, here's like, what people oh, d- cool. need to realize: like every conversation you have is recorded at the Fusion Center. True, that's true. Yeah. So every and, meeting you have with multiple people, sh- there's cell phones around. And, it's right. It's, it's in a database being key lo- or being transcribed into text that people can send you. But there's also multiple. Now you're outing yourself as a Fed that you have access to it. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying that's what Feds do. There's multiple agents provocateur and shitsters. I've been surprised by the people that have contacted me after certain things and told me what fuck went down, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, like, you'd be amazed. Like when you're in some random position of power, you just get random texts from yeah. people you've never talked to, just yeah. giving you shit. And you're like, well, okay. Yeah. Did you know that? Hi. Yeah. Hi, Carl. Tim's an ex fed. Um, good. I, I'm an ex fed. Uh, you know, I'm an ex Intel, uh, Intel specialist in the Navy and the Army. So we think that I may have been implanted with some sort of um, trigger device or something. Maybe I'm here on a government op and I don't even know it. You know what I mean? Like and these fools got me to pay for my own college and everything like an asshole. You know what I mean? Like what? Uh, and, and become a teacher in the school district. Like all the all the places that the feds probably want somebody. I just fucking be dope, be right into it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they didn't even need to guide you. Nope. You just kind of your natural fed. There may have been guidance there. You know what I mean? Like it's possible. Like you put a little something, something in somebody's water and all of a sudden they start having heat, heat issues and, and rethinking their life. And then the uh, federal agent that you had to marry 23, four years ago starts suggesting that they get their fucking associates degree so they can get out of the sun. <laughs> yeah. You know, this guy does what his wife says. So, you know, all of a sudden, two years later, he's in the school district. He's part of the fucking machine. Maybe she's the one that told me to think about this Ron Paul guy and get politically active. Who knows? Uh, it may all be. Yeah, it may all be fucking just directed i'll find out at the end of my life and shit like when i when i meet the big guy or go to the shangri-la they'll be like haha you were a fed the whole time (laughs) (laughs) oh shit what'd you share oh you're sharing my uh my youtube 
Oh yeah, that's the the dude from the Dabbleverse that that I watch sometimes. I didn't even watch this yet. God knows what the, here. You want to see a little piece of it? We won't get pulled. It's a potato guy. We don't have the you watch, but um, horrible and bedabbled. Give them their props. Let me uh, add uh, the core dip. What's the source of Dabble? So the Dabbleverse is based on Chrissy Mayer, uh, who's a comedian, interviewing. Uh, stuttering John Melendez, and she asked him if he was a comedian, and he said he he is. But she's a she was at the time and still is, I believe, an active road comic, and uh, hadn't heard of him anywhere. Like normally, you see, oh, so and so was here last week. So and so, you know, like if you stay in one place, then you do that one place. But you know, he was like, oh, you know, I go here, I've been here, and she goes, oh, so you dabble, and he was offended by that. Um, and mm. it just was a name that people glommed onto, like buffoons for Shapiro. You know, it's just like so they call him the Dabala. So this guy changed his or made his uh, YouTube channel uh, called Be Dabbling and started goofing mm. on people, goofing on John. Like there's levels to the goofery. But he's got he's got a um, yeah. So there's a guy, um, Patrick Melton watches nobody likes or he's nobody likes onions that's chismar likes that dude there's another dude that does who are these mm -hmm. podcasts that's how i found out about this shit uh this guy does he would goof on other people's podcasts and like weird fucking podcasts small ones true crime this that and the other thing and he started talking about like op hughes from opie and anthony and studying john like anybody who used to be on radio and started their own show he would like pick on it so that's how i became aware of the dabble versus dude but yeah, this guy with the fucking puppet, Tuki. Do you play with those breasts? He wears a luchador mask. He has a set of breasts. So he does a character called. I did text that. What's her name? It's a, it's a pretty hectic intro. It is right. It's a, it's a punk band that does it. Following program is of adult nature and maybe inappropriate. But it, it is kind of high energy when they come in. When when the puppet comes in, he's fucking haka haka and like he's he's got this puppet down, dude. It makes me jealous because I thought of having a puppet a long time ago and didn't, and then you know I got bilge down here, but. Here, here's the punk song. Turn it up if you can. It, it, it kind of rips. Right. You know, where, where's the volume on it? When you wanna know who's got the show? Oh, it's me. His friends ain't talking potato. You can call him on the phone. He lives across from Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> You got a real punk fan to do this too. It's kind of sick. Be yeah. <laughs> dabbling live with El Horrible is what he's screaming. Screaming. These you would be surprised if you these guys make a lot a of wrestling. Wrestling. Greetings and welcome yeah. to Be Dabbling Live. So if we send this guy clips, I am your co-host. <laughs> oh no, I'm not your co-host, I'm your guest host. Filling in for the 16-year-old YouTube sensation who normally broadcasts. It's a whole character thing. It's insane. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, this this dude, the the guy with the wrestling mask pretends to be 16 years old, and these guys create mm. entire backstories, and then they just watch. Uh, so is this our response to like? I don't know. Are these are these lefties or these conservatives no, or libertarians? A lot of them. Most this? of them are. You can tell very conservative or mostly conservative because stuttering John that they goof. This on. is a resp- This is a response to something. Right. Uh, these guys that do the puppet shows that make themselves potatoes have real jobs, but they enjoy watching a thing and then creating content about a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But Stuttering John, a lot of his content is based on him being super liberal. He has a whole political show and you can get like lots of gems because he's an idiot. So when these guys <laughs> pick on him, you can tell they're picking on him because he is so such a screaming liberal. It's hilarious. Like the, the, you can poke holes in his arguments easily. So, yeah, it's definitely a response to some liberal bullshit and a way to kind of DIY pick on stuff and then become relevant in a universe that you shouldn't be. These guys watch. I mean, yeah. like these guys get invited on shows because their super chats go up when you have the potato on your show or you have El Barible or, um, you know, be dabbling with the fucking the breasts or any of their characters. People are ridiculous. They just start chipping in and talking to the fucking potato or you know what i mean like it's kind of like it's like the npc thing on tiktok people just yeah pay to interact with the but potato the potato's hilarious and he's like some dude that just works in a school district that's probably a janitor or some shit and these people get mad that he's so funny he's funnier than the comedians and they start like uh trying to dox him and like uh <laughs> it's it gets nuts dude how involved it gets with these people that are just observing and then somehow gets sucked in when they're, you know, they're just trying to watch. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty dope, dude. I, uh, it's a great distraction. I, I watch people sum it up. I, I've actually watched, you know, like Streamception where somebody, because eventually somebody's going to be watching our show and shitting mm-hmm. on it. And then somebody else is going to say, hey, would you like whoa, to? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a big ask to actually watch the show. <laughs> no, I know. But eventually it will happen eventually yeah a long time from now somebody will go back and watch old stuff Ten thousand years from now right when when this is just being analyzed it'll 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 start a long time ago in a galaxy far far away right and then our ai avatar will go back and watch the people that shit on it and shit on that and it just becomes a shit spiral (laughs) so that's uh i i want to yeah there's there's all kinds of people that were involved in that whole world that keep popping up around Howard Stern and uh, and just monetizing the shit out of it. They'll get well. H- Howard Stern is completely irrelevant at this correct, point. Correct, right? but everybody that which is wild, which is wild, right? But everybody that's connected, he's made himself irrelevant. But that's what's funny about it is yeah. the people that can now talk shit about how irrelevant he is. Uh, the mm-hmm. fall of Howard Stern is is a huge thing, yeah. you know. Because these other uh, shock jocks have fallen too. Opie and Anthony fell apart. And now, like, I mean, I watched a, a video. One of the guys that kind of took over the Opie and Anthony mantle is a guy named Sam. Uh, fuck, what the fuck is his last name? Jim and Sam. Um, anyway, it's fucking, it doesn't matter, dude. One of his videos I just saw on his own podcast that he does at home had 700 views. And he does it live. And I'm like, that's less than the potato gets. Like these radio DJs are fucked. You know what I mean? They're on XM. Yeah. If you don't listen to XM, you don't hear it unless you're stealing it on YouTube. And I don't bother anymore. I don't listen to their show. I watch fucking puppets and, and potatoes dunk on it. If anything crazy happens, they'll let me know. 
I don't have to watch the whole goddamn thing anymore. It's like us for CCRP content, kind of like, you know, some people don't bother. They just watch us dunk on it and see what's going on. Um, kids and ads. I put that in there. Dude, I've been going after yeah. people that are like crazy, man. Oh, Lombardo's the word. Lombardo lined up 60 children for a picture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's like, what, what do they think they're accomplishing? I outed myself because I got into it with fucking Brittany about it. She put her kid on a chair holding an American flag and Johnny Bruce standing there holding his heart, you know, and then this little kid saying the Pledge of Allegiance and bless a heart is so precious. And um, and then Johnny posts it on his fucking campaign when he was running for vice chair. Mm. So, yo, I'm like, what the fuck, Brittany? I accidentally posted the picture with the kid's face and not my uh, mask covering it. So then I deleted it. She's like, why you delete? And I'm like, because I don't want to put your fucking kid on Twitter, man. And you shouldn't either. And she was like, uh, well, you know, it was this and it was that and the event and the kid brought her own flag. She had all these weird fucking circular arguments for why it wasn't okay. But I was like, you know, I'm not coming at you because I think you fucking did it on purpose, but you shouldn't do it. And then I remembered, and Deborah keeps reminding me. Uh, it should be like I, the first, if there's a podcast uh, association, yeah. it should be like the first, first thing. Like, don't yeah. use children. Correct. Don't use um, your children or anyone else's children in yep. content. In the guild rules that we're yeah. going to come up with, the bylaws and all that shit, the most important thing is we're not going to exploit kids. No kids on this shows, no fucking kids in the ads, none of that shit, man. It's not okay. Um, yeah. Kids have fun, buy this product. Yay. Yeah, it's not cool. I mean, fucking all brands do it. But what if the ad is for a toy for kids? No, you should. You, you should. First of all, you shouldn't be allowed to advertise pharmaceutical products. Or well, they changed that. That's nineteen eighty nine. They uh, changed that rule. You used to not be able to. Well, YouTube you shouldn't be able to advertise to kids. YouTube has a thing where you can't monetize if your shit's for kids. But like. Oh, you know what uh, got me was Steve Sanson, dude. Sanson put his fucking kid on. I won't even. I caught the ass. I, I watched the front and the back of their shows because I wonder if they're going to say something about me in the beginning or the end. And it was Stephanie Phillips. And I love watching Stephanie Phillips uh, who made it in the RJ or the Las Vegas Sun. We gotta look, what? Yeah, we got to look up that article. She's she's moving up in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here, let me look up Stephanie Phillips in the RJ. But he had his fucking kid on. Um, to talk about LGBTQ, like, I don't know, trans stuff. And, and like, I caught the beginning and I was, and then she's, you know, like the kids, like I'm 15 and I'm like, bye. Like, ugh, I can't watch this. I don't, I don't want to see that stuff. If I, let me click on news. Oh, real estate broker hopes to be first about it. Here, share this tab. This. Oh, you got it. Super. Got it. Some of these photos in this thing, bro, are not very flattering. I'm not going to lie. Real estate broker hopes to are be... We at... What happened? Are we allowed to show the review journal? Um, I think they would appreciate it, wouldn't they? Oh, shit. What's that? I don't know. Yeah, they uh, can add 10 more viewers to their circulation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got a lot of comments going on over I'm here. helping them out. Oh, our comments? A rabbit hole? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, sorry. Tim is part of the Perry Caravello live universe. Big three podcast stuff is hilarious. So Perry is uh, like, um, 
Bob Levy named his dog Perry after Perry Caravella. Like this, it's all like very like a Venn diagram, several circles of of stuff. So like, yeah, Tim and I are sort of like we our our universes don't connect, but the people in our universes certainly do. It's wild. What was this? Uh, years of content. years of content indeed dude all the old stern shit people are just dredging old shit up they managed to get stuttering john to quit the internet and then come back it's it's drama all the time the people that fight each other the comedians that get mad at each other they start to overextend themselves in their podcast networks and shit uh which i'm about to do because tim's gonna push me like a slave driver while i'm also trying to you know do a fourth grade class it's gonna blow up uh tim and i you know it's it's eventual that like We'll have a blowout or some shit. I'm sure I'll have to. We got to get some lower card, some lower level people to do some of the shit I do eventually. So they're pushing the, the female thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, this is probably just a, a puff piece. So they, they're pushing whatever that campaign wants who, to push. Who wrote it? Who wrote this article? Let us see. Stephanie Phillips, a Republican candidate for Senate, poses for a photo <laughs> on Tuesday, 8 August, August 8th. Visawaya to Jessica Hill. Jessica Hill, she loves to come to stuff. I introduced myself to her. I said hi to her. Um, she's cute. She's a young and small person. So I saw somebody talking to her. I was like, oh, you're Jessica Hill. I do the PAA podcast. She said, I know who you are. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. What? Oh, what? Yeah. People know you? <laughs> dude, if you were the political reporter and you had to cover Republican stuff, why would you not watch the number one American podcast in the world from right oh, here in Las Vegas? I mean, I'm a teacher. I'm involved in the party. Like, I cover a lot of stuff that she doesn't have to you worry about. You now. wouldn't even have to go to the meetings. Just watch this. She can call me anytime. And if she says off the record, I totally will do that, too. You know what I mean? I am that off guy. The like, record. Dude, Johnny Brew has told me some shit that I would love to tell people. And I can't fucking talk about it because I honor that. I have integrity. And, I'm, you know, he's mm -hmm. like, hey, don't, don't tell anybody I told you this. I'm like, fuck. Fuck. That's good. I got to wait for, like, multiple sources. Because I'm an intel guy, right? So I do understand multi-source mm -hmm. intel. I can't go. What second my... source you're clear? You're in the clear. Um, it's I almost mean, like Johnny Brew verifies the second source for you. It's a third one that that where you can actually just start disseminating it and shit. But you got to okay. make sure that they're but, not. But then you have to have or... yeah you you yeah. got to have the uh, the board in the the Venda or the line diagrams to see make sure it's just yeah. not one person talk to three people then those three people talk to you. Yeah, your reference could be referencing your reference, and then you're like, well, this is gotcha. fucking stupid. It's a fucking circle jerk, is what it is. Yeah, instead of a well, actual... I mean, when generally when people tell me not to talk about something, yeah. I know they want me to talk about it. They gave me some false information. And they want to see if i talk about it correct there's also that move yeah, yeah. elon put out that, an email what, one time with binary i, I assume that yeah, yeah yeah i assume that off the bat who shared it how do we know yeah. well there's binary code in the spacing shit <laughs> <laughs> all right uh despite a crowded gop primary for senate why is why is it crowded may i may i let's open this here hold on one second i'm gonna open this in a new tab and just see what what that's about former ambassador Oh, okay. So this is a reference to the uh, the second thing you wanted to talk about. This ambassador yeah. dudes just just chicks on it, bro. Despite a crowded GOP primary for Senate, one candidate hopes to defeat the others with deeper pockets and become Nevada's first female Republican senator. Stephanie Phillips, a real estate broker, thinks she is the person who can defeat Democrat Senator Jackie Rosen in November 2024. Uh, they have a thing that reads this for me. Fuck, they don't. Unlike other candidates in the race, such as Jim Marchand. And uh, Sam Brown, she does not have a previous failed campaign, she says. So 
She has no okay. campaign. No fucking campaigns. Right. She hasn't done yeah. shit all except sell houses and hang out with Steve Sanson. I don't get it, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, that's a qualification. Now I've never lost, bitches. You never run. Did you? <laughs> is this the article that said she was a serious candidate? I think so. Yeah. It's going to come up. We'll find well, out. <sighs> Go ahead. What's up? Like, just even reading that opening paragraph, I have to wonder if, like, how, what's Jill's, who, who wrote this? Jill, what was her name? Let me see. Jill, Jessica Hill. Oh, Jessica Hill. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm not, I, I, I would need to know what the connection is, like, what inspired her to write this. So Jessica needs content. She's a reporter in a dying medium. It's called Newspaper. And she, uh, um... So where normally a fringe candidate, uh, who I assume is a fringe candidate, Stephanie, would get very little play. As long as Steve Sanson <coughs> can sell it, write the article, probably. Yeah, the, it sounds like <coughs> it's not written by a neutral voice. No. Why all. would you? Hey, <laughs> hey, Jessica, do me a favor. Put your name on this. Just, just, it's a woman thing from the start. Right. But it's Steve Sanson's clearly yes. writing this. Yeah. If... Uh, What's this? Oh, no. What's this? What's this? Let's see. Hold on. Let's show. Uh... Oh, no. Isn't she in the Matt Britt area? Who? Who's in the Matt? She... Hold on. Matt she Brittany. was doing the anti-Jesse stuff. Who was? Hold on. Oh. Oh, Jessica Stephanie. Hill was... So, Jessica Hill Jessica? Was oh, Jessica. Anti-Jesse. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I know she was at the Trump thing. That I saw her then. So she's been shitting on Je okay, that's her that's her angle, huh? She wants to undermine the party. So the people that are accusing us of wanting to undermine the party are the ones undermining the party. It's usually the way it goes when people are like, because like fucking uh, stupid Matt Anthony tweeted about. I would show it on Twitter, I guess. If I saw oh yeah, she was covering the election, the chairman yeah, election. She, she was there for that. Yeah. What did I do with that Twitter? Interesting. Interesting. I did want to play that. Oh my god! Yeah, she she wrote the Jill, the Jill a Jill expose basically. Oh, like a puff piece to like promote Jill. That's what it looks like. It's an article. There's so many fucking advertisements on this website. It's crazy, isn't it? They got to pay the bills, dude. Are you using Brave oh yet? God. Yeah. Um, do you have um, a promotion code or a QR code for Brave? You you said that twice you, now. You, just, and you go to brave.com and download it. <laughs> no, but is there a way that we can somehow send uh, deliciousness your way by them using your promo code or something? The, is there... They don't sell it. It's a free browser. <laughs> Isn't there like a Bitcoin or something associated Some... with it? You would think, man. You would hope. All right. Well, don't worry about it. Uh, well, the more brave users, yeah. the more Bitcoin. Yeah. Somebody, everybody, go to Brave and and if, if it gives you an opportunity, tell them uh, Richard Bunt sent you. Um, and yeah, here, this is what we do. I have it downloaded. I, I rarely use it though. There you go. That work? Can't you do uh, uh, onion layers? Where's in the that? QR code? Yeah, it's a built-in Tor browser as well. <laughs> Damn it! Gotcha, gotcha. It, and but it blocks. All ads in it. Do you have to turn it all no, on, or is by, it default, by default, it's all on. It? You have to. You have to. Nice. There's a button. You have to literally turn off to get the ads back. I'm guessing restream won't work in Brave, but I'm I'm running it right now. In Brave, 
damn. Cool. I want to see you be brave. I love that song. Brave. Uh, Sarah Barry Ellis. She's got a prominent uh, proboscis. Plays a hell of a piano. I want to see you be brave. It's a very nice song. Uh, I think that Nevada... I think that Nevada, we have done the same thing and put some of these same candidates forward cycle after cycle after cycle. And guess what? Mm. She said, we keep losing. So mm. until Nevada decides to do something different, we're going to keep losing. Why, do you, why Carl? You're a former chair of the... Party. Because uh, Nevada is a democratic, democratic state now. Yep. The fucking lines are completely fucked. Yeah. And, and we had and five percent of Republicans in Washoe actually vote for Democrats. It, <laughs> if Steve Sislak wasn't such a big piece of shit, he would have won again. Yeah, we're we're still tilting at that Sisolak fucking or uh, just trying to defeat that Sisolak dragon too. I noticed fucking one of the uh I'm sorry I keep saying fucking I can't get him out of my system in the school. So somebody was Oh, they were talking. Yeah, fuck, 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 fuck. They were talking about the CCSD situation, and they were saying that uh, the teachers never stood up to Sisolak. So I commented Mm -hmm. and said, basically, Sisolak wasn't the fucking superintendent. They were under contract at the time when Sisolak was the governor, shithead. So yeah, I don't know if they watched the show. TK, let them know. I'm not sure who it was. No Rhino, Nevada. No, it was um, Nevada Republicans. Whatever. TK, call in. Why doesn't TK call in, man? I don't know. She's nervous. It would be so cool. She's nervous. She could could tell us what... I wish she'd call in and tell us what we're doing wrong when we do it. it, So we can correct ourselves. We could patch a beef, too, and really kind of Do you think she watches it live, or she has to watch it? Like days later. Oh, I don't know. Thursdays. We, we would see if she was a Dave. Thursdays, because we'd know. Yeah, I only I know. Well, okay, here's the thing. Johnny's a Dave. And Johnny can snipe it. Uh, so there is a gotcha. there is a way if you're a Dave and you're really motivated to share it with other folks. It's just a private link. It's not uh, it's not private, but it's the gotcha. um, unpublished is what it says. Gotcha. So, yeah, so, if you want to be an asshole, you can steal please. people's shit. It's fine. As long as TK gets it. She told me she watches. She told me you told her to suck your dick. This is correct. Uh, In context, or out of context, it sounds bad. In context, it'll make sense. There was this gentleman running for uh, president. You may have heard of him. His name was Donald Trump. And he had this thing where you you get donations and you show your power by you get these, uh, what's called uh, micro donations, these smaller donations. So uh, a company here in the United States called Califame makes these hats that that Donald loves, right? They're fucking awesome for wearing for going to golf. I might have mine around. I got Donald's holding it back there. Um, it's in the closet. But uh, then uh, there's a, a company called Ace Specialties in Lafayette, Louisiana. I love Lafayette, not that city, but the the uh, Marquis, the French general. Anyway, uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, as you may recall, had been hit with uh, Hurricane. What the fuck? Whatever fucking hurricane wiped out fucking Louisiana, Lafayette was struggling. And this wonderful woman, Christy Mafuse, a, a, a female businesswoman, had this company, A Specialties. She had met with Eric Trump. She had told him, you know, if your dad does anything and you want to, like, check out my company, please 
And he came and checked it out. And then he said, Dad, uh, these people would distribute our stuff. And, you know, like you, you will do, do all the American made stuff. Right. And so Cali Faye made the hats. They said in the eight specialties, when you get your hat, it comes in a fucking, you know, a specialties bag. It says Cali Fame on the inside. You know, you got the right shit. It doesn't have an American flag sewn on the outside. It's got a fucking tag on the inside. It says made in the USA. It's fucking it's for Donald Trump's campaign. It's very important. But these cocksuckers, these fucking thieves, these fucking grifter motherfuckers. Grifters. Yeah, these these. These money changers at the back of the fucking room. Every time I fucking show up, they'd have these who, fucking. So who was the head of that? Who was the head every, of that? Uh, Robert Solomon, I believe was his name. Ronald mm. or Robert. So he was he was financing he the, 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 the product. Yeah. yeah, because no, no, no. That's Ronald. So he'd buy oh, the it's shit. A, it's, a different, it's a different Solomon. Okay, there's a Ronald Solomon. Mm. Ronald Solomon. And, and a Robert Solomon. Fuck, I'm so confused now. I don't know. And, and we'd need an old school person like Joe McDonald to straighten it out. But one of these cocksuckers, not the old bald eagle that was a CIA agent, but this fucking grifter that had a trailer full of fucking fake Trump merch would have. And the women's groups would sell it. They'd all fucking do it. You can look into all of them. And then they've and, and, and it was fucking bullshit. And I called it, you know, and I said, I'm coming there like Jesus Christ. I'm going to flip these fucking tables. Fucking was had it, it. Wasn't there like little fucking like. Vendor trucks that would pull up to the meetings and stuff. No, but the rallies, the rallies would. U-Haul trucks. A whole Trump. There's an entire economy at the meeting at the church. I took pictures of these dirtbag motherfuckers because they just show up with shit and 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 they greasy ass fucking box trucks, cowboy hats. You see somebody wearing a Trump cowboy hat? You did not buy that from Trump. You're trash. You're fucking garbage. Unless you made it yourself, you're <laughs> fucking trash. If you paid $50 to some fuck face on the fucking street for that thing, you are a piece of shit. If I see you at a meeting and I go, hey, how are you? In my head, I'm going piece of shit. Because what I did was I fucking went after everybody. The state party had motherfuckers in their office wearing knockoff Trump shit. And I said, this has got to fucking stop. This piracy bullshit. And some people started arguing that they were promoting him and he wanted them to steal their IP. And I said, well, then why did he trademark all this shit? I got really mad. I got really fucking mad. I'm still mad about it because they had a vote. They held a fucking vote. And this organization, some of these clowns, fucking, why do you go after Sherman Ray? Because he fucking stood there on video and said, right here, buddy, as he voted yay to keep selling fake Trump merchandise. And I said, fuck you, man. I'll go after you for fucking ever. Ever TK so, can suck my so, dick, they can all suck my dick because they who benefited from, from that the, from that sales. Was did. it the party yes. or just people? They said they were splitting it with him, and I said you're fucking wrong. The party should be in here selling at cost. I mean, not the party, the campaign should be in there selling yeah. the shit at cost. Twenty five dollar hat online, twenty five dollars right here. Please sign your name. That's a donation. Yeah, let's go. You want the hat, but you don't yeah. want to go online. Just fucking buy it at the, at the. And they did. Me and Rob Tyree fucking bought a bunch of Trump merch from the website. We got permission and everything. We had to go under a business license to conduct business. They put us through the fucking ringer just to sell Trump merch at cost. Yeah. It cost the, us money. the legitimate with stuff. the postage. It cost the legitimate. Yeah, stuff. the real shit. Like I was so heated yeah. about this shit. So when. So were these anti-Trumpers that were yes, doing it? Yes, because I told yes. them on yeah. Twitter that selling fake Trump merch, this is what they were clowning about. The people that were selling it were saying, ha, 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 these fucking MAGA idiots, I give every penny I make to Planned Parenthood. 
So guess what, you fucking fake Trump buying motherfuckers? You kill babies. Yeah. Fuckers. Killed kill babies. babies. So fucking TK killed babies. That's that was what's a, up. That, that was a high quality rant, Chris. Thank you. That deserves a poppy. Goddamn baby killers. Let me hit it. <laughs> I get one finally. I'll see. I'll get the thing. Your first pop. Yeah, dude. There we go. I got it. For best rant. I don't know. I thought the one about wanting them to kill me was pretty good. You're in that category with Jim Janis. <laughs> Is that the one where he told me to shut up? Hey, make yeah, make best make rant. best rant all about me. Anybody who rants about me, they get they get a best rant. <laughs> a best rant Poppy nomination. <laughs> so stupid. I love poppies. Oh, I can't wait to be able to do that live. All, all things are going to be done through Chismar. It's going to be amazing because he needs content for his live stuff that he wants to do. And, you know, like a couple of Poppy Awards kills five, ten minutes. It's fucking funny. A couple, mm -hmm. a couple of people step up, get a trophy. Who doesn't want to get a trophy? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Remember when we gave out those awards? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Rob got the one with the, the bodybuilder dude and a bunch of yeah. like um, Jordan. Jordan oh, blah, blah, blah. I get the microphone like. Oh, dude, mm -hmm. I didn't put this in here. Do you see that bullshit that happened over in um, uh, down in uh, what the fuck? Where is he? The sheriff or whatever? Uh, Laughlin. Laughlin Constable. Constable. A constable yeah. shot a fucking shoplifter or some shit. Jordan had to Was fire it? him. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, indeed. Like, yeah. They killed him? In Laughlin? In Laughlin, bro. There was a shooting. Yeah, I fucking, I think I even commented, a ba 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 in the fucking, on the tweet. Like, I saw it in the news. I was like, oh, no. Like, that's that's some shit. We could record a live audience, like, kill Tony. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. You guys know what t kill Tony is? Uh, yeah. So, there you go. Live from the mothership. No, I'd love to have a mothership here in Las Vegas. I'd love to be a part of something like that. A community of people that... Uh, Goof on each other and and uh, have a good time and do podcasts and shit like that. Yeah, because I'm not doing it from here. Ch Tim saw my closet, my little yeah, what <laughs> homeless was, uh, tent. So yeah, so we were we were gonna have uh, are the commandments or what are they for the for the guild? For the guild, what did I write? Uh, a junto first. That was I love, that was. That was your word. Uh, se several yeah. words I wrote here. Some sort of dictatorship. I don't know what that means. Uh, rules for the guild. A council of elders. Time to organize. Established bylaws. A free speech syndicate. So yeah, a free speech syndicate. A sort of collection of mm. thugs. A mob mm. of sorts. Um, Conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. And we'd have to have people like take each other out to run it, I suppose, with the dictatorship mm. thing. I don't That's weird. Like you have to hand it off before you die. Uh, whatever. <laughs> maybe maybe like Klingon rules where you know like you have to take out the leader and shit. Like there's constant fucking I don't know. It seems like that seems like what we already do in the CCRP with the ass biting yeah. fucking yeah. The, yeah, just the horse shit. People trying to set people up for. Can you see him up there with the little man. little fucking staffs fighting each other like Klingons? <laughs> I picture Jill. I do. I can picture Jill doing that. Jill seems like a very tough lady. Uh, yeah, she could probably fucking hit you with a pugil stick and fuck your shit. That's probably why. That's probably what's fucked up is like she beat the shit out of Johnny, and then Johnny won his chair race, and she's left sitting out in the fucking cold. Man, I bet he's scared to be around her. 
this shit's got to be weird, right? And then, then they have to be weird, like you like put yourself in that position. Was this I made through no, all he, the he's, he's, members of your family to make? He's the great. He's the great hope now for a, <laughs> that group of people. Ever crack open the wine, good times. Yeah, the wine has been getting sipped on for sure, dude. And uh, when I make it over to Tim's place, you know what, Tim, you should invite uh, Carl and Richard too, because uh, yeah, they'd they'd love to see your your stuff too. Or maybe it's just me, but yeah, I'm gonna bring a watermelon. Tim seemed like he was a little bit shy about uh, getting down on the watermelon. Uh, I guess not, not enough people were eating it. I was eating it, but yeah, Tim likes watermelon. Anybody, you know, if you go to Tim's house, grab a melon. Yeah, grab stop by Smith's around the corner and grab a fucking watermelon. It'll be a thump it. You got to thump it. It's got to sound boom, right. Boom, boom. My wife says the, the the more yellow, the better, because it hasn't been moved around and shit, like around one side. I'm like, all right, whatever. Mm. Fucking... I just grab one, man. I just dive in. I go, fuck it, whatever. If the batch is fucked, the batch is fucked. It don't matter. You know what I mean? It's like a weed nugget. They all got to get smoked. So watermelons all got to get eaten. I used to. I, they can't all yeah. be winners. Nope, nope. You're going to get some fucked up ones. And how are you going to know what a good watermelon tastes like if you don't get a nasty one? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, shit. There you go. So when we do line oh. up when I'm coming over, fucking Tim is busy as fuck. I got to tell you. That's good. That's a good thing. Because then we get fucking. We get ancillary busy, I suppose. Hopefully, Jeff Gunter down busy, right? Jeff Gunter. Hey, you know what I'm hoping is that some of the people that um, that Tim gets busy with want to get busy like shooting big guns and shit. Because I hear some of them talk about that sort of shit. Oh really? Yeah. I know what guns are. I know a guy, right? I want to shoot a 50 cal. I'm like, fuck! I know, dude. Um, you gotta get somebody over there, guy. Do you know this guy, Richard? He looks like a, a morph of Barney Flintstone guy. He does look like a Barney Flintstone. So I do know him. Oh, yeah. Kind of like fucking Dave Sagedag. I do know yeah, him. It's the not, same, same archetype. Yeah. I met him at the meeting, I think, where Trump was there. And somebody was like, oh, yeah, he's an ambassador. He's a Trump guy. And I was like, okay, whatever. Because I'm like, I think he's a carpetbagger is the deal, man, because he just moved here. Oh, so this is see. Jessica Hill again. Yep, Jessica met him at that meeting. She's just been timing this shit out because they're like, Jessica, you haven't put a story out in a minute. And she's like, Oh, I got Does Jessica I, I, have a podcast. God, she should, dude, have, she I should have a political podcast. Is she on X here? Let me Does she have only thing. cover Republicans or does she cover everybody? I don't know. Covers neocons. Open Lincoln. So Lincoln. so is Trump putting a candidate against the, the, the Senate senatorial candidate? Campaigns this or? is Trump going to be Trump's guy? Yeah. You know, pres presidents like to have their guy. Yeah. Okay, let me see. Uh, a few more candidates have entered Nevada's crowded GOP race for U.S. Senate in 2024. God damn, who else is in it? Who's this one going to be? Uh, by the way, that Twitter link does not go to her Twitter, so we can't see if she has a show. So the, uh, this, this guy's running against Stephanie Phillips. And Sam Brown with and Tony and Sam, Brown, and Sam Brown's the NRSC and Amy Tarkanian. Right, those include <laughs> Dr. Jeff Gunter, the former ambassador to Iceland under the Trump administration, Barry Lindemann, a former nonpartisan candidate who ran for Senate in 2022. So an NP is running. Uh, Bill Conrad, William Conrad, uh, retired Army Lieutenant Colonel who also ran for Senate in 2022. That's our guy. That's Joe Michael's boy. Uh, Green Beret, kind of doofus. Runs the fucking uh, what is it called the the Association of Pod National Podcast NPOA National Podcasts of Associations Now Plus Oh Napo National No No App 
shit. NAOP, National Association of Podcasters. God damn. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what made me think of guild, but uh, I'm glad I did, man, because nobody wants to be in a guild. It just mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking, it just sounds D and D ish. You know what I mean? It's, I never played D and D. It's very ancient. It's yeah, uh, very apprentice like. Right. And a renaissance thing. Like I'm always, yeah. yeah, like, like Rob Tyree's a renaissance fair kind of guy. And you know, this is his kind of his baby too. So it's, it's dope that it's fucking guild and nobody else calls themselves a guild. Associations are fucking lame. Yeah. Asses. Yeah. You're an ass, an ASOC. The fuck out of here. Be a guild. It's hard to say. <laughs> you part of my ass. Mm. Get in my ass, dude. join my guild bro there you go man if we have if we have the podcast producers association which would be the ppa should be more confusing yeah just get in the ass get in the ass that you know what (laughs) we'll we'll form a new organization everybody ignore this cut this out we'll edit this out uh a new organization that we're going to fucking fight against we're going to be mad at right Mm-hmm. We'll start a feud with them, the Podcast okay. Producers Association. And yeah, we'll start calling them the ass because that'll be our fucking go to. Yeah. You know, oh, the ass tweeted again. I've, I'm even thinking of starting again, cut this out uh, a Jill for Clark Conti, Conti, Canty Twitter <laughs> because the lowercase L's on Twitter also look like uppercase I's. I's. Yeah, everybody should know that when you create a, a PAA podcast, has no letters that look like other letters you got to be very careful about your twitter handles when l's and i's l's and i's are a problem yeah when jill and o's o's could be a problem too if they're capital because o's and zeros kind of fucking uh look uh, similar sometimes so yeah just be careful because uh you don't want to fucking have somebody because you can shut them down if you find somebody that doesn't put parody in the profile name but they could be out there for a while and they can do some damage you can even just, this is what I would do. This is what I used to do. I would make the parody account, and then when I would tweet, I would screen grab the tweet and then delete the tweet. So then I had a screen grab of the tweet to put on Facebook, which would set people the fuck off. They would lose their mm-hmm. fucking minds when they did. It doesn't this, exist. It doesn't exist. You can't find it. It's not real. Yeah. yeah, it never it never happened, but nobody would do the research. They'd just be like, oh, this fucking asshole said this. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, that shit will start a fire, man, if you fucking fuck with it in the wrong way. Because they're like, oh, is this real? Is this fake? And I'm like, it's fucking fake. Like, yeah, it's fake. I think it was a um, Dave McKeon, I think. It was a yeah. Dave McKeon tweet that, like, was Probably. really nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I had a good so time. It was fun to watch. It was oh, so fun to watch. I had a good time with that. Like, I'm having with uh, Brewpool. Like, that was my Dave yeah. McKeon. That was my Brewpool back then. It was just tweeting something from Dave McKeon every once in a while that was just wrong. Screen Actors oh. Guild. There you go. Yeah, very ancient, very well respected. SAG, or the Film Actors Guild from uh, Team America. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I won't say it. Uh, <clears throat> see, William Conrad retired. And oh, and Tony Grady, who ran for lieutenant governor in twenty twenty two. So Tony, dude, I tweeted it. Tony and told him because he's claiming he ran. He came in second out of four. It was second out of seven mm-hmm. uh, for lieutenant governor. Uh, and also told him to stop filming up his nose because he was on Shapiro's mm. show and he was filming up his nose and he was like duly noted and I was like oh shit like uh, <laughs> so yeah I told him to tell his people to fucking that they should be doing better because he Eddie, looked weird Eddie, Eddie is doing centered again 
Uh, yeah. Why is his name? Oh, there he is. Uh, the new candidates join Sam Brown, Rhonda Kennedy. There's no link to her. So she's the next. She's a woman. She's a woman person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Marchand and Stephanie Phillips in the contentious GOP primary. Uh, who's the writer? Jill. Uh, Jake. Uh, Jen. Uh, uh, Je- uh, Jessica. Go back and link Stephanie Phillips' name to your current article, please. That's a that's just a little tip if you're watching. Because, yeah, and if you write an article about Rhonda Kennedy, let, mm-hmm. let Steve write that, too. <laughs> uh, um, in the contentious GOP primary, bringing the total number of candidates so far to eight. Yes! Perennial candidate Eddie Hamilton also says he intends it. to join the race. So that's nine, right? If Eddie joins, it's nine. Yeah. Let's there's go. gonna be ten. There's gonna be at least twelve. God, How many was were in the Sharon, Sharon Angle one? Oh my god, I can't remember. Like eighteen or something. Some of these had like fourteen. Did it like did it like scroll the page in the ballot? Yeah. Was yeah. It it's in the 2010 Senate. It's gotten fucking absurd. Yeah, I, I mean, we could go back and look at Ballotpedia, but believe us when we say that some of these races, there. I mean, even my assim- uh, sorry, my my first race when I ran for Congress. How many people do we have? Seven, and some of them wouldn't show up to anything, and it was bizarre. Like they got like a hundred votes, like it was wild, man. Just like people, it doesn't cost much to put your name on the ballot and then just not campaign, and for people to just go. I think oh, they raised they raised the prices a little good. bit. The good yeah it, it does go up but it's squeeze some people out yeah some yeah but it's not enough to keep you know like if you want to like if you wanted to buy a championship belt like i want to get a championship belt from the the, the podcast producers get we'll get like a pakistan plate on it because we're, we're huge in pakistan they arrested uh abir khan by the way i said i think i said that before but uh, we got to get abdul on but yeah, like the four plates and all that. I want to get a, I want to get a title. So if you want to be like a I mean, former candidate for, you got to pay for it. You know, yeah. five time candidate. You don't that, that that doesn't come cheap. <laughs> it's like a little coin around the belt. Right? Perennial candidate. You think that's fucking free? You don't get that fucking title for fucking nothing. That's persistence. Persistent candidate Brilliant. is what you, that should say. God bless Eddie Hamilton. Cost two fifty. I got a guy. Cost two fifty. <laughs> that's less. That's less. It's three hundred to run for federal office. There you go. So it's cheaper to buy the belt. I got to design my belt and then talk to my old lady. I think I got a birthday coming up. There's always one in the fucking somewhere in the pipeline, or Christmas or something that's coming. Birthday. It's always one. Bro, the the luchador mask. That's the next thing I got to work on, man. Because I put on my mask. I funded a mask one time. It was fun. Couple people chipped in. It was action figures. Nah, yeah, that you get action figures. Yeah, action figures would be sick. You can you can get them like because yeah, be yeah, you just scan your face. But this this mask is great here. Like, uh, but I mean, I'll be adjusting it all the time. But I got one that like crushes my fucking nose, bro. So like when the shocker was at the show, uh, at the, at our little stage show, Brittany being a fucking hater called it a clown show because he was there. I noticed that his mask, and I've noticed a few singers like the guy from. Uh, Fuck, I can't remember the name of it now, but um, uh, their mouth is cut out. It'll kind of bridge the nose, but not crush the nose and can wear it loose, kind of like a Guy Fox mask, the mask cut out or the mm-hmm. mouth cut out. And I think that would be better because it's fucking, I don't know, that shit hurts, man. I don't like, I don't like it to hurt because if I ever want to take contact in a mask, like actually, I can't be fucking grabbing my fucking head all the time. It's just annoying to see somebody adjusting it, you know, all the time. 
with turns you can't even see. Oh, yeah, it fucks your peripheral. I'm okay with that. But oh. uh, just it crushing my nose and not being able to breathe really fucks me up. It's weird. I must have some sort of issue with breathing because I've been making the reference that like I feel whelmed this week from school. Uh, like and people, you know, like people don't know what that word means. I mean, like overwhelmed or underwhelmed. But I feel like, you know, just my mouth and nose above water. And I'm like, this is fine. This is good. Like, you know what I mean? Like just I got a brand new system to learn, uh, 26 new mm-hmm. friends to meet and and somehow uh, not hurt any of their feelings and, you know, boost their uh, self-confidence and self-esteem and, and uh and you know, don't fuck this up. But yeah, this is probably slightly easier than fifth graders. Yes. So much easier than fifth graders, dude. I saw the fifth graders out on the fucking I turned, I closed the thing. I didn't want to look at them. They're huge. There's such a difference, bro, between 9, 10, 10, 11. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck that shit. I'm never doing fifth grade again. Yeah. They're still children. I think they're still children. Yeah. Like fifth grade's almost, you know, it's like that preteen awkward. Everyone's awkward, smelly. So some are babies, and some are going through puberty. They start stinking. Um, You know, they get fucking bad attitudes. They're getting rushed with testosterone. They're showing ass at home and getting fucking... Yeah, it's getting real for them, some of them. And, uh, yeah, they're a problem, bro. Like, you gotta... It's hard to fucking control. Uh, Ooh, can you say if there's any they-thems in the class? I'm just curious. I'll tell you this, man. I have a... I have a weird... It's automatic, and it's never got me in trouble. Uh, my sirs and ma'ams, I use them. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And and I call people boss. I've tried to like come with more gender-free terms, boss, friend, shit like that. But I will still slip mm-hmm. up on my sirs and ma'ams, and I have not fucked up or been corrected so far. Um, yeah. So none of my kids, none of my students have hit me with any of that bullshit yet. But if they do, I'm cool, man. It's not, you know, it's not bullshit to them. It's their safe place, man. It's our. I, I've I've noticed it's very socioeconomic whether they uh, play those games. Oh yeah, like it's maybe the, some it's of only the, the the. They got time yeah, for those the, games. The upper middle or those love games. Gotcha. Upper love, middle or, or love or, games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Downstairs <laughs> mix up. <It's, laughs> do you like Bailey's? Bro. It's the the vast majority is kids that are come from well off families. Got you, and and Mr. Dyer does. I think it's it might be like directly correlated to screen count in the home. Could be really like the more devices. I, like I would say it's more devices. correlates to real problems or lack of their lack of real problems, possibly. Yeah, like if yeah yeah yeah. Like if so you if you're in like Summerlin, a going to a poor school, right? Like I bet it, that stuff doesn't exist if every kid in the class is poor. Well, mine's pretty like uh, mixed around because I've explained to people like I've I lived kind of in this area, you know, for a long time, and uh, you know that's why I should have been elected as you know your assemblyman, whatever assembly person. But um, there there was a fucking housing crash that happened in 2008, and and then these houses were trashed and the price the values went from 400k to 150k and they were sold to uh you know like places that rent them out section eight and stuff like that so you're going to get your section eight folks and then your folks that are mixed in with people that just bought new houses and shit so it's a good blend i feel like though you know i mean it's life it's not like you live in Summerlin. everybody's got a bomb ass house oh you didn't get a pool haha you're poor uh you know (laughs) yeah no there's 
There's no one uses their pools. Yeah. That's what's really fucked up. Once you have a pool, you barely use it. Yeah, we used to use ours a lot. Dogs, dogs will help you use a fucking pool. And they, the dogs, yeah. you got dogs that want to get in the pool. It's pretty dope, but but you don't use it as much as you thought you were going to when you got a pool. Yeah. but having oh, I'll be out there every weekend. Having a lot of houses available for rent, fortunately, has also opened the place up to a lot of military families. I noticed when I taught over on the east side of town. Uh, uh, ridiculously close to the Air Force Base. I had no Air Force families. Um, but yeah, yeah dude, because it's fucking Cary and Hollywood out that way, like east side mm -hmm. of town. It's not good. It's not all good over there, you know? Some of those kids are going through some real shit. Um, and yeah, it's a bad part of town. Like, there's shootings right over on Lake Mead in Hollywood. At, uh, not shootings, but like just people going and doing fucking shenanigans. But then there's also a shooting complex for the Metro. Seems like Metro would control their own fucking neighborhood. You know what I mean? If that's where their range is. But, you know, at night it just turns into fucking uh, hell. But, yeah, over here on the north side of town, instead of the east side of town, there's several people that rent because they can get over to Nellis fairly quickly and still have a, a decent house. You don't want to live near the base. Nobody wants to live near the base. So, you know, you, you do your due diligence. You can find a dope place. And you end up with Mr. Dyer, you know, who goes, oh, Air Force, sweet. I was Army and Navy. You know, good to meet you. You're like shit, I don't like this guy. Uh, That's how I feel about Tim sitting on, on on hoarders. Yep, yep. What what is this hoard? What is the hoarding instinct that human ha that humans have? Okay, well I'll explain my like, problem. Once they get a little bit of space, yeah. Once you get a little bit of space, like I got to put more more stuff in there. So it says that's how I feel about garages. All my friends with garages have that so full of boxes they don't even park the car in it. I have that, and. I have seven fucking human beings in my house and the place is like Lego all the time. Like people, like eventually people start aging out and getting the fuck out and I start getting rid of their shit. Uh, especially my mother-in-law, dude, like it's ridiculous the amount of shit she has. But like I had to split the boys up. They weren't doing great in the same room. My, my daughter moves to another room. It's like it's constant fucking moving. So my place looks like shit. You know what I mean? Uh, I would love to get rid of all the shit in my garage. It's fucking insane, but it's a catch-all kind of. Uh, there's a there's a mm -hmm. patio set. It's a transitioning. Yeah, the backyard is ass too. See, the backyard ain't been done right. So once the backyard is done, some of the shit in the garage goes out in the backyard, like the giant fucking patio set. It sits in my garage. It's as big as a goddamn car. It's a glass fucking table made of iron and shit, but I can't get rid of it. So. It'll be going out there. It's it's always a process when you get this many fucking human beings. It's crazy. What did it say? Seven hundred fifty humans. What? Yeah, he said you had seven hundred fifty humans at your house. It was it was crazy, dude. Like it's like Tim manifested it somehow. He's like, I want real dire. So, uh, because he's like dealt with people that are fake, I guess. So he wanted to fucking make sure he got some genuine shit. And all of a sudden, family was just like, Hey, I'm coming over. You know, all the people at the open invitations were exercising their open invitations and. You know, they, they said hi to Tim and then just let us chop it up. They ignored me and Deborah. We just made pasta and meatballs. And I'd like, I swear to God, dude, I was coming home at two and I was like, shit, Tim's going to be here at three. So we just, we were at Sam's Club. We bought like uh, charcuterie stuff like we always do, except not the shit you got to cut yourself. Did did a few things to save ourselves some time, but it was a good time. Kids enjoy having people over because you get, you know, like a whole grip of food, leftovers. But can't wait to go to Tim's place. Let's check out all his, uh, his, his stuff. See what to do without a bunch of fucking people in the house. He'll say he says he's gonna stop commenting. Mm. 
All right. That's cool. Share share the story about the chess game, he says. Oh, he beat the shit out of Randolph. He was teaching Randolph some shit. Oh, Randolph. How old yeah. is Randolph now? Tim's a, Tim's a chess player, huh? Uh, yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, Randy's uh, – how old is he now? Fucking 10. He's 10. He's in fifth grade. Jeez. Dude, he took his fucking standardized test. He's smart as shit, but he's a little bit confident. He's overconfident. Mm. And, yeah, he was talking mm. shit. So Tim got worried. <laughs> but I, I told Tim, I said, don't go soft on him. Like, motherfuckers ain't going to learn – they don't get, get fucking, beat down. Yeah, you gotta get beat down. I gotta get smacked hard. Pulled the old, old five move on it. Right. Huh? Yeah. The old uh ah, I can't believe you fell for it. I remember going to tournaments. You would always try to test out the four right. move. Beat them in four yep. moves. Like you could tell who the rookies were. Beat them in four moves and you're done. Randy went to a tournament and got an award because if you win one out of three, you get a you get a you get a <laughs> thing, you know. So Randy lost two in a row and I and 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 then won his third winner. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. that maybe might have happened was he got his ratings dropped (laughs) well yeah and also he got handed his ass a couple of times and probably pulled that move Mm. i forget how many how many games were in tournaments five it was five five oh shit five games they only had time for three would you have to play all five right yeah and you had a you have an elo yeah even if you like because you have an elo rating uh, that matches you, and as you win or lose, fools, fools, mate. We used to call it the four move. We were hillbillies. I think that's beat him with the four move. I think that's what uh, what Tim called it, fools, mate. Yeah, I got you in fools, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tim tested it out, and 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 uh, fucking Randy fell for it, and then yeah, he just. Oh, I was like Randy won once. You're like what? Yep. yep. He's like, yep. He did it. As yeah, uh, yeah. Randy was humbled. I was I was so happy. <laughs> like you feel i feel like coaches don't tell their players like should tell their players this is like especially your name well it should like if you learn the the fundamentals you can see the line especially when I two mean, of the it's moves, just a kentucky the, thing i don't know because you have these counties two, come in you just just like literally i played four games with the four move yeah but nobody has teachers they're, they're just giving board and say go play but it literally, got boring two, going to tournaments. Yeah, two of the four moves are moving pieces that intersect down the board. So, if you just look at the fundamentals, it's obvious. Like, okay, this this piece is guess, under attack down here. You get nervous, right, in your first tournament. Yeah, like, uh, I found you know, you're like you you go in with your moves planned or something. Yeah, you're like you're, and plus you probably get locked staring on their side of the board, and you don't never yeah. look back at your side of the board, like where they're attacking. <laughs> There's a magician's yeah. trick where you can say, you could take a bet and you'll say like, um, I could play 24 people in chess and I'll beat half of them. Mm-hmm. But all you're doing is playing one person against the other. Like you're, 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 you're just the intermediary for yeah, you're 12. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, yeah. I'm the referee. <laughs> for 12 games. Yeah. yeah. You, you watch a move and then you walk over to the other table and you make that move. And then yeah. you walk <laughs> back and forth. Right, right, right. I like yeah. when it was explained to me. I was like, "Ah, oh, that's fucking brilliant!" Like you make yeah, that bet, and some great. dumbass will be like, "You could never." Oh, do you that. look, you look like a fucking genius because you're like able a... to play so many games. But, yeah, it's yeah. You got to <laughs> play one. You have to play one of the games, basically. Um. Do you? Yeah. Don't you? What 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 you do? You have to have half. You have to have oh. one. Your first game. As opposite colors, and then the rest of the games, the it's other back colors. and forth. It's back no, and forth. I, I think well, you you, the, to... the first person you want it to be white, but right. you want to be black on the first game, and then white on all the other ones. So then you just start mirroring 
Right. So I, <laughs> you have to be, yeah, the second one to go in the first game, and then you yeah. can just copy. Yeah. Uncovered check is no joke. Such a great game. Looks boring, but it's anything but. You are not only knowing your move, but anticipating theirs too. Yeah. No, it's 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 good. Randy Randy needs the mental exercise. He's a smart dude. Control their thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I got to teach this kid to play poker next. Yeah, because one of the tricks when I'm playing chess is I always stare, like I purposely stare at the wrong place on the board that I'm attacking. Yeah. So that if they ever look at my eyes, they're like, oh, he's coming over here. And it's like, nope, I'm over here. <laughs> I'm over here now. I always acted act bored. I didn't even no. look at the board. I was like, right? uh, if I if cell phones would have existed back then, I would have been on my cell phone. <laughs> Just waiting for the like, move. Tap the clock and then get on the cell phone. They probably don't but, let cell phones. No. I wouldn't look, imagine. Yeah, you yeah, play you could the game. literally be playing the computer. Yeah, you'd be playing the game and waiting for the move that you're supposed to make from that thing. All right. Uh, here. Let's talk more about this. There's a whole list of these fuckers. This is basically our 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 thing here. Do I have that video? The Gunter? No, who's running for office thing? Oh, it's in the notes somewhere. Fuck it. Uh Jeff Gunter is announced the videos. The dermatologist is shown seeing patients talking with doctors and driving a truck with Southern Nevada's mountains as a backdrop. I don't I didn't see his video on here. As the ambassador to Iceland, Gunter said he fought the deep state and Russia's influence in the Arctic. His campaign plans to focus on America first issue. So he's the Trumpy guy. Um, then they listen to the he, so he's he's legitimately a carpetbagger because in his video it looked like he had like a farmland he was driving in and out of. That's why we gotta watch his video. That, look that, at, that's the bush shit up. So. All right, look look it up and I'll keep reading this. because uh, there's a list of people. Barry Lindemann. Lindemann received about eight thousand votes in the twenty twenty two race for what? Barry Lindemann ran for something? Senate? Weird. All right, uh, he doesn't look like a political candidate, and he doesn't sound like a political. She could have put pictures in here. Like, what the fuck, man? What this is lazy. Uh, so Barry Lindemann, <laughs> William Conrad. So yeah, we know Bill Conrad. That's Joe Michael's boy. We've talked about him a lot. Um, he's he's fucking goofy. Tony Grady, uh, retired Air Force test pilot. He's badass. Not top. He's gun, a but- dermatologist. Uh, yeah, this guy. Who is guy. also an ambassador to Iceland. Yeah, you find what him? A, what a career path. Wow. Right? Well, he yeah, donated I mean, to Trump. Trump. Yeah, he's just one day a, you're a dermatologist, the next day you're in Iceland. Yeah, if you donate like $50,000, I'm sure. Island, Iceland. You, you can't donate that much. You can only donate what, you can't to packs. Yeah, you can to PAX. Hmm. Iceland is dope. And then you get rewarded. Is that how it works, Richard? Oh, my God. You should look into all the ambassadors. Oh, my God. It's amazing how all the ambassadors happen to be donors. That's how I could become an ambassador. I have to get filthy rich first? Yeah. Shit. Yep. It's unfortunate. I thought it was like if you, like, believed in a cause or something and you were – and well, there's a, a there's a couple countries there's a couple countries where they care who the ambassador is. Yeah, it needs to be but somebody who has contacts in that country that can like smooth speaks the language. Over. Right? Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want some asshole. But then there's fucking... like then there's like 200 countries where you just don't care. Nah, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. I mean, Iceland sends their cousin here. You, you know, our Iceland ambassador is a fucking yeah. doofus. I'm sure. You know what I mean. <laughs> and, and he goes to stuff and he lays wreath and he reads and he does his job. It's all good. Hey, the ambassador from Iceland's coming. Okay. 
Yeah, no, it's probably it's probably a high level person. Okay. The U.S. would be a country like everyone wants to send their best to. You would assume, right? Yeah, that's true. You don't want to send your dopiest to here. Yeah, you're, that's true. Yeah. Oh, I get to be the ambassador to America. Where are you going? Uh, but the, imagine the ambassadors between two dopey countries. Right. Yeah. Oh my God! It's like oh, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a movie right there in itself. Oh, I know, right? Just a, they almost go to war. They're go, they're having conversations, almost going to war with each other. Yeah, two made up countries, just like uh, what, Estonia and uh, somewhere uh, in Asia, Latvia, Latvia, just places whatever. that are so far away, but they have an embassy in well, each like, country, like Uganda and uh, there you go, there you go, yeah. Estonia and Uganda start a war. Because their ambassadors are both shitheads. <laughs> played by the same person, by the way. You gotta have the mm. same comedian play both. So you don't have to pay two actors. It's fucking yeah, they get to play two characters in the movie. It's gonna be genius. Write this down, Tim. We got this. It's like the dictator times two. <laughs> I take their piece fast so they so that they think I wasn't thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a chess move. But you've already played the game. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. shit. This game is already yeah. over. <laughs> All right, here, uh, check out fucking this thing on Twitter. This 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 made my day. I stumbled upon this. It's part of a larger video of uh, Matt Yankley. Why is he, what, why is he, why are we up his nose? Uh, it's how the president of No Rhino Nevada uh, d- uh, does it, bro. That's, that's, that's what they do. They, they hold their phone right above their dick and <laughs> they talk uh, to their di- they're they talking talk to-, to their dick. Yeah. I yeah. got it. Hey, Dick. That's what Sanson did in that one video. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is Matt talking to his dick about us. <laughs> Hey, when you can talk to your dick, you always have a friend, I guess. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, I talk to my dick. dick, I just don't. I don't record it. Dick talks back that you got some issues. Yeah, I'm seeing is more division, you know, among. I'm seeing is more division, you know, amongst, you know, people that were once friends in the party making fun of each other, taking friggin' pools about when Johnny Brew's gonna resign. Let me tell you something, man. That's a joke, and you're a joke for even doing that. You're essentially rooting for the party to fail how does that feel and then we're going to sit here and laugh about it like it's some kind of friggin' joke okay this is our lives we can't what? afford to mess around anymore i'm seeing lives vision um oh my god this is our lives how, so, how, he must be new like he must like he's rookie he's rookie yeah. maybe yeah, sophomore he thinks this sophomore. is all like real yeah yeah uh, it's off track, not because of me either. I remember this now. Like the video that he put out was his lips don't match the words. That's like their their source right there. Um, yeah, nice nice zit. I'd give that hell. I'm not saying I won't show up with a zit on this show, but you'll know that I fucking gave it gave it some real fucking heat and pressure before I fucking show up on the show. You know, what I mean, I might even put a little concealer on that fucker. That that thing is. Uh, I mean, we live in a time. Let's think about the time we live in. Every <laughs> fucking person has the ability to create this type of video. Uh-huh. Mm. But think of, but I'm, I'm trying to think what I'm saying. Gotcha. But you have to have actually, the level of ego the, to do the it. The people who actually do, right? Like where are you? Like every 
everyone can do this, but only certain few do. Because you have to have a level of like ego and self confidence to even do it. And yeah. I have to drink a lot to turn on a camera, drink, smoke weed, all that shit. I got to get fucking hammered to do this. So, yeah, I mean, to point a camera, uh, to hold a camera at my dick and then talk, you know, about how I'm the guy telling everybody to cut the shit. He's the grown up now. This guy. He's the big guy. You know, this dude uh, allegedly has a felony warrant. He has a, he has American flag. He has to be he, legit. He's the guy who's saying who's a rhino and who's not. No, he's he assigned himself that role. Right, but he yeah. he allegedly has a felony warrant in Michigan, but he's the guy that's going to tell us when it's fucking serious time. You know, is it a political from political crimes division? No, uh, from what I heard, from what I recall, it was possession of some sort of paraphernalia, mm. uh, heroin is what I allegedly was heard, uh, and he can't go to Michigan now. It's not one of those things they're going to come get you for. And oh. if you get nicked in Nevada, they're not going to fucking send you up there. So it's not a big you're gonna, deal, I suppose. You're not going to get fucking sent home. Yeah, it's not a fucking game changer. It's just, I'm not going, he's not, you know, like, I wouldn't go back to Virginia if I had warrants there. It's just not, a, you know, like, I don't blame him for that shit. But it's just, I also don't get to be able to guy, be the guy that tells you it's not fun time anymore. You know, <laughs> uh, you lose that fucking privilege. It's our lives. You, yeah, it's you don't get to be the serious guy anymore. Uh, you know, you scratching your dick, your videos all out of track. I, it's fucking silly, dude. You're right; it's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, I told him to stay out I, of it. I, I do hope more people start making videos like this, though. It would be great, like a political TikTok. They can come right here. Like they a, can a purely yeah, political yeah, yeah. TikTok where it's nothing. You don't do anything else but talk shit. About <laughs> politics, right? I played that song. Oh yeah, this was um, ha! Ah, this was Tony Grady. So I guess he's Chuck's guy. Tony Grady's announcement at the Ahern. One, two. Who is that? That's not fucking. Who are these people? What kind of chairs are those? They're leftovers from the um, Red Dragon. It used to be called the Red Dragon. That's why there's no Lucky game dragon. in it. Lucky Dragon, lucky. yes. Sorry, Red Dragon, for those of you that are into movie trivia, was the was movie it very from... lucky. No, it was the old Desert Inn. Uh, mm -hmm. Red Dragon was in that uh, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker movie. Mm -hmm. uh, they used it to implode it because they were going to implode it, so they made it look red and shit. Like that, uh, in one of the movies, they go to a casino in China. It was actually done in Las Vegas. But yeah, look at this bullshit. So one, two, three. ah, this the Brinkleys. A... The Brinkleys are there. That's this is uh, Patricia. An announcement for Senate? Yeah. Yeah, he's running for okay. Senate. At the Ahern. At the Ahern. There's so the Chuck, So Chuck and and George support this guy right off yep. the bat, right? Yep. There's the gay cowboy that always like used to be uh Dave Sagedak's muscle. Red Dragon was a wrestling tag team too. Nice. Yeah, I do recall I saw them in AEW. A lot, of that recognize. a lot of that New Japan shit goes over my head. I'm not going to lie. But Red Dragon is just a dope fucking name, no matter what. Who else is there? There's a kid or something? There's two rows. There's actually two rows. Uh, yeah, two rows. But the first row is not... Who who took this picture? Uh, probably, Chuck Ch probably Chuck. Yeah. If he would have stepped forward like ten feet, it would have looked like a like a large audience. It would look packed, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. Like why? Like he literally like. I hope he's not his consultant. He, he probably he probably thought he was going to crop it, but then just forgot about it because he didn't care. Where is this in the building? It looks like uh, upstairs. I mean, this looks like a new new setup. Yeah. Everyone like grab a chair on the way in. Yeah. No shit. Right. Like, like they scoot, like they grabbed it off the pile. The stage is awesome, though. I like that. Like, yeah. if that's where they were going to do their politics on the rocks show, that'd be great. It'd be awesome. You could do a live podcast from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would look sick. It says Ahern Live up there, so I guess they're doing some stage shows and shit. That's cool, man. I like I like Don's spot. I like him doing good shit over there. That's fun. Uh, see. Stephanie Phillips. We were talking about her. Dude, Was um, Stephanie here? Doesn't look like it. Would she show up at something like that? Well, she likes to go up like her competitor's face and like I'm running against you. Um, I think she should go to these things. And I think here's a question she should ask. A very important question. Can you beat a woman? I think that's a question she really needs to address. She should ask to every candidate. Every one of them. Today, whether you beat a woman. Have you ever? Beat will you beat woman? a woman? Will have you, you ever? Like, how do you have experience beating women? Yeah, is what I'm asking. Yeah, will you go in the yeah, record because that's what you're signing up for. Will you beat a woman? <laughs> will you beat a woman? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I think I think Stephanie should show up at these things and definitely hit them with the fucking yeah the hard question. Are you willing to beat a woman? <laughs> will you do what it takes to be this nominee and beat a woman? <laughs> It's just a trap. It's a trap. It's perfect. It's a perfect trap. If we were advising Stephanie, this yeah. would be her Every thing. Time. Every time. He Can't said he was going to beat a woman. He said he's going to beat a woman. He's prepared. He's the fact that he's signing up for this race shows that he be he thinks he can beat a woman. You could probably get them to say the dumbest shit. They could probably say, "On the, my best day, I could I could beat all the women." You know what I mean? And, and you just be like, "Thank you." <laughs> something, something stupid. <laughs> Yep. This guy's just quite it'd just be a fucking litany of dudes in the republic. <laughs> One person above all. I, you know, like I think I could I, I, I would be willing to beat a woman. I could totally beat a woman. <laughs> <laughs> just a montage of these assholes, these woman beaters. Oh. <laughs> Can you feed a woman beats? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh man. Fuck. Bunch of woman beaters Fuck in the Republican a, Party. I'd get after him. I would. Who is in this picture, dude? This is lame. Tony Tony came in second out of seven for lieutenant governor, right? And he won 14 of 17 uh, counties. That's crazy. He won the rurals. That's amazing. It's amazing. He can yeah. win this thing. He can't get 20 people to show up at the Ahern on a Tuesday afternoon or whatever. Because this is Vegas. So it's not as... It's not his uh, his core. How do you become like popular in the rurals? You go to That's, them. Is he from the rurals? He probably um, visits them. He had businesses there. I don't know. Who else ran for lieutenant governor? Stavros, this fucking Greek right. guy from Las Vegas. Tony knows Nevada because he's flown upside down over it at speeds that have killed other men. He's a fucking man. You know what I mean? Like this dude's a test pilot yeah. in the Air Force. Uh, Got it. So 
kind of that 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 military. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably been the bases all over the state. So he's a veteran in politics. Yeah. So he's another ve- so he's another Steve, veteran that Steve has to Steve, hate on. Steve won't support. <laughs> he's another veteran it's that another, Steve will hate on. <laughs> Steve technically has to shit on. Yes, he will. He will say that Tony Grady wears his uniform to shit, or somehow promotes himself being in the military, even though like Stephanie's only claim to being in the military is that her kid is like in the fucking natty guard or some shit. But yeah, Steve will definitely wreck Tony Grady's shit. It's gonna be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Steve is like he's he's in a rut between a rock and a hard place. No, I mean, yeah, you'd think, right? I mean, a man he's of color. Exact, he's exactly where he wants to be. So are we pre-endorsing right now? Do we think Tony Grady can beat women? Because he's going to have to beat Stephanie. Until he goes on record. I can't. He's going to have to beat two women to win Senate. <laughs> Actually, yeah, and, and Rhonda Kennedy. So he's going to have to beat a few women. Be multiple women. He's going to be at multiple women <laughs> and become our next U.S. Senator. Right. Oh, God. It's not a good it's, look. Well, I mean, look. yeah, it depends on how you frame it. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, is he – if somebody has to beat a woman – I think Tony would be my pick for woman beater just because uh, he's he's hot in the rurals. And, you know, I think yeah, I, I think it's good to kowtow to the rurals. I like to I like to talk about the folks out there in the boonies just out here in Clark County and shit that are not included. So if if 14 of 17 counties like Tony and, and think that he can beat a woman, I mean, I bet they beat the shit out of women in those counties. So they would know. Right. Sorry, is that too far? I, I, I think we've run out of the. Uh, we've, run out, we've, uh, we've exhausted yeah, it. It's Good. it's run out of juice. What's that called when you exhaust the jet? Beat a dead horse. Beat a dead horse. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's look at Katie Williams's Twitter. Is that when I'm on Twitter? Alcohol definitely helps him beat women, or at least talk about it. Get it out of your system. Yeah, let me look up Katie. Katie said some fucked up shit. And I replied to her. Maybe it's in here. Katie is still a school board member, still right? Still a school board member, dude. It's crazy. How? Do they get paid? Uh, a little, like, a stipend. stipend. Yeah. It's not a lot. Was it like eight, 9000 bucks? I'm not sure. Yeah, Something it depends like on that. how often they meet, probably. All right, let me let me search for her. Because she, she implied that, like, people don't have to listen to substitutes. It kind of fucked mm-hmm. me up. What? Yeah, like there's a lady who got in her ass, and I don't like that lady either. It's weird. It's like a, you know, three way thing. But yeah, I don't know if I'll see the tweet. Oh yeah, let's hear this. This is what Katie was shitting on here. Teachers unions are important. Thea is a liar. Thea is on fire. Dara is a liar. They, they could work on like the, the the rhythm a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, is is CCSD in complete free fall at this point? Yeah, yeah. The the um, I'm glad we're onto this because yeah, I want to talk longer, but and this is a huge topic. So yeah, um, the I mean that it's done, right? It's like the, the how much money does the school district get, Richard? You got those numbers. Like, uh, the biannual, I think it's up to, they just gave it another, like 12 million. So like six, six billion a year or something like that. 
built. Well, that's a whole state. That's a whole state. So, but I get eighty percent of that is going to be clock counting. Billions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably for, for that. This billion. is a this is a well funded government program in the. I think we're up to like uh, well funded. The fact that people can't figure out how to spend billions of dollars to effectively educate effectively children. So they took what the fuck is the matter with these adults? They took care of administrators and they took care of support staff and not the largest chunk that has this union. I wish we had a better union. I still wouldn't support going out on strike or any of this bullshit, but mm. yeah, it's like they just ignored the biggest segment and it's all Jara. Because they allotted the money, it's just what Jar wants to do. I'm not sure what's up with this guy. Oh, no, Jar's he's what is Jar's parachute? I bet he's going to get a grip of money. Yeah. If what if he gets fired, there's a reason they can't fire him, right? Yeah. They try, isn't he the one they tried to fire, but then they had to rehire? Well, Katie changed her mind. Mm. Katie was going to fire him, and then she got smartened up. And she decided not to. Realized he had a $20 million golden parachute. And... Well, whatever. I mean, yeah, let's get rid of the guy and eat the fucking shit sandwich now. And she's the one that decided to delay it. So now we've got this. But Katie doesn't. Katie is an anomaly to me. And I, and I congratulated her. How could Katie? How could she get rid of him? Don't they need a majority she vote? In the vote. She, she was the deciding vote. She was the deciding vote. And she flipped. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So oh. Katie wants CCSD to collapse. I get it. I get it. I guess, man. It was. Uh, it's weird though because I, I see her. Uh, see, yeah. So talking about Chris, like, what happens if they never reach an agreement? What happens then? Well, you work under the current contract. It's illegal to go on strike, but they're going to do sick outs. They're going to do contract time. They're only the going to show up. The worst possible fucking job they can do. Right. They're going to do the bare minimum. Because they're not because they're not appreciated, and they're not going to throw right. in any extra time. They're not going to. So show just, up just, so just the normal days of work then. And and if you want them so for training, you're going to have to pay them their hourly, not the standard thirty one fifty. That's half of some of their rate. They're not going to show up for that shit. I show up for thirty one fifty all day, but uh, you know some of these people will not because you're not paying them. I'll I'll, sh- I'll show up and just hang at the back of the room and then playing video games on my phone. They always have. They're always catered. Yeah, uh, you got donuts or something, but I just want information and, yeah. and to learn. Um, but uh, oh my god, yeah. So we're get, we're getting close here, Katie made katie's a first sergeant in the army national guard and i don't understand how she's able to do that because that's my stepdad was a vietnam veteran it took him i don't know 22 23 you know like beyond retirement age to be first sergeant but he was in the real real army uh so i don't know what katie uh you know oh that's a zit on her well, face I'm, too look at that hasn't I mean, the army's been decimated, hasn't it? I mean, I guess if the National Guard needs whatever. I mean, through the whole COVID stuff, like they people quit because of the shots. And yeah. They, 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 they drop people out because of their idea, ideology. They haven't hit the recruiting numbers in like five years. So they're recruiting, you know, transgendered people into the. Like, you have to go f- potentially go to war and you, you got to take medications and surgeries. And, yeah. I'm just. She's she's a goof. The army is completely decimated. All right, so she's. So if you if you're decent, you can probably move up quickly. Right, as long as you commit the time and the effort, yeah. you can yeah you can rise right up because it seems like she's gone up faster than she should have been able to. But yeah, she was shitting on this lady it's, for it's being a, a. It's a different army, Chris. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, a different army than what's 
What's you know? But she she hit this lady with a tweet who's a substitute, and I don't like this lady. This lady went after me for being, uh, you know. She said, "What do you teach?" And I said, "I teach people to podcast." Because she wanted to fucking, she'd be the kind of person who would fucking get me fired and shit. You know what I mean? Like I I could tell like this this crazy liberal lady, but uh, Katie said people shouldn't listen to liberal substitutes. You can't get licensed. Therefore the kids shouldn't respect you. And I was like, uh, what if you just replace the word I, in my head? What if you replace the word liberal with American? Cause that's all I am. I'm just an American that wanted to help out and be a teacher. You know, an American. Right. So what is, what does it mean for you to be an American, Chris? What does that mean? Remember when that used to like had a meaning like growing up? Like I'm an I'm an American. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, it means being proactive on a problem. I see. So you know, like I joined the military. Like I want the country to help me help it. So I joined the military a couple times, and I you know tried to try to get what I could out of that. And now being a teacher, I kind of like what you know. Like if you want to forgive somebody's college debt, how about me? Because uh, you know, I'm just I just yeah. want to teach fourth graders, man. Because it seems like there's not enough teachers. It's really bad. I, I meet a lot of people that are retired that are just trying to like do something so they don't sit around the house and die. Uh, when did people bail on educating children? I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like, there's just not enough. When, like, they've just early like, 90s. They're, like, they're done. We're like, like, we're not even going to do it anymore, is what it feels yeah. like. Like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a leftover piece of pizza from the well, 80s. COVID helped a lot of people make that decision. That shit changed the whole fucking game. They're like, I don't need this shit. I'm out. Like, you know, maybe they were already over the line of yeah. where they could retire. And they were just like, I don't need to change my whole life into a fucking online teacher. I could just quit. Mm -hmm. I'm out. Got so it. I'm sure that took a huge hit. And of course, I don't do people even see a reason to educate children anymore because of like things like AI and Robots. It's not quite there yet, but not yet. It, it's not still yet. got five, a few more years before. They won't let the kids. <laughs> it's, like, it's like nobody wants to be shot. Right. They won't let the kids use yeah. AI. The district blocks AI. Yeah. Uh, and the district is not paying for the tutor that they had last year. Paper. Is is this a cultural transition that we're going through? Yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, of course it is. It's always change, right? So. I mean, a severe, like a drastic one, yeah. like industrial revolution type. Yeah, change. because we're going to be, my kids were, they missed what? The Great Reset. Right. My kids yes. are filtering through. So you look at, when you look at the numbers of testing and stuff, you see the bump, the bubble. Uh, they're starting to recover from the COVID thing. First graders, kindergartners, you know, they're, they're tracking. Numbers are going up because the COVID kids there's like a fucking wave that's got to go through and it's almost out of elementary school. Mm. We'll be done with those kids in a couple of years and they'll be on to middle school and high school to be their fucking problem. But uh, mm. yeah, it's, 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 that's, that's not going to be, pretty. Oh no, not for, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So it's not going to be, it's pretty. definitely yeah. cultural change, culture changing. There's going to be a COVID generation. The ones that are like, what side of the, wave were you on because my kids my older two got ahead of it you know they graduated fucked up their graduation a little bit they graduated the ceremony was a year later for you know one of them but a, a disturbance a disturbance in the force mm -hmm. a minor ripple because a rock dropped right on top of some kids some kids lives they missed the foundation man the kindergarten first grade it's like whoo boy what are they gonna do 
So yeah, and that's not just here, you know, that's everywhere. So it's everywhere. Oh, you want to hear something worldwide? You want to hear something funny? I, I did I tell you guys this last week? There was a teacher from Teach for America. TFA is a company or the thing, a program that gets people their degree, but then they have to go teach somewhere, uh, basically third world. And uh, we're one of those places here. Mm-hmm. Like we're along with Appalachia, Chicago, the, Detroit. The Clark the Clark County School District is on par with Chicago, Detroit, Appalachia, Detroit, and Appalachia. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, I, and we're also getting sports teams. <laughs> and what else are we doing to the city right now? Like. So with sports teams, what follows sports teams? Like gangs? Well, we don't elect Republicans anymore. We're in the super minority, and our party has no fucking bench. We look to people like April Becker to find out what she's going to be doing. She's running for county commission because she's not stupid. So we got to convince fucking jabronis to run for state senate and state assembly. We're done as a party. The Republican Party is fucking toast. Just to be, like, ignored. Just, Just... yeah, like why do you even go? You don't even have to vote. If you're, if you're in a super minor, a minority, you might as well just sit at the bar and not even show up. Right, across well, Katie the across the street. Yeah. Katie gets elected on accident because her name is you know ambiguous and 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 she shows her ass. You know what I mean? She's and and her way of moving up is to start a no bullshit consulting company. That stupid mm-hmm. fucking TikTok she made. She's just a an influencer. Our best and brightest. Mm-hmm. Are, are stupid. Yeah. Like prob- probably starting pretty soon or like within five years, every politician will just be an ex-influencer. Because right. yeah, the, the all all their little simps and all their followers sure. are, are gonna Idiotic are gonna suit. grow up into the voting block and they're gonna vote for their 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 dude. So like that's why I think in like 20 years Mr. Beast will be president. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or a wrestler, uh the rock. Or a wrestler. Yeah. I mean it's it's idiocracy. So we're going to become kingmakers eventually. We have a king, and I think eventually that that mantle gets passed on. That might have been my dictatorship thing, is that eventually mantles have to be passed on. So hail to the king. When when there's a belt, when there's a title, all these things must be handed down, you know, yeah. to other people. We it's gotta be rules. There's gonna be rules to follow. Yeah, and we will decide who gets the uh endorsements. Oh, this used to be a joke, key endorsement. The key endorsements, right. yeah. Yep. That's a all of them. The umbrella. Team Nevada, Carl Bunce, yeah. Richard Bunce, all these endorsements mean something all of a sudden once we uh <laughs> once the whole idiocracy kicks in. Oh yeah, it's gonna be oh great. fucking amazing. Oh, the Bunce name and the dire name will carry so much weight in this state. It's gonna be I'm hoping we can get up north i don't know how you guys feel about up north but i would love to get a compound up there next necessarily in gardnerville gardnerville here's a bunch of richy assholes live there but uh yeah, yeah just somewhere out in the fucking some place. beautiful there's some beautiful property up through that area i love my I mean, sun- gorgeous it's it's i think it's a hidden secret of nevada i love my sunrises and i'm about to lose them they're about to build houses behind my house and it'll be over i'd, I'd like to keep them i'm an old man i just want to fucking watch the sunrise sunset Shit like that. Like Rob Kafka posts pictures of the sunset from his apartment down in Southeast. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. He got lucky. He got a really good spot. Storms and shit like that. You just watch him go across the desert. If I'd have known what the desert was when I was a kid, I'd have come out here much earlier and just skipped the whole military thing and just been a desert guy. Like, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know. I love it. Yeah. No mosquitoes, no ticks. Love I'm it. in. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I, I really don't tell people about it because I don't want more people to come. I've asked a few people and they don't like bother I, them. 
No, I don't. I, I don't tell them. Like, oh, it's hot out there, right? Yep, it's gets really hot. Yep. Gets really hot. Yep. Yeah. I, I told my parents. I go, you you know, snow, and they're like, just stay, just stay, just stay there. Don't come out here. Right. But I'm like, you know, you know how snow keeps you from leaving the house sometimes. Yeah. That's what heat does yeah. here. People understand. Yeah. We're all under the same fucking well, sun. Yeah. It's fine. So, you know, if your shit breaks down, you miss a day of work. It's what it is. This is what it is. Your AC took a shit. You got to stay home that day. It's going to happen. We got it. <laughs> yeah. Got it. It's just like being snowed in. Yep. You got snowed in today. Understood. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We've all been there. So, yeah. I've ridden around this motherfucker with no AC and lived. Mm. Try, try driving Wet. around in with no heat. Wet. Wet. Oh. In, in snow. You'll die. <laughs> You're you're just wearing like an entire snow gear, just uh-huh. like two two jackets, uh, scarves. If you, if you don't dri- if you don't drive into a ditch and kill yourself, right? Yeah. Or get hit by a tree branch. Yeah. When you see a dude or an icicle. When you see a dude with a giant AMPM on the interstate with his windows down, eating a corn dog and sucking on that motherfucker, you're like, I've been there, brother. I've been there. Like all windows down, 150. Right. Woo. Yeah. Just, You're going to be all right. <laughs> oh, man. Your next car is going to be your favorite car because it's going to have AC. Fuck that yeah. goddamn piece of shit, that beater motherfucking piece of garbage. Yeah. it's oh, Or a guy on a motorcycle. You're like, oh, my God. You poor bastard. Because you can't. Ne- What's like, it's, a, it's almost like $1,600 to $2,000 when your AC goes out in your That's car. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Like, some, I mean. Yeah, on the cheap end, you're looking at like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, but generally two thousand. Or like to fix it. Or if fix if it. you're poor white trash, it's a fifty dollar canister or something you can't fucking afford. You yeah. know, in your old fucking piece or of shit. You get like you get like three days of reprieve <laughs> if you're lucky. Right. If you have like a slow leak in your car, <laughs> right? And then the air gets in there. The, the you know the. And it's done. Oh, it's done. It starts blowing. Doesn't have doesn't doesn't matter how much fucking freon you add. Right. Yeah. Oh man, it's brutal. It sucks. Yeah, it's the worst. Got fans and shit plugged it into should, the cigarette lighter. They literally should they shouldn't be allowed to it's sell the freon because it's like false hope for people. Yeah. It's 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 li- literally just going out into the atmosphere as every like it's false hope. You have to get that shit fixed and it costs money. Yep. Yeah, I just I just let it run out or whatever happened to it. It just stopped working and I just said, all right, this is life now until I make a little bit more money. Like this is my conveyance mm-hmm. to and from work until I can fucking uh make it work. Yeah. Like it makes you really appreciate AC Brutal. like a motherfucker. <laughs> Brutal. Oh man. What else? I don't have shit else in the notes, I don't think. Brittany, yeah. Uh, yeah, we canceled Shap. We're not buffoons anymore. Oh, yeah, I'm done, with, done with that. Moron. I guess him and Shap got into a dick measuring contest. So, yeah, I don't know if I wanted to start he a did. poll. Him and Chismar, Chismar and Shap. Chismar have been getting really? into it with a bunch of people because, like, uh, he got into it with fucking um, them too. Some people, some of these people, are like, you know, really? yeah, like, like, I've never questioned anybody's reason for commenting. Like, if some rando just comes in and goes, Hey, you suck at this. Your sound levels are fucked up. I go, hey, fuck you. I've been podcasting for 24. I don't say that. I go, oh, let me look into that no, shit. Right. Oh, fuck. Like if Colian comes in and goes, hey, you sound stupid. I go, oh, fuck. That sounds stupid. Why do you say fuck so much? I go, oh, shit. Colian's right. 
So, you know, like I, I listen to these things, but yeah, like when Chismar criticizes, they go, eh, fuck you. And then they don't realize that Chismar's got quite a long resume and they get to looking like fucking idiots. So, you know, Shap, Shap shuts us down all the time by saying our silly little podcast. That was a funny thing. Somebody said silly little podcast to uh, Ben Miller, dude. And he got mad, oh. bro. He got fucking hot. He's like, suck my really? dick. He told the guy to suck his dick. He did. On a comment. What? He stole your tagline. He said, he said, silly little podcast, suck my dick. You should send him a cease and desist letter. Yeah. Can't tell people it's, to suck your dick. You have that. That is trademarked by in the guild. That's my thing. S my D yep. is your thing. Yep. The guilds. It's a trademark violation. It's definitely our IP. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he took it so hard, dude. Uh, oh, Lauer was on Shad. That's what we got to talk about. We're getting down here to the bottom. Um, Good. I, I got to see this. Lauer on I, Shad. Let me fucking find that shit. Like, what? How is that? That's that con artist getting any any play? Yeah. How is he the space guy? <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? It doesn't make any fucking sense. All right, I got to go to the thing where I share it. I hope I don't play it from the wrong. I should share it from here. That would help because it'll fucking get all scared. Yeah, Tim says that he happily defeats them with logic and reason. They don't even see it coming. And an actual resume. They want to go after everybody like they're king shit. We've never gone after anybody like we're king shit. We're a couple of goofballs that rather than drive all the way across the valley to meet up and hang out in a bar and shit get on people. Drunk. And, and, and yeah. then wreck. We fucking yeah, die. And yeah, it hurt somebody. We fucking do it from the house, and it's. We we'll have to get the governor. Have to get the governor to expunge our record. Oh my god! Right? Yeah, I mean, have to like yeah. call in favors and shit because we don't know how to control yeah. ourselves. We fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just and get online. Nice. It's it's so yeah. it's so freeing. Yeah, and it's therapy. Like yeah, fuck us. But uh, we don't it, pretend to be like the masters of broadcasting. We just call out the masters so when the masters flex on us and go i'm fucking awesome we go yes you are brian yes you are you are fucking yeah. awesome <laughs> you're right and then they go all right i'm glad you're reasonable workers comp that works for you this horse shit welcome to nevada newsmakers on the broadcast today we have the CEO of the Las Vegas Spaceport, Rob Lauer, and astronaut Pause. Jose Hernandez. Pause. Yes, what? Show coming up here on an sorry, sorry. Spaceport? What? <laughs> CEO of Spaceport? Is Rob Lauer trying to become fucking Elon Musk? So he just made, he just spent like he just put up he a just company made up. Made up this a company. is what I'm talking about. This is a response, right? Like we are going down the Chris. Have, have you? <laughs> Have you did you haven't read uh did did you have a chance to read or listen to Mythosophus? I'm halfway through it. I, oh my god. I, I got through the oh part where I'm not supposed to kill myself and now I'm into the part where yeah. I'm not supposed to become religious. I've always known like the gist of it, but now I'm on the like the last uh -huh. third. So uh yeah. Is it a bit surreal? Embracing the absurd. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've always I told you about I think my existential crisis where I like mm -hmm. couldn't replace yeah. a fucking ballast in a thing at caesar's palace but so yeah I, it's it's he's so like i mean i know philosophers have like their their ups and downs right, right? right like like there's philosophies that people go yeah he was right for like this this amount of time till we figured this out right <laughs> yeah like 
Camus is like approaching like a precipice at this moment, like a like a top, a top. Yeah. Well, of his, all, his, all of civilization goes through phases. So, like building on philosophies, yeah, right? Yeah, all the philosophies are right at different time periods. Right now, Camus is fucking batting a thousand. He's prescient. The absurdity of it all. Prescient. Like it is. This is modern time is his bitch. Uh, I is it, he is he's nailing it. I rolled through a Camus compilation, and one of them was "No amount of anxiety is worth the." It was something, and I was just like, I pause it. I pause. pause and I went back and I left it there on on fucking still because it was like I don't I don't shake anymore at the school you know what I mean and you know, I mean, I'm evolving so like I want to make sure that like the kids don't feel that anxiety either but like yeah Camus is for the, when was he around like post World War Two post World War One I'm not sure yeah. post post yeah post World War Two okay around during during World War Two gotcha best philosopher ever in my opinion is <laughs> really, Robert the, M. The, Build up for a world war, 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 oh, war well, two. because after World, world war, war II, all, all of Europe went through existentialism, like right. Because Robert Robert Impercio, Zen and the Art, and Lila, etc. So Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, stuff like that, I guess. Uh, Robert Impercio, but it's Perse- like nihilism, nihilism, and it's absurdism is duking it out right now. Right, yeah, because a lot of yeah. people are accusing people of being nihilists, like just wanting to burn it all down, like Republicans. I watched uh, yeah. Shap, one of his guests, accused, uh, every, and, and RFK. RFK is accused of yeah. nihilism. Uh, and, and No, it's, it's absurdism. It's absurdism, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's absurd that 350,000 people are dying in the Ukraine for BlackRock and it's, whoever else, Vanguard. Yeah. Whoever else owns the world right now? Yeah, the numbers. We're, we're they, murder- they want those oil fields. <laughs> the number. We're murder. P- the, the the what is it? The flower of the Ukraine is being murdered, like just burned. Yeah. Is it in the killing fields by by the Russians? Yeah. For what? It's it's absurd. It's absurd. And and then we. It's even more absurd is you have middle aged white women in America promoting it. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Yay! Kill the ra- kill, kill him! And, kill him! Bad Putin! And then to look down, like, right above us, it's absurd that we're involved with a person who spreads propaganda about arresting journalists yeah. and has fought for the Ukrainian side. Like, our it's our movie, right? Like, if you had to choose a yeah. character, Sarah. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. bizarre. Like, the goddamn spaceport that's going to be built in this state <laughs> is run by a guy that we... Are familiar with for are you, are you sure? Woman's arms. I, I, I find it weird. I, I don't think he's going to actually propaganda. be running it. I think he just made up a company and then advertised that. Well, let's name. let's see the absurdity. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. See how I, absurd. I had a side discussion with somebody. I have a lot of things going on. The PAA poker tournament. I, a lot of stuff, and I think that you're going. You're sniffing up the right path because all we need is an astronaut, and we're in. And a, an astronaut and a piece of land. Here we go. It's a good time to win. Fuck. Oh, well. Let Tamarack get their money. There you go. Nope. Ah, Big R and Sparks, bro. You ever watch this show? I watched no. this in the shower. I love oh this. God. Sam Shad's voice, like. Is this like a tractor supply shop? Yeah. The R, Big R. Shit you're going to need at the lake, bro. Yeah. Get your propane. Mm-hmm. Good 
Go to Big R. Get your get Ariad your boots. boots. They're sick. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Get some Carhartt. Fuck yeah, bro. Carhartt Car- 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 runs the world, too. Love it. I like Dickies. I'm a Dickies guy myself, but whatever. Go to the Carson Valley Inn. Take a shit. Go to the buffet. Get a room. Take a nap. You'll love it. <laughs> get out of the heat and go to the Carson Valley Inn. That's a what good else? thing about casinos is the AC. And the and the shitters. Yeah. God. Clean. Shit like a fucking weirdo somewhere. Ah, they had a mask on still. <laughs> Don't take the bus in Washoe. Do not take the bus. Bus. Yeah. Tamarack will pick you up at the airport. See, there you go, yeah, Ben. There you go. Heating, cooling. Whew. It's important. You're- you're fucked. You're fucked if that AC don't work. <laughs> Take the day off, brother. Send you out the go trucks. To work. Yeah, send the truck, man. God bless these garbage men and AC repairmen. God bless them. Especially for you psychos that bought an old house with the unit on the roof. You got to get a crane mm. operator to move that fucker. Oh, that's pricey. Holy shit. Pigeons take <laughs> it out. Ah, you got to have a cage around it. Oh, fuck. That shit people back east don't even understand. You get a dead pigeon in that fucker and then it intakes. Oh. Las Vegas Spaceport, Inc. and a commercial real Las estate Vegas developer, Inc. Jose Hernandez. Like Monsters, Inc. Company of one person. Look at this guy. And he was all. Oh my God! Can we be the fucking space guild? <laughs> what the yeah, fuck is going on? The space guild. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! This guy's awesome, by the way. I don't look into his credentials. Okay, we live in a. Okay, we live in a world where aliens are about to reveal themselves, yep. either either in reality or as part of a fear-based propaganda psychological warfare against us to control us and create a world government or they're real. You know, one of those two things is about to happen. And you got Rob Lauer on the, on the front lines to create a spaceport in that reality. Right. Yep. Wow. It's our, it's our movie. Absurd. Um, all respect to this uh, uh, astronaut gentleman. He was a, a migrant worker as a child uh-huh. and dreamed of, you know, like, I don't know if you've watched the new Guardians of the Galaxy, but, you know, he's the he's the, he's the raccoon. You know, he dreamed of going to space and he did. Uh, if his if his shit's legit, I don't know. Um, I don't Is space real. Here's what I don't understand. There's a lot of people doing videos. You've been and- watching Flat Earth, Carl. I, I don't but- know if space is real at this point. That's how absurd the world is getting. <laughs> but- if you were a person that was going to be on media, any any show, uh, radio or television, why wouldn't you have a better? I don't know. His setup's pretty dope. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna give him credit. You know what I mean? He's got his actual backdrop and shit like that. People should take notes from him. I guess his his, his stuff's actually pretty good. The sound is ass. JP's audio. I think I got him up. What? I turned him up. Did I fuck up my audio. Tim Tim says your audio was low. Oh, it's going through this computer. I turned you up. It's probably the same one that this show's going through. I'll turn the show down. Selected as to, and served as flight good. engineer there. on STS-128 mission aboard Space Shuttle Discovery. STS-128? Is that what that was? So this guy's been to space. Yeah. Uh, hold on. STS-128? Where is it going to be located in Nevada? And Can you hear it now? So there are 14 spaceports currently I turned it down a little bit on my end. 
Um, there 14, is none yeah. in Las Vegas, of course, or in Nevada. And I believe Nevada is probably I would the disagree. The, the most amazing Area 51 is the spaceport. <laughs> well, first of all, we have obviously no income tax. We have no corporate income tax. We have a wealth of, of great pilots and great folks here. We have, What's his name? Of course, the, the tourism aspect. We have 39 oh, Jose million Hernandez. tourists. Oh, Jose Hernandez. He's a young guy there. 15 minutes away from our Mission specialist that, that I acquired in November last year. So, Where is what year was it's this? It's in Clark County. It's on the way to Pahrump. It's If you go online and you Google Clark the Yellow Pine Solar Project, it's right on, on the, the other side of the highway. You're going to destroy the fucking desert to build your spaceport. from Pahrump. So, but by air and, and uh, from the strip, it's 15 miles. So right now we're we have water rights, we have a well, we we're have a road never, going in. Never going to be um, a, sh a shovel moving on this. Submit our plans to build a runway out there. There won't be one year. fucking shovel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, I think his plan is to build out a plan, um, get investors, and then like try to sell it. Yeah, and then bail on it, sell it, sell it to some sucker. Okay, so you're seeing it, right? I got you. Let. Okay, I haven't looked into Jose. Um, could it be possible? I haven't looked. At, I can't see the year on this shit. Help me out. Uh, this mission had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people on it. It was an Artemis rocket, I believe. Um, this is Artemis of the new it. ones. Oh, STS is space shuttle. Space shuttle Discovery. Yeah. Okay, Discovery That's mission. Discovery. So were they taking tourists at the time? No, because they would call people no. mission specialists. So he he was back in the day when you had to be legit. That was the teacher thing. Yeah, yeah, that was the teacher. Okay. What, the Tourist. one that got killed. <laughs> John McCain tourism. Did John McCain go up? Mm, I don't recall. Kristen, what Kristen McAuliffe was the teacher. Uh, the senator that went up was uh, the one that didn't John Glenn go back up? He went back up. That's yeah, because right. uh, he had already been up there. Um, gotcha. That's a tight club of people. You got to be physically people fit too. Space. So you, when you get old, I, they brought Shatner up when um, Bezos went. He brought Bill Shatner up with him. Does that count? They didn't go in the or they. It was very low Earth orbit. Like ah, does that even count? Well, that's what they're planning on doing with this shit. They're going to go low Earth orbit tourism. That's, it's not fucking space. It's not space. You don't. Right. You, they like didn't. They didn't hit. Yeah, they didn't hit zero G's. Like so where they went. how do you rope in a, a, an actual astronaut? Get a little more land from the BLM. Fucking, so we're surrounded by BLM lands. We are. We have that uh, limitation. Uh, how much land does he currently have for his spaceport? Did he say? Well, it's. I don't know. Building a business. I think he said like fourteen acres. Wall. I can't. And every recall. day I put a brick on that wall. Okay. And so right now okay. our focus is getting the runway built and and getting our STEM Academy up and running. Oh, STEM Academy. That's what it is. We got so right a STEM Academy. We need a, all right. That, you know how that, has, that sounds like another scam to get uh, government grants. God bless you. You know how that, you know how Brew has that fucking, uh, 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 his um, infinity. Yeah. Uh, and he's still doing that, right? While he's being yeah. vice chair, which totally takes time somehow, right? But, if we could get on that, and he's a teacher. Here's what's crazy. Yeah, he's a teacher, but that's what gives him license to uh, do this sort of thing. These this right. STEM academy is going to need teachers. I I know a lady and myself. Um, I'm about to be licensed. I got a I got a couple more loose ends to tie up, but uh, I could totally start a STEM academy, and uh, we got Adrenaline Mountain Space Fucking Academy, bro. Got it. 
AMSA, Adrenaline Mountain Space Academy. AMSA. Holy shit. AMSA. Holy shit. I'll drive down there and fucking teach kids. We'll fucking launch rockets out of that bitch. Do like fucking soda can rockets. Uh, I do pop bottle rockets where you fucking step on them, uh, like stomping, stomp rockets. But yeah, you can get some shit that's. Yeah, yeah, you get some shit with some nerf, or like nerf, nerf rockets. But yeah, but you get an air tank, fucking pow! You know, you can send some shit. <laughs> oh, uh, like yeah, potato yeah, guns, basically. Yeah, we could do rockets. We could do rockets. Fuck yeah, dude! Just that'd be a new attraction. Rockets, bro. Just air-powered rockets, that. bro. You'd be surprised how far they fly. I took a piece of PVC and wrapped it. I mean, it's not, but it's just it's just turning the flamethrower vertical, basically, and not running it's gas, a, just yeah. air. Yeah, it, it it's amazing. If you get something, no, we gotta use gas. <laughs> gotta well, gas. If you press CO two, right? But if you get something that'll hold structure, uh, because what I would do is like tighten fucking you know like any tube like the PVC that you're gonna use to launch it, tighten a piece of paper around it and tape it so it's not too fucking tight and kind of make a lip on the inside so it'll go. Yeah, but th- these like, guys do they even do rockets? This is like the airplane thing, right? Um, could be but the Bezos. Bezos does a rocket. Right. What does Branson do? Well, what you want to do? He, he has like the the rocket plane, airplane thing. The most important thing is recovery. So you know yeah. you want to live through right. This. So teach them to get something to the edge and then come down without fucking smashing. So I did these PVC, you know, like pipe rockets and shit. And when you get a decent seal, they we were sending them onto the roof of the school, but you know they come mm-hmm. down hard. So, yeah, I mean, STEM Academy shit, that's right up my alley, man. We'll, we'll make a fucking shit ton of money just making little fucking silly rockets and launching them out at your place. All right. So we're, we got to be in competition with Studio 17 and this guy's Spaceport. I mean, what does 17 do, right? They have a spiritual advisor. Sherman hasn't posted shit in a while. So, I mean. Uh, yeah, we were excited about Sherman. Yeah, he fucked him back. As a matter of fact, on my YouTube, uh, I don't know how you guys operate on your YouTube, but I will... If somebody's got a show coming up, like it says, somebody's, mm-hmm. I, I add it to a playlist and then I tell notify me. Mm-hmm. So when the show goes live, I get a notification. But if I miss it, it's also on this playlist that I like to watch. Um, okay. Sherman's shit has been at the top of this playlist for a month or two now. I just leave it there because I'm waiting for him to go live. <laughs> he hasn't, he's because you know what? He knows he's going live for me. That's it. He knows that there's, it says one waiting and it's wah. So yeah, it just sits there. There's only one waiting. Probably. I mean, if you went to if you went to oh, Sherman's yeah. channel right now, he's got a live video pending from a month ago. That just you know, it's it's me. It's a reminder. It's it's like a more of a reminder for him, probably. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, what are we competing with Studio Seventeen for? We don't have a state national person. We need a hot, dare I say, milf. Uh, to do some sort of PA yoga or uh, state national situation or both, that would um, that would be fun. Chicks don't dig us, and the ones that do know better than to come on to the show. <laughs> He's got the, What's the Bruce table, table in that video. Uh, this table right here on uh, Sam Shad Studio. What is? Oh. I don't know what the Bruce Wayne table is here. Let me hit play. Are these guys, oh, these guys are Batman villains for sure. Projected cost of Lauer the and project. But right now we're looking astronaut. at bringing in about five to ten million. Let's to get, get a long um, shot of the table. Get our stem I give going uh, Shad shout we shout out. They do this, have a switcher uh, camera switcher. On this, on they get this good shots. In Las Vegas and a heliport. 
why, why, why a planetarium on the Strip? Well, if we want to bring the spaceport to the Strip and, of course, engage the 39 million a tourists. planetarium, so you need less in, light. Get them it's educated. The, and get almost them the city of lights. The project and have a heliport that will bring them to the spaceport where we plan to have um, uh, several aircraft uh, to start with starting next year, um, a, a jet. Next a year? Probably a Falcon 50 to do parabolic Not spacecraft. Lights, he said aircraft. And then also for zero G flights to give them mm -hmm. rides to the at a space. spaceport, not and spacecraft so near space. Now started doing next year baby we'll steps, Carl. The to, through the process to mm, get got that it. approved, and when, we want to run away. I'm all in. April. That's our goal. Are you to start operating? But I mean, we, we could be a part of the STEM Academy. Will we want investors? Oh, do you think? You know the parabolic flights, which Jose is very familiar with. It's so scientific that they can actually simulate gravity on Mars versus gravity on huh. the moon versus gravity in space. It's that scientifically precise. Wow. Because so we get a, like not only all three in one flight? I think so. Well, I would uh, say only on civilian. Because it's just how it's, how it's how it's whatever for angle your dive is. Parabola. Uh, work on creating. But it's also available. Oh, so for, yeah, you have to for the industry figure. For creating but you could probably come back up and do it again. So you could do all yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. And microgravity uh, environments. That'd be sick, so dude. You get lined out on all three, get your card. scientific, but also. Have you been, uh, have you been gravity checked? About. All three, maybe. Space you get in your is this a, is this right a now, tourist I, I attraction? Yeah, he wants to attract tourists. one in Georgia. Yeah. But there's not. Because you're going to get lined out, dude. Like, you're going to get a fucking license that says that you've been to these three levels of space on Earth, literally. So and you so can get cleared to go on further so missions and shit like that. It's like and, going and under in a submarine, but better. I've been in business since I was 21. Less likely to and die. The I've learned is Actually, the more likely to die. More people die going to space. Hold on. Right? All right. Can't just Sorry. depend on one source. What's up? He's, he's giving me life lessons. I'm listening. <clears throat> Rob? Yeah. Yeah. I'm what? He was, he was in the middle of a life lesson. You can't just depend on one source. True. <laughs> is that what you got i don't know I, I, you got to continue he's, okay he's, so we want tourism we want a stem academy ah. we want to build an industry right we want an industry here and that's really a grift fractal if you will industry the next tower to and use that's where jose and i'm really proud that jose hernandez has joined our, our team yeah and uh I, don't we have bigelow aerospace out here too and that guy like a big NASA. trump supporter he's also an engineer he's also really smart so we have space got, out here i think so he he owns that skinwalker ranch thing too yes yes he does yeah 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 academy where they'll have cadets and they'll be going through a very high speed engineering program we want to kick out engineers because that's kind of like project warp speed, speed. that worked out well today to build a rocket company but if you don't have engineers you're out of business. You need the human capital. So our focus right now is building human capital. All right. I, I need to turn to Jose. Jose, I got your uh, Iris first, last night. First person. And all five pages of it. You, well, I wonder what Jose's deal is. Show just reading like what they've signed. Out loud, and people will be confused like, and excited to hear about it. You about some forum um, on NASA's website, probably? Apparently, when I meet with Tim, I'm going to sign something. I don't know what that means. The guild's going to have a fucking... Uh, oh, shit, what's this? Somebody joining in? Earlier this year, and... Um, what do we got? I got excited about it. I think I ended up... Oh, it's Tim! Let him in. Let him in. Oh, shit, I hit it, too. You need any help? You got it? I got it. Sorry. Hold on, let me. 
Let me pause, Jose. I'm Jose, I'm, pause. I'm in. I'm out. I'm in. I'm out. Uh, there's two people producing. That's that's like we don't have good. Uh, whoop, shit! I can't let that guy in. We have good telepathy. No, exactly. We both think the same thing at the what? same time. Okay, so I tried to watch and not jump involved because I know I have a big shadow and I don't mean to like take over. But I have a friend of mine okay. who is a wrestler and he's been in movies with Adam Sandler. And uh, he was in uh, Billy Idol music videos. He's an actor. He's a stuntman. He was in the WWE. And uh, and he's getting inducted into the Cauliflower Alley Club Hall of Fame here in Las Vegas in a few weeks. And I just asked him if, he, if he'd be willing to hop on your show. And he said yes. So I thought maybe cool. if you guys are up for it, we could uh, do something with him. Totally. Jump in. Good. Absolutely. All yeah. Right. I was just going to say we need to stop cunt shaming, and uh, yeah, that was about it. Why people want to have man in their title. That was pretty much the end of the show. Wow. <laughs> and what I was talking about with the, the Bruce Wayne table was the first shot had them like on opposite ends of a long-ass table, and it reminded me yeah. of the Vicky Vale lunch. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Okay, if you yep. want to look him up, I asked him for a demo reel. Um, he's looking for it right now, but if you go on YouTube, his name is Al Burke. He's Mr. Outrageous. He's been in a ton of music videos. Um, he uh, he was in the Adam Sandler movie he did with Drew Barrymore on uh, We're on the Plane. There was some big scene. He's like the tough guy who gets in his face. Like Fifty First Dates, I think. Um, no, no, the one wedding singer. That. Wedding yeah, singer. Oh, oh, the 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 identical. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but if you look him up, he's been in a shit ton of things, including oh, hey now, um. Dyer, do you have do you have my movie? Hell's coming for you. Uh, you sent me a link a while back, and I watched it. All right. And, well, uh, um, besides the other stuff, he's he's the cop in the fight scene. Gotcha. So if you pull it up, there's a badass fight scene, and I get to plug my movie. <laughs> see how it works. <laughs> but uh, but it... Al's Al's great, and he just got back into town. So um, yeah. And he, so he, he's a Las Vegas local. No, uh, he's in LA because he's a working actor. Oh, LA. but a, as a working gotcha. actor, he gets sent all all over the place. And he's smart enough gotcha. to double, triple dip. He also owns cars that are used in movies. So he just uh, bought himself a big ass oh, yeah. fire truck, and you know, so he's able. Oh, you want to use these cop cars? Well, I also have this cop outfit. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. When you, when you when you book the vehicle, you book the driver and uh, yeah, the caretaker. You might as well put him in the job too. There you go. You book these two fists. But yeah, if you YouTube Al Burke um, or if you pull it. up my movie, uh, you can watch some stuff. He said that he could hop on in 15 minutes, and that was probably seven minutes ago. So I thought it'd be fun if you watched some clips and just kind of got a little excited about him. But yeah, he was in the WWE. He was a jobber. Um, he was a guy who would lose to the bigger guys. So he's the yeah. guy that you would have saw yeah. in the ring when the Ultimate Warrior came down to defeat him in like three minutes. Yeah, he's like all the Republicans in the in the primary. Yeah. Yeah. What I got when I looked on – They all lose to somebody. What I got when I looked on YouTube was uh, uh, 101.5 Don. He was on the Mark Hoke Show, the number one wrestling radio show and podcast in Las Vegas. That guy's a hey, dork. Aim low. Aim low. In Las Vegas? Why not the world? Why not uh, the Mark, universe? If you know anything about yeah. Mark Hoke, he's a dork. He goes oh, to thanks. all the local shows. He's a, he's a real dweeb. Well, I had a couple of meetings with him about how to make money. He doesn't he doesn't care about... Uh, he's Anyway, um, I would look for other stuff. Look look for things that he's done, like in movies and TV and wrestling. Um, 
All right. Well, cage match. I'm going to look up Al Burke movies. Al Burke. YouTube is fucked up. You know what I mean? Like there's a there's a Taiwanese show that comes on when you hey, look for PAA. Um, yeah, so I just looked him up right now. And uh, yeah, Mark Psycho the Circus. There he is on the ring with website. Tony Atlas. There he is with the Legion of Doom. Bunker oh, of hey, Blood. Man. Brother, the, uh, the fifth link down is him from that Adam Sandler movie. Acting trailer. Albert on his role in the wedding singer. He's Google. Or, what do you use, Google or DuckDuckGo? I got his reels, 15 minutes long. Yeah, check that out. Yeah, here, let me hit that. Here, let me go to the sheer, the sheer chingus. He's showing a, a clip from my movie when he gets inducted Here's in the Hall of Fame, though. We cut it for him. Cool. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, you see it? Yeah. Uh, no, I see you. Oh, shit. Urine is real? No. The best he's ever done was when he played Chris Dyer. Right. I got to hit all the buttons. There we go. Found it. There we go. All right. Let me go back because it was the scene from The Wedding Singer. There's no sound at first, I think. There it goes. How you doing, sir? Chicken or fish? You better get out of my way, Billy. You're going to get hurt. Oh, yeah. Don't you talk to Billy Idol that way. Sure. What's with the icing? Came with the cupcake. Man, if I get madness pulling my fucking video, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> we both speed love. love. As long love. as you're doing commentary over it, it becomes new content. It does, yeah. You let it play and don't yell over top of it. Let her go. Or what? Well, that's him. Totally. You done dug so, your so he plays the heavy. Uh, yeah. He's uh he he played a demonic killer clown uh, when I first met him. Uh, nice. He and I were both in parts three and four of the Killjoy series. I saw the, yeah, I think I saw the trailer for those, too. When I typed in Albert movies. It's probably in here in this reel somewhere. Who are you? Billy. Billy Wong. Oh. Let me see. Oh, no. I can't get another ticket. I can find clown makeup. You're looking for clown makeup? Oh, yeah, I'm scanning He's a bike cop, here. too. Bike cops never let you go. Yeah, he plays a cop or like a bad cop, a grip, or a biker. Yeah, 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 but you can find him as uh, as Punchy the Clown in uh, uh, two of the Killjoy movies. Go, uh... I'm looking. Three of the Killjoy movies. I'm scanning. Scanning. <laughs> I love clowns. Hey, uh, when was the last time you guys ever talked to a professional hypnotherapist? Um, you talk about uh, talking about rant? combination of stage magic or like therapy, but somebody who does hypnosis, like on crowds or one on one. Uh, Grant, the guy that I tried to watch a video and the damn sound was they got to mic people like, when they do these things, but. Because I wanted to watch it, but you're talking about your guy from uh, Comic-Con? 
I am talking about my guy from Comic-Con who just texted me because I texted him earlier if he wanted to come on the show. Now he wants yeah. to come on the show. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, because I was bummed out that, like, the, the sound quality was kind of um, ass, you know, and, and I really wanted to hear what he was talking about. Yes. Well, tried... I, uh, so we could dive into some talking about the WWE and acting and stunts and all that stuff. And then you could have awesome. a hypnotherapist come on and lull you into hypnosis. Yeah, dude, anybody can come hang out. It's fucking awesome. Do you think that could be done over podcast? Could we? Could a a a, a video medium hypnotize an audience? Well, originally he did some hypnosis on this Johnny Brew guy, and he used to be cool, and he hypnotized <laughs> him into being a dick. Got it. So it worked. Yeah, it worked amazingly. <laughs> So um, I would look. Do you want to look up? Uh, uh, look up Psycho Circus. Look up. Uh, I can. I can actually help you out with it. Let me see here. Albert Punchy the Clown. Let me see. Punchy. Yeah. Sorry, I'm. <clears throat> I'm. We're we're locked in. So I'm requesting another beverage, and I may take a pee break too later. But uh, uh, I'm just. I'm hitting up the people that bring the in and out just in case too. In case it gets too late. Okay. I got a whole network of people. Ch Tim now understands. Like, if I send a text to, you know, like one kid and he's like, I'm not here. I'm like, All right. Well, have somebody bring me a beer. Need There's a always people, people in my fucking house. Yeah. An air find... to spare. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, Randy's so smart. I told my son who went into the sign trade, I said, listen, eventually Randy's going to come up with some sort of uh, scam, scheme, uh, hopefully something productive, but something that he's going to need backup on. And that's where we come in. Like we got to drop all our shit and just, you know what I mean? Like back up the smart one. Okay. So if you put in punchy, the clown killjoy, you're going to get some clips. All right. Punchy, the clown killjoy. Just scroll down and grab something there. Oops. All of a sudden I don't know how to spell. My eyes are fucking uh, punchy the clown killjoy. Very specific. If you search Juggalo Patriot, you don't really get me either. Killjoy Psycho Circus full movie. Holy cow. Uh -huh. It's a whole yeah, movie. Well, uh, if you have a full movie, that's oh I gotta see this guy first. This, this guy fucking oh, all over the internet. He makes me want to use lose weight. Does yeah. he? Makes me want to do yeah, podcasts. Every day. I see him on podcasts all the time. Makes me want to get into massage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Flash! Ah! Bum bum! This is it! This he is saved every one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm in this movie. I'm in it with Al. We, I was in a part four, part five. This is part five. But I don't need to tell you guys. You guys have a whole series, right? So psycho clowns in space now? <laughs> no. no. Oh, shit. I, I would prefer you not to make a mockery of my career, sir. I'm a serious actor. So you were just an actor in here, or did you produce this? I, I was an actor. Okay. So, wait. So me singing Flash over, is that... Mocking it? I'm not sure. Like, I, no, no, no. Kinda... I'm just, I'm just kidding. Mock it away. I don't care. Uh, you, I actually, I, I actually tell people to smoke a lot of drugs when they watch this movie. 
Oh, we do smoke a lot of drugs here. So, yeah, I, I think I have another beer on the way, too. Hopefully. Hey, by the so way, Albert smokes bad Al, for you, too. Albert is sending me uh, clips to his reel. So, uh -huh. um, but if you bounce around, if you skim through this, he's the killer clown with the big gloves. He's called Punchy, and he talks in a uh, wrestling term, uh, kayfabe. He talks like uh, Zizarn to Zizir to Zudi, and uh, he can actually talk like that, like the wrestling carny language. Is this him right here with the... <clears throat> We're going to do a little shot there. No, that's the no. leader. Wait, wait, wait. This... Let's see. Killjoy trailer. Damn it. Yeah, they don't here, really I'm gonna, have... I'm going to send you the links privately uh, that he's sending me. Because I would I would think that he's got some of that in there. That movie looks awesome, actually. It fucking... Well, if you want to watch it, we could watch it sometime and do commentary, and I can invite people that was in it, and we can make fun. Oh, dude, that'd make fun. I mean, you could totally MS, uh, like, you know, I don't know, uh, like, yeah. Actors Commentary, uh, Mystery Science Come Theater on, 3000. Let me find Punchy. Is that him, the homeless guy with the giant Yeah, hands? yeah, yeah, that's him, that's him. So, I think we can handle... So he's just a homeless hobo clown that punches people? Well, listen, if you want me to get into the details, it, it okay, so there's a demon clown. His name is Killjoy. And then Killjoy created sidekicks. And so one is uh, is Batty Boop. She's body painted, sexual one. And then there's um, there's Punchy the Clown, which is more like a wrestling clown. And then there is the Mime, who uh, has a little sidekick. And, uh, and that's the group. And then I'm the new uh, one in this movie. My name is Handy, uh, and uh, so I'm I'm a clown, and uh, things happen. So, are you a red shirt that they bring you in just to kill you off? I am. Okay, I mean, if you want me to spoil it for you, I'm a turncoat. No. I'm the new guy who ends up turning on him. And uh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually secretly working for Satan because Satan's nice. in this movie too, of course. <laughs> nice. So you have to get your comeuppance in the end. Yeah, um, Punchy the Clown actually smashes my head, so. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that I makes know. awesome. That, that's is... Punchy right there. And uh, and so, yeah, if you, if you skip around a little bit, you'll see me pop up, and I'm, I'm in overalls and shit. Let's see. I like that. You know what? I like, I like this, like, video game style stuff. That's pretty cool. Those are those are some friends of mine. That uh, that guy's Jared Poyava. He's actually a two-time Oscar-winning art director. The guy you just nice. saw there. Oh, wow. Yeah, he won for The Abyss and Terminator 2. Oh, I was in that clip. Oh, fucking hell. All right, hold on. I got to get rid of the ad first. Amber got in your way. Yep. Oh my God. Who's Amber? How many times do you have to tell you before you like believe me? Go to Brave. Oh, he Richard wants you to use Brave. Yeah. Yeah, so you're saying we can avoid these production issues if we actually use a there, browser see, that blocks all this stuff. The guy behind them with the blue hair? Gotcha. Blue hair, yeah. Oh, now we understand, okay. Richard. Thanks. Okay, so listen to this dialogue. <laughs> Wait. That's, that's very Batman. You were in the opening scene, but like back in the background. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because they opened at the end. And at the end, there's... Yeah. I, I, you turned I've, the sound I've, up. I've sabotaged their spaceship. Because there was a head in the background, and I was like, oh, I wonder who that is. And now that you're saying that with the blue hair, I'm like, that's you. What is your motivation Motivation to turn on them? Extended battery. He's just okay, uh, pause, pause it. Pause it for a second. Let me see. Okay, sorry. 
Okay, okay. So in this scene, Killjoy wants to makeup. buy Killjoy wants to That's buy awesome. guns. Oh, thanks, boss. Yeah, I can't read so far. Gotcha. Killjoy wants to buy guns. He wants to buy weapons, but he's offended at the terms that the guy is calling the guns. So he's okay with a gun that'll destroy something, but he doesn't want it to be called these dirty names because they offend him. So check this out. It's actually pretty funny. Okay. Screaming safeties for nerds! Yeah, awesome! What to call? It's called the aborted granny diarrhea. Wait, what? What? That is just plain offensive. It's an assault weapon. You're really gonna yank my over its name? What else you got? Yeah. Yeah. What does this one do? It leaves your victims bubbling and popping like herpes. Oh, it leaves the dickwad still alive so you could watch them turn into Granny's jello mold all green and dripping with nectarines on Christmas. <laughs> Turns into human carne asada. Is that really necessary? Human carne asada. You ask what he does. What do you see what this thing can do to innocent bystanders and babies? <laughs> you are a peach. I hate to ask it, but... What do you call this one? The crust scraping plunger. By the way, uh, see how it's edited? That's the first one put it on YouTube. It's not actually edited yeah. like that. That is actually. What does that say? Trent Haga, Victory Demare, Tai Chin. Go. Yeah, yeah. So Trent Haga is the guy who's playing Killjoy. So he's in the middle, and yeah. Victoria Demar is the full body paint, uh, uh, baddie boop. So they're all who's actors and actresses. Full Moon Features. Is that sound yes, familiar? Yes, yes, yes. They're the guys. They're the guys who did the Puppet Master movies and Subspecies and all that kind Got of stuff. It. They also did the Ghoulies movies. They, I mean, they have a huge pedigree. Yeah. In the yeah. Horror. Why? Awesome. Why would they do that to their movie? That's awful. Well, I Is it somebody, something on YouTube. Can you have somebody? Somebody must have told them that they needed to censor parts of it. Um, and only if you try to monetize it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you want to you want to watch. But they the, are monetizing it because they have commercials on it. So it's kind of it's kind of killing the joke because the joke is that it's so offensive. But then they do the honks over the Beep. offensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost anyway. like if you had a chance to redo it, you'd almost like want to pick stuff that doesn't have to be censored. At least not now. Yeah, yeah, just make. I always like the the concept when, like, in sci fi movies, where they just make up new curse words that oh, sound good. Yeah, farben. Yeah, Far <laughs> Far Fry. Yeah, if, you, if you skim, you can get into some more scenes and stuff. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. Take a look, take a look. Oh, there's just, there's me, there's me. So it's got to be good. All right. That is you lurking around in the background. Yeah, you got some lines here. Yeah, I think so. We'll see. You know what? Uh, come on, damn it! What's going on? You don't need lines to be an actor, Richard. I think you go up. There you go. In case we need to scram. Yeah, good idea. Rocket ship. Rocket ship. Yeah, baby, rocket ship. Just go with it. Want to see my spaceship? Wait here. Things might get a little. Did you know that we're building a STEM academy and going into space? Tim, were you were you aware that 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 Rob Lauer, people is, within the Republican Party in Clark County are building spaceports. Yeah. Are you well, I've, I've met a lot of space cadets, so well, now <laughs> yeah. they'll have a school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it all makes sense. Okay, now. okay. So, so, in this, so, in, so in this particular scene, they didn't have an out for me. There's three people behind him, and when he sends us all off to do our mission, one person goes left, 
one person goes right. And I didn't have, like, I would have had to choose between left or right. But since I'm a weird clown, I just decided to fall. So I just fall backwards. And I've had wrestlers hit me up and be like, I like how you took that bump in that movie. Like, it's it's not lost on them. Nice. So, uh, and I don't want to lose the fact that you, <laughs> that you said you want to go up in a rocket ship. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's part of the movie, yeah. It's going to be our new tagline, whatever you just said. For our little STEM Academy. Boss! Yeah. Oh, we're a company. You smell the peep outside. Oh, what are they watch? I think they're coming to get you. No, the fans. Yeah, there's three of us. Help. You can't be too careful. Right, My Fatty. fucking computer's acting up. Trying to turn it up. And I'm gonna work on the Here's rocket the ship in case we need to scram. Yeah, good idea. Rocket ship? Yeah, baby, rocket ship. Just go with it. You wait here. Just go with it. Things might get a little rough. Rough? Here are the guns. All right. Freak show? Yeah. You guard the door and make sure nobody gets in. Sure. Dude. Trigger control. Yeah. Trigger control. Oh, oh yeah. I'm doing. That's good enough for me. <laughs> but they're clowns. They're allowed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. That's, was that a real bump? That's that's yeah, how good it was that they. Uh, I like. I'm gonna work on the rocket ship in case we need to scram. We need <laughs> yeah, that yeah. on a. We need that on a shirt. You. That's that's a shirt right there. I'm gonna work on the rocket ship in case we need to scram, and yeah. all of our kids will wear it in the STEM Academy. <laughs> Somebody write it down. I wish I had a fucking intern. It's basically, Elon, yeah, Elon Musk would wear that. Yeah, yeah he would wear, wear that, that for Elon sure. Elon would wear that. I'm gonna and, and it's a picture of you, blue hair. I'm gonna work on the rocket ship in case we need to scram. Scram. Okay, so those are the fans of Killjoy. And he comes out and says, "Why he wants to kill them all, and they just love it even more." Carl, can you let people in? If somebody's uh, trying so to get in. No video feed yet. Okay. Hey, 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 hey! He's setting up permissions probably I'm not to get on you. To kill you all! Yeah! <laughs> Who are these people? The Psycho Circus Fan Club. What am I supposed to do? They're your fans. Rally them. That's How Al. That's that? Albert. Yeah. Easy. Raise your gun in the air. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> This is supposed to be some kind of an inspirational speech. But you all are a bunch of morons. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no hero. And I don't give a shit. We got all on here. I'm not sure if his audio is on yet. The earth is doomed. Hey, can you hear me? Hear you, seem like... Yep, I hear you. We yep. hear you. We hear you, but we don't see you now. Let me pause that right there. I know. I, I tried clicking for whatever reason. It's not liking the my camera. That will happen. Okay. Do you have multiple by chance? To, uh, oh, there you are. There you go. Well, there we are. All right. Well, folks, this is the PAA podcast, and we have Al, Mr. Outrageous Burke, right here on the show. 
Hey, Hello, everybody. We're watching. We're watching one of your movies. I saw uh, Punchy. Oh, there's. Uh, hold on. There's uh, Grant is here too. You want to let him in too? Why not? Right? Yeah, Why we not? Go. We'll we got Grant Offenberger. There he yeah. is. Hello, Grant. Hello. Let me let me uh, let me stop sharing this for a sec so we can get everybody. Yeah, let's let's uh, adjust. There we go. There we go. Much better. So Grant is a certified hypnotherapist. He does uh, stage shows and one-on-one therapy. And Al Burke is a stuntman, an actor, a wrestler, and he's going into the Cauliflower Alley Club Hall of Fame uh, just in a couple of weeks, right here in Las Vegas. So since Al popped in first, Grant, we're going to open with Al a little bit. Is that all right? I'm going to take your silence as yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, Al, uh, gentlemen, these guys are huge wrestling fans. So, um, what would you, um, so CAC, um, what could you say about the Cauliflower Alley Club and what does it mean to be going into the Hall of Fame? Well, first of all, I wore this shirt just for wrestling. Who can say they stepped in the ring with this man? I can. Andre? Andre, yes. Yeah, wow. Who can say that? Nobody. Not a lot. Were you, awesome. were, you, were you scared to accidentally die? <laughs> I think you might be frozen up. Frozen, you might have frozen up. Yeah. It happens. Oh, crap. We lost. I think we lost. Is this free? Al, are you yeah. still there? It froze up a little bit. We lost there. you for Does a moment, Al. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the internet, I think. Yeah, oh, Wi Fi. I just got back to the town when I got the message. I know. I, I appreciate you jumping on it right away. You were you were ready for the hot tag. <laughs> Damn, you almost so, know what you're talking about there, Mr. Chismire. I know, almost, almost. I try to pretend as much as I can. Uh, I was, we were watching some of the clips. Um, we were talking about Punchy the Clown, and I was telling them how you were able to speak. What, what do they call the language? Is it Carney? Is it Kayfabe? What do you call it? Carney. It's actually the carnival language from way back in the day. Uh, the carnival workers used to use it because pro wrestling started in the carnival. That's what you know. We also wow. picked it up. Now none of the new guys can speak it because they're. Let let me try to get a better connection here. Sorry, yes. guys. It's uh, no problem, Al. No, I appreciate not it. Not a problem. That's part of the art. Is uh, you know, like we're we're kind of at the uh, the mercy. Of uh, Cox, technology, yeah, whoever you know, it's it's it's... you you know what it is out there in the ether. People know this will be the most successful podcast of all time, and Vince McMahon is trying to stop it. That's what's going on right now. That's it. (laughs) There's the dark side. Vince McMahon from the future is right. So Grant Offenberger, how's your connection? I hope it's good. Am I freezing? Am I? No, you're great. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) we can see the vibrations (laughs) you can see more humor like that this tuesday at the i just did that one last week that's why i didn't fall for it i say one of these guys i sat here with a beer and just kind of like froze up for way longer than i should have before they would put me over so (laughs) i'm not falling 
Not far from that shit. What can you say about the world of hypnotism, my friend? The world of hypnotism is beautiful right now. I'm here talking to you guys, so that brought me good places. I got a seminar on Monday, a free seminar in Laguna Beach, if anyone's in the area. Introduction to hypnosis. I'm just getting out there and showing people what their minds can do, and it's a great time. So I am concerned if you're able to hypnotize us in any way over this stream. I assume we could do slight trance, but it wouldn't be interesting because it's not like the shows. It's pretty much no different than you watching TV, than you scrolling on TikTok, because that is a trance itself. But we could certainly do simple things like eyelid induction. I got it. I fixed it. Is he good? Is he good? He's back. He grabbed it. Oh, now we got a net. He switched. Too. He switched uh, connections. Yeah. He went from phone to computer, and now there's an echo. He's going to have to plug in headphones. I bet. No, you can turn off this. Just kick him out. His phone. Out. Oh, okay. You want me to kick him out? I kicked him out of the phone. He's he's good. He he switched up. Okay, cool. So, so Grant, what do you prefer, the one-on-one therapy or the or the stage shows? Do you like the humor? Because you've done both. Yes, I like it all, and I kind of combine it all together if it's a one-on-one we're still going to be laughing we're still going to be having a great time and i'm still going to be hilarious because i am hilarious if to no one else to me alone um and then for the stage shows the stage shows are of course are funny that's what it's built on but i like to show people how to empower themselves so you mix them both you blend it in the thing i like about the stage shows is how you mix real hypnosis with showmanship because i love wrestling and that's one of the things about wrestling i love where you blend reality with fantasy and that's one thing about stage hypnosis which part is real which part is just showmanship and that's what's great about it with with the one-on-one hypnotherapy that's great because you're changing lives you're helping people and who doesn't like that that brings a sense of power too that you were able to help someone, give them advice, get them out of their own way and change their lives. It's fun stuff either way. Yeah, I, I, I found benefit. Like I, I had a, a tape that I had. Carl, keep an eye out and see if he comes back on here. Yeah, I, had I, a, I had a cassette that I put in a cassette player and just left by my bed when cassette players were not a thing anymore that was about self-hypnosis, just trying to use the process because my dad was a state police investigator in Virginia and he was using hypnosis to get people to get clear memories of stuff that they could use to like help people, you know, recall stuff. So I was like, all right, this might be helpful. And I would listen to it before I went to sleep. And it was, it was super amazing. Like when you can quiet your mind where you can go just to kind of get at the core of your own thought process to clear things up. And yeah, I mean, uh, you, it helps that you seem like, uh, I don't know if you ever seen the mighty boosh, but you kind of have the same uh, look as the dude, that played the genie. I can't remember his name. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of a calming look. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it helps to have yeah. a demeanor that's really pleasant to get somebody in the, in the, you know, the mood to be zone. Yeah. You, you know, now that you say that, Chris, I've been to Grant's home. It's actually a giant lamp. I never put two and two together before. Have <laughs> you ever seen the mighty boosh? Uh, the, the genie just walks around. He has a booth at the zoo that they live in. When he's mad at you, he just turns around. What's happening? What's happening right now? Uh, okay. Al, are you back? I'm back. Is this working better? Yeah, you went for the landline. 
No, actually, I went for my uh, laptop. Oh, okay. Excellent, excellent. Well, um, Al, you're going into the CAC Hall of Fame, and I was telling the boys about you in the WWE, and we watched a couple of clips, and uh, we watched uh, a little bit of you in the Adam Sandler movie, but you've been all over. You're one of the hardest working men in Hollywood, from stunts to uh, comedy to, you know, uh, I mean, you, you do a little bit of everything, man. Um, yeah, I try to keep real busy. One thing I, I did learn back in my early days of uh, pro wrestling was the guy's got to hustle. If you yeah. don't hustle, you, you're dead in the water. So that's what I really do, and uh, it's worked out. Um, um, and Ashley, uh, correction, Mr. Chismar, I was WWF. I was old school. I was cool yes. school. Yes, Probably NWA as well, I imagine. Maybe some AWA. I mean, a, a lot of the – there was the territories at that time, right? The, it, it was. I, I did a lot of work. I did eight years out of the uh, territory out of Denver, which oh. we ended up taking over the basically the whole U.S. and doing uh, many, many military bases, Indian reservations, things like that. And No, it, it was a great run. I mean, I did 37 years in the ring, so I've been blessed. It's crazy how, like, I'm from uh, uh, Virginia, and like it was all like Atlantic Coast and NWA, so yeah, like I, I'm unfamiliar with so much stuff that I missed. In like, there's people that like no New Japan, Mexican wrestling, and uh, yeah, like West Coast or or even like you said Colorado. Like, like I have I have no recollection. I'm like I'm waiting for you to say which which territory you're in, so I could be like, am I having a memory deficit or you know like did he not wrestle there? Cause like I, I, you know, I went to high schools in uh, Southern Virginia to see Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man Valiant. Uh, so I'm like, where's this guy in my memory? Like, why am I not remembering him? Yeah, no. Um, what would happen? And this was, you know, obviously before the internet and everything, where everybody could watch everything out there. Right. Um, when somebody would disappear, you a lot of times didn't know, you know, whether they got hurt, they went to jail. I mean, you know, all the different bad things that happen, or they, or they died. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. what would happen. Well, they would just go to a new territory and work, and nobody really knew. Um, you know, I came out of the Minneapolis area. I would not work the AWA um, as a jobber. I waited until I had, I think, eight or nine years in, and I walked into the AWA office and met with Eric Bischoff, who I knew before because we took karate together. And I told him, I said, you know, I've been around. You already got a couple championships and, you know, I'm looking to get a push. And he says, you know, sorry, but they're closing the doors next month. You know, it's, they're uh, burnt out of business. Jeez. So, you know, that was, uh, you know, my one and only little shot at the AWA. And, you know, I'm not upset about it, just the way it was. And, you know, timing wasn't there. But like I said, I mean, I'd already been a jobber in the WWF, and I went, and I wasn't, and I wasn't, and I wasn't. And so as I was working my way up in different places, I mean, I was lucky. I got to work wrestling, you know, Woody Farmer, I mean, old-timer, um, you know, we, we became really good friends because everybody else was, you know, little whiny bitches. And I show up and, you know, tell them to shut up or I'll bitch slap them. And, um, you know, <laughs> he took a liking to me right away. And, 
um, you know, he gave me one of their guys who was teaching a lesson, like, okay. So that was kind of my job. But no, I, I had fun. I, I did get one trip to Japan, uh, one of the, you know, the most brutal matches I've been in. But, you know, hey, you know, I was happy. It, it took me a week to walk right, but I'm good. Oh, were you, were you out there in the, like, barbed wire exploding, like, fucking lamps crazy shit days? No, that all came later. Okay. Uh, most of us don't consider that wrestling. <laughs> you, you know, that's just a gimmick. And, yeah. um, you know, um, that's why the WWF, you know, we really were pre all that stuff. The tables had just started coming in. I mean, the, the big thing is you could go out and, like, I would usually have, a, you know, a beautiful valet with me, and I'd tell her, pick up the mat on the floor. She'd, she'd roll the mat up, and I'd slam the guy right on the concrete. Right. Well, so, Al, there's no, do you, there's no sound that sounds anything like that, and that's one of the – most of the crowd just go, oh, oh, that, that hurt. And I just laugh. Just feel it. So do you, you think know, that, yeah. do you think that it's possible that – by uh, just accidentally grabbing a man's penis, you could then have that penis uh, flip you and and possibly defeat you in a match. Is that something that's absurd to you? I, I heard there was a match like now. Yeah, that's got nothing to do with pro wrestling. Sorry. <laughs> Tim, are you in trouble? Did I just get you in trouble to just fuck up? I, I just I just think a lot of us were wondering where you were going, pal. <laughs> like, we can Alex on the show. Well, don't, don't worry. Tim knew where you were going. <laughs> Straight to hell. Uh, <laughs> but Al, Al, see, he's leaving. <laughs> oh, you brought title belts? This is great. There you go. Sick. Oh, oh sweet. Oh, I need one so I've bad. I've got a few of these. Oh, oh, yeah. oh man. That's awesome. And he didn't just yeah, buy them off eBay. Them. He earned those. <laughs> no, uh, I yeah, I earned all of these. I when the guild makes when the guild makes a belt, people will get to wear the belt, and I'm wow. sure there'll be stipulations that bring the belt back this way so that somebody can become several time champion. It's not about being champion one time, it's about being the five time champion, the five time candidate. So yeah, people will wear the PAA belt once it exists. So, Al, yeah, is there, is Al there might anybody, be in line. Al, is there anybody you've been in the ring with that you felt there's there's a future for this guy and then he went on to big success? You know, I've had a few guys come to me afterwards and, you know, um, you know, I don't remember a lot of them. And one kid, um, he came to me, he goes, when I was 12 years old, I came and watched your wrestling show. And he goes, you are the only one that would give me the time of day and talk to me. And, you know, he went on to, you know, bigger and better things. And he's still busy working. Guys like that. I mean, I did get when I just posted it where the guy said he's never been hit so hard, but he got in my way and I just clocked him. <laughs> you know, back then we could do that stuff and not go to jail. Now you, you, you yeah. hit somebody, or you even talk about hitting him, you're going to get sued. Their mom's going to come out and, you know, basically, eh, you can't do that to my little boy. Fuck your right. little boy. Yeah, you look at so, Bruiser Brody swinging those chains around. I mean, you can't do that today. I mean, Brody, wow. I remember the only time I was in a match with him, it was a big battle royal. 
and uh, he, he tells me, he goes, go hit the other rope and hit me high, cross body block me. The sucker ducked. Ah! I went right over the rope. I disqualified myself. <laughs> Thanks, Bruiser. Oh, my God. But those are the fun things he did. I mean, I'm actually very yeah. friends with his uh, with his widow, and I see her every year in Vegas. And um, yeah, nice lady. And but you know, the whole back to the CAC and the Vegas thing, we're really like a family. I mean, you know, we do have some squabbles because this is all about power and money and everything else. But for the most part, it's just a nice reunion. Um, Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful, he uh, was on the um, tail end of Alzheimer's dementia. And I walked up to him. He was sitting at the bar, and he's like, and, and I could tell he, he remembered something, but he couldn't remember. And so I sat down with him. We started telling stories and talking about the old times and the things we did together, you know, that truly was a great moment for me. Things like that with, you know, a lot of these old time workers, um, Paul sadly has passed away since then. And, you know, I miss him, but like this time Coco beware is going to be there. I travel with Coco thousands of miles. So it's going to be, you know, be good to see, you know, people like that. I mean, I was looking forward to seeing dusty Rhodes. I hadn't seen him in years and he died before he had a chance to come to the CAC. So we take this reunion very seriously, and we also know we're not going to know who we're going to see next year or not see, and it might be us. Well, you got to find some old dudes that aren't booked. It seems like everybody's like booking. Um, you know, you, somebody might give you the call, and you might have to decide, like, oh man, do I need to show up at a, an AEW taping or go to the CAC? Well, <laughs> I mean, at this point, you know, I've declared my my job is done um i'm not going to be you know stepping in the ring anymore and I, i'm good with that uh, they always need uh like what do they call them um uh, managers uh road managers stuff like that so you, you never know when these guys might need a stable mind a stable hand agents. To, like agents exactly yeah to come help them no, with stuff. You, you, you know what i i'm good with what i did um i've won 16 different championships Everybody has I can their walk price. Away not regretting a thing. And <laughs> I move on to acting. And I've done almost 20 years of acting now. So, and, you know, if you look at my IMDb, I'm going to be telling the story that, you know, the top winner, you know, the person with the most credits uh, for this uh, upcoming award is Judo Jean LaBelle. Second place is Rowdy Roddy Piper. I'm right in between the mm. two of them. And that's not even wow. counting, you know, like music videos. I probably have done seven, eight, maybe nine hundred music videos now. Damn. Um, you what, know, what I'm, was I'm, what was the one you were in with Mindy? That was really popular. With party Mindy, rocking. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, LMFAO. Sorry for party rocking. That's the night I met Mindy. Yeah. Mindy. Mindy who? Mindy uh, Robinson. Mindy. Stop. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Wait. Thank you for party rocking. Yeah, yeah, I know the I know the band. I'm thinking of party rock, party rock. Yeah, 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 that's it. He's in the is music the video. He's the guy who yeah. breaks up the party. He's one of the cops. I'm the, I'm the cop that shows up. Red Food thinks he's getting arrested. He turns around to be cuffed, and we sneak in. And and Mindy's in that too. That's insane. Well, yes, that's that's where I met Mindy for the first time. We've done a bunch of projects together now. 
Right. I uh, love the girl to death. She's a real sweetheart. And the only though, she's dating this MMA guy. I don't know. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's uh, I don't know if he has Rand, any career. In he's him. a nobody. He's a nobody. Randy Couture. Yeah. <laughs> so I only I only heard of Mindy after I read. I listened to Matt Bess when I was a sign guy. I listened to Matt Bess book about uh, "You're Welcome for My Service." I think is the name of it, and uh, he talked about doing a movie with her in it. So I saw the movie, and then I met her at a Scott Pressler event, and I had a gnarly, gross beard, and I took a picture with her, and she said, "Oh, you know, it looks like it's kind of cool. Like you look like a, it looked like a prom picture or something." She was very complimentary. She's nice, and uh, I've never watched any of her other work because. Um, there, we watch this local radio DJ that is like nasty to her, and I'm just like, I don't even want to know. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, all I, politics, though. Yeah, if somebody showed their booby in a movie, I don't give a shit. Um, so I'm oh, not good, gonna, there's I don't, a lot of that for me. Good. Yeah, I don't <laughs> look for it though. Like, yeah, I see a lot of Tim's boobies, and I and that's I right. think differently about him, so I don't want to see Mindy that way. Well, so you're I the only guy who's brought up penises on this uh, on this podcast. I don't search it out. Yeah, I did. I did say that that old lady could ask my D, but that's fine. <laughs> Well, Mindy was stark-ass naked in uh, one of our Killjoy movies. Yeah. I had 25 people fighting, mostly wrestlers, in Freddy Krueger's old boiler room in Killjoy. Yes. Oh, wow. Killjoy. Yes. And Mindy Shit. was out there. She was battling. And, yeah, no, I love Mindy. She, you know, I, I wish I could see more. More of her, not uh, more. No, but uh, Al, bes besides acting, you it also produce. You also you produce. You produce as well. Oh, I've done some, you know, producing. Uh, not my passion. I've actually I directed a film in Africa, flew to Uganda and directed a film for the Machine Gun Preacher. Uh, there again, you know, not my passion. I I enjoy just being the actor and a stuntman and. You know, doing the the crazy makeup like Killjoy or or Dust Up, Dust Up. I actually had to shave my head. They put a tattoo on the top of my head, and my face was all branded. And a lot of the people thought I was really a circus freak. So I guess I pulled that one off. He he had kind of like a reptile uh, character. He was like half reptilian. He had like a snake tongue. Lizard. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, pro but producers no, so I, producers I are awesome. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> he's part of the podcast producers guild. That's what he's uh, he's getting into. Well, I, I mentioned the uh, the fire truck. So you have a fire truck, and and you're getting into these other avenues of things that uh, you know movies and TV shows would look for. So how is that going? Uh, the fire truck is good. In fact, I, that's who I was talking to when you messaged me. Okay. Um. He has over a hundred police cars in his, you know, mm. repertoire now for, for rental. So wow. that's my normal job with him is, you know, the police cars, but a bunch of us are learning the, to be a fireman. So that's quite the learning curve, but yeah, we have an actual real fire truck. It got retired about a year ago from a department here in a suburb of LA and yeah, it's badass. I'm driving that thing around, hitting the horn, hitting the siren. It's, it's pretty dang. So you just have to get your quals, and then you can get hired out to use it in movies. And if I'm hiring the truck, I might as well hire the crew. Well, that's true. Well, you, yeah. the, the cool part is if you don't have the proper insurance, you have to hire us anyways because we have to drive yeah. it. 
Right. So, yeah. yeah, you can't hire a bunch of jabronis. You need the real guys that know how to yeah. operate the thing. Otherwise, you're going to get in some deep insurance shit. Yeah. Yes, yes. Nice. And Especially you if you want to do any of the, the pumps and stuff like that, right? If you do, like, the oh, real God, water. Yeah. And, well, yeah. I was told that takes end eight to ten years to learn how to, to run the pump as an engineer. Because if you wow. screw up, the, Blow up. the, the yeah. inner pump approximately $10,000 to rebuild. Wow. Yeah. So you, we don't want to do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, well, having been on so many sets, Al, what's something you look for that lets you know that these people are professional versus, uh, you know, not going to stick around very long? What do you look for when you're on a set? When you drive up and you got security everywhere, you got semis everywhere, then you know they're spending some big bucks. You know, I do it all. I mean, I'll show up and there there isn't even one truck there or, or one little tiny truck, not a semi, with lights in it and camera. You know, I'm okay with that. I mean, I don't mind because I love to work, so I don't mind working for the little guys too. But, you know, it's always nice when you show up and you realize, oh, I'm going to have steak and shrimp and maybe lobster at lunch today. And, and, you know, because <laughs> oh, yeah. it is production. Yeah. Grant, I know you're a big wrestling fan as well. Grant Offenberger, a noted hypnotist out there in LA. Grant, have you ever met Al before? I've never met Al. Well, right now, I guess maybe this counts, but never before this. Hi, Al. Do you, hey, uh, do you have any questions about wrestling or acting maybe to run by him? I have no idea what questions to ask him. I don't... I. I wish I knew more about you to have a basis of questions. I'm going to have to check you out. Um, no, you, you know, the wrestling world, it's a crazy world. Um, like I said, I did 37 years. I traveled all over the world. Um, you know, it's been a fun run. And, um, I, you know, it really opened a lot of doors for me. So I, I'm, I've been blessed. Right, right. How, how did you decide? A lot of people have trouble deciding when they're done, but you've just, you've made that choice and you're sticking to it. How did you come to that decision when some people really struggle with that? I just knew, I mean, uh, my last one, um, I retired about seven years ago originally. Uh, my last match, I trained for nine months every single day. I was up at 4 a.m., and uh, it wasn't good enough after nine months. I, I knew I was too old for it. Um, you know, I did okay, but the bottom line is I knew, uh, you know, my time had passed. Then at CAC, I met this older gentleman who was one of the guys up in Toronto. They invited me up there to visit. Next thing you know, you know, we're – I end up doing a five-match deal, um, and it ended just before the pandemic hit. So timing was perfect, but I had to get back in shape for that. I knew that this was even worse than the time before. Um, you know, but I'm okay with that. I'm happy. And you know, the nice part is, you know, a lot of guys are like, "Well, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself once I've retired." I'm like, "Shoot, figure it out." You know, that's why I did acting. And now there's a lot of days I, I will work two to three different jobs every single week. 
um, here wow. in Hollywood as an actor or as a stuntman. So, you know, there again, you know, I figured out the system. I figured out how to work and how to get myself work. And, you know, it's it's been a heck of a run. Well, I think I think the big reason for that is your diversity. You, you don't just do serious, but you can do funny as well. The shows you did with Sin Bodhi for Freak Show Wrestling was was like a comic book come to life. Could you uh, maybe say something about those those years? Um, Sin and I have known each other. I'm sure everybody there knows him or has, has heard of him. And I knew he was doing a show here in L.A. So, you know, we ended up talking and he goes like, you know, since, you know, he's a great guy, but he is way out there. Like, you know, the, the funny part is if somebody says, oh, you're going to go wrestle for sin. Well, forget everything you knew about wrestling. Just work for sin. But we decided that with my police bike and real looking LAPD uniform. I rode into the show with the with the lights going, the siren going, and shut the show down. <laughs> nice. You got no referee, no show. And then of course, Sin's like, oh, oh, I got an idea. You could be the referee, you know. And so I ended up jumping in the ring, and that was my first thing. And the funny part was that there was a. African-American gentleman, let's keep it politically correct, <laughs> that was wrestling sin and probably 10 or 15 minutes into the match. I mean, this poor guy couldn't do anything right. I was LAPD all over him. I mean, I was treating him like that. <laughs> okay. Hadn't beat him yet. And all of a sudden I go, boy, you listen to me. And the whole crowd went, oh. He picks me up, choke slams me. I roll out. The crowd's thrill. You know, I get my ass kicked, and you know, <laughs> can... <laughs> that's so, great. you know that kind of craziness was sin. I did get as a cop. I I hid the bike in the back of the arena, had to sneak all the way through the people while they're watching the match, then jump on my bike, start it up, hit the siren, hit the lights, drive up to the ring, and that was an octopus match. Yes. Where there's huge octopus arms everywhere. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy, but you know, it's fun. And you know, you know, like most things in life, don't take it seriously. Have a good time and enjoy. Right. That's great. Yeah, I've I've worked with Sin at San Diego Comic Con, but I've only seen him perform live once. And yeah. I didn't know necessarily what to expect. And I'm sitting there front row, just calm. I set up the ring that morning. I was sitting there for hours. I'm just kind of tired. And out of nowhere, a firework shoots out of his tie after he comes out of the entrance. And it shocked everyone. He definitely left a memory. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> we, we did a stand-up comedy show for a political party in Las Vegas. And Chris Dyer, right here uh, on the show, uh, he actually, there was a skirmish. Uh, there was an Antifa guy wearing all black who attacked the stage, and the candidates broke bottles over their head, over his head. And, uh, and out of the blue, Rob Van Dam, who had been on the show, buddy of mine, came sliding in to, to pin this Antifa guy, and we didn't have a referee. Well, lo and behold, Chris Dyer pulls his shirt off, has a referee shirt, 
comes yeah. in for the one, two, three. We hit the music. Somebody comes out with an American flag, and the Antifa guy uh, was was Sin Bodhi. He yeah. took the outfit off and came to his senses and had a big handshake and posed like Hogan. It was it was outrageous. So it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, he got his mind changed after so that. Oh, even Pookie the Clown worked on one of Sin's shows. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And and I had a a in a toilet, the base to the toilet, and I'm swinging it around, hitting people. Not Punchy's idea, but it was sin. But it was, it, you know, it's good humor. Wow! Can't imagine. You, do you think there'll ever be another Killjoy movie, or do you think they're they're done? We want to. Uh, all of us in the cast have agreed to do it. Um, but the owner of it, Charles Band, um, doesn't like them. It's made him a lot of money. Right. He likes he likes his little puppet movies. You're like Puppet Master one through eighty five or whatever he's on. Right. But not like Killjoy. Uh, any of the Killjoys. How about Killjoy for Chairman? Killjoy for Chairman of the whatever party. Make it up. And Tim just takes all the stories that he's learning from the Clark County Republican Party involvement and filters them into a script that involves Killjoy running for chair. A whole we'll do, we'll do a parody. We'll go back in time and have Killboy and start with the early years. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, like um, Our lawyers did warn us, though, because Charles Band has left uh, quite a wake of unpaid people. <laughs> that we could be sued and drawn into that for any money we make. All right. Mm. Uh, the nice part is Punchy um, has free reign to do everything because Punchy was never signed over to Charles Band. Um, so Punchy's going to be in, I think it's Tom Motel 3. We'll be filming uh, uh, later this, this fall. Um, things like that. So Punchy's starting to make a, you know, appearances here and there and we'll see what what happens all right so when tim starts red pill films and starts doing movies where he makes an imaginary party punchy is going to have to be the tough the uh the sergeant at arms at the meetings that yes. you know when somebody gets up and goes i want to you know ask uh was it point yeah. of order point of order boom yeah right yeah. In the, right in the fucking... sit down <laughs> i got your point of order <laughs> what well, it's pretty safe to say whatever i do i always want al burke to be a part of it that's, exactly that's yeah yes. sergeant at arms is a great because they're always in the background you know but then when somebody steps out of line they fucking they get stepped to you're like ah shit sorry sorry to, uh, to, to pull a full circle you, you started having some technical difficulties when i was asking about the the carny language i just think it's yeah. so fun because nobody really experiences that these days can you give the boys an example of how that is that is done or translated or well yeah we tease our kids arnie say so we, we talk carny. yeah is um, it is it kind of like pig latin or is it based it is, is it based yeah. it's, it's like a code yeah well, like I said, you know, the, the carnival workers, if you're walking by, they could be like, yeah, look at this guy. But but instead, you, you know, it's like, this is keys, keys I. That, uh, you know, yeah, that, uh, uh, I love it. That um, oh, double Dutch, love it. that double Dutch song. They say I it in that. Yeah. I can't even tell what they're saying, but it's like, yeah, it almost sounds like people are talking yeah. backwards. But yeah, there's a, there's a code to it. Definitely. There is a code to it. And, yeah. you know, a lot of, 
them and now us. We use it when when we see a really hot chick, and you know, it's like, oh, you know, she is like, this is out. Did you ever make it to Canada? Do you have any Stu Hart stories? I genuinely don't know. I didn't go to that part of Canada. I was in uh, Toronto area, so I didn't make Stu's, Stu's area. Um, so, but you know, like I said, I was happy to do that. And, you know, I hadn't worked Canada before. Yeah. I would have loved to have been up there. And I was fortunate enough to work with Bret Hart and, um, you know, hell of a worker and great guy. And, um, you know, I, I was open to the ideas and that one just fell in my lap. So I went with it. I got to smoke pot with Bret Hart a few years ago when <laughs> He was in town for AEW right here in Las Vegas. And nice. that was one of those high points of my life. I'm, I'm smoking pot with the hitman. This is crazy. High point. I got a, <laughs> I got a picture with him at Mix. When I worked at Mix, he walked in. And I used to have this gimmick where I would walk up to famous people because I don't know how to act around them. And I would tell them that the chef is a big fan. So I <laughs> said, I said, hey, chef, Bret Hart's here. I'll be right back. And I just went up to him and I said, Hey, because I was the expediter. So I just stood right there and talked to the chef all day anyway. So I would always go, yeah, Tommy Lee, same thing. I got Bret Hart come over. I got a really shitty picture on my uh, iPhone 3. And, uh, yeah, God knows where it is. It's fuzzy as hell. But he was. Uh, it was after he had had a stroke. So he wasn't quite, um, like, uh, you know, he really want to fucking hang around with people. But because I said, hey, chef's a fan, I got I got lucky to have him, like, come over and not look like a dickhead trying to get a picture with the guy. This is a heck of a heck of a season for the cauliflower alley club. You've got John Bradshaw Layfield going to be at it. We've oh, got nice. Ron Simmons. We got CM Punk. We got Mickey James. I mean, just on and on. And then last year we had Jeff Jarrett and Jerry Lawler. And I remember meeting uh, Terry Funk there a few years ago and Pat Patterson before he passed away. It's just a who's who of the wrestling industry. So, so are the acolytes being uh, inducted and JBL and, uh, uh, Ron, Ron is being inducted, and JBL is doing a seminar. Okay, right on. Because I mean, like, yeah, there's just it seems like you know, like as successful as they were, like as individuals and as a pair, that they could be inducted several times. Do they do that sort yeah. of thing? Like you just tag team and as you grab another belt. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is that one? Oh, is that is that from the CAC? This is from the CAC. Uh, Twelve years ago, I was honored with the Humanitarian Award. Wow. No, 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 no! I can do this. I can do this. I did it. I did it. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, wow. Yeah. 2012. But, but anyways, yeah. So, um, it's a cool organization. We have fun. Like I said, we get the chance to you know see our friends and. You know, hopefully we see them, you know, before they pass on and which is coming to all of us. But, you know, that's that's life. Is uh, Brian Blair still running it or is it somebody else now? Brian is. He just went through a horrific surgery. They, they operated him on, I think it was Tuesday, and then they had to reoperate on Friday. So he knew he was going to have a double operation. Uh, his back looks mm. like a, a you know a, a railway yard, you know, with the with the tracks going down from all the stitches. But Ooh. he basically is from the base of his neck to 
you know, just above his, you know, butt. So this is so B, B. Brian B. Blair. Is that right? One of the killer bees? Yes. yes. Killer bees. Sick. Sick. Yeah. I, I used to see the stuff that they used to do. I, I, I can imagine that, yeah, they might have had to, like, um, have some work done like that. That's that's sad. Uh, that they actually notched his spine to straighten him out because he was leaning way over like an old man. He was like this. Mm. Oh. And, and they they were able to straighten him up. So I haven't seen him. I've talked to him a few times on the phone and 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 wished him luck before and after you know afterwards and you know good recovery and stuff. But no, you know, Brian's a great guy and um I met him back in the WWF days. In fact he booked myself and my partner, and we we got to play the Nasty Boys because they had double booked themselves over in the Bahamas, and then the Bahamas fell through, and and the you know, Sags and Knobs were like, "Well, can we get on the show now?" And Brian's like, "Sorry, these guys have already got tickets." No, sorry. <laughs> so we got to go into Key West, Florida, and play the Nasty Boys. So a quick little story on that one. I think I yeah I might have been set up for this and it wasn't Brian but I ended up having to face the Nasty Boys about six months later in a tag team match in the in the WWF back then and um, I got clocked I mean just a raw hard punch right to the head well you know I've been hit before no big deal but I sold it you know he went for a clothesline and I, you know I wouldn't move I stayed solid. He damn near ripped his shoulder out. And he was like, oh, fuck, man, what are you doing? Oh, sorry. I don't know. You You hit me so hard. I was, I was kind of loopy. That <laughs> <laughs> well, was my way to get back at them after they got back at me yeah. for taking their job. But Yeah, um, like in, instead of waiting a long time to pay it back, you just do it right there because you never know if you're going to see them again, right? Yeah. That yeah. is true. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know there's been a lot of great ribbing stories. Is there anything that comes to mind of something you've seen or experienced in the locker room? Oh, geez. <laughs> there's a lot of and most of it I can't talk about because somebody you know, will be in big trouble. Maybe me. Um, I mean, you know, the one of the, the funniest ribs, we had a guy out of Denver and you know, he, he's Don Juan. He, he's the ladies' man, all that. And I forget where we were, but the uh, the owner of the company is like, get going, get going. They must have screwed up their music, you know. You know, and he's halfway out to the ring, and all of a sudden you hear, thank God I'm a country boy. <laughs> so, you, you know, little simple ones like that that don't hurt anybody, but, you know. I got you know, to tell you, you know who Rock and Rebel is, Al? I, I know the name. Okay. R Rock and Rebel was in ECW. He was a New York area guy. And uh, when I started working with him, he got uh, in Pennsylvania, they treated pro wrestling different than like you do in some of the other areas. In Pennsylvania, you still had to go through the athletic commission. So you had to have a license, insurance, permit. And the easiest thing to do instead of getting your own, if you're not going to run enough shows to justify the cost, is to rent somebody else's. So we used to rent Rock and Rebels license and then he would come to town. And when you rented the, the license, he would come and get a match on the show. Anyway, he told me a story. <laughs> That, uh, you know, he can, I think he forces himself to chuckle at these days. But, uh, and by the way, he's he's dead now. I'll tell you that after. But so he was at an ECW show 
And Paul Heyman told him that he was going to win a battle royal that night to get a match with the champion, and he was going to beat the champion and win the ECW title. What? And so uh, it was Shane Douglas was the champion at the time. And so he told him, you know, and he gave him this big speech, and tonight's your night, and we see it in you, and you're going to win the battle royal, oh my God. and then you're going to beat the champion. So then, you know, Rock and Rebel's all fucking high and mighty about it and excited. This is his night. Paul then goes and tells all the other wrestlers, the first guy getting thrown out of the Rumble <laughs> is Rock and Rebel. So when the damn match starts, Rebel nails <laughs> him and he's fighting like hell. And he's saying, this isn't supposed to happen. No, no, no. And he fucking, he was hot. He was real oh, hot. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That'll, that'll so, play with your ego. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, years later, he went on to kill his wife and then himself. So anyway. Oh. Uh, <laughs> completely unrelated, I would hope. Unrelated, yeah. 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 But, but you never know. I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's all kinds of fun. And then sometimes people will blame other guys, like cutting up outfits and saying it's so-and-so, and then they get into a fight. And <laughs> Henning was known for that, of course. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Al, I don't know how long you can stick around with us. I really appreciate you coming on and, and you know, dropping in. Uh, how are you doing on time? Um, a little bit longer. I mean, I've been, you know, I've been traveling all day, so it's, it's been a long day. Gentlemen, uh, do you have any quick, wrestling questions or acting questions? So the, tell tell us the story of how you uh, ended up in the ring with Andre. Um, just got picked that night. I mean, you know, we wait for the boards to get put out on who's working with who, and um, I looking like, oh shoot, colossal connection and. The first time I faced them, they were not the tag team champions of the world. And then a couple mm. months later, I faced them again, and they they were the, the champion. And the, the fun part, the second night, I'm with a really good friend of mine. Haku brings him over to the corner to tag, and I'm like, yeah, no, not tonight. <laughs> I, I never even tagged him. Oh, so the crowd, they were pretty mad at me. and you know, Yeah. But I had already worked that night, so I didn't even have to tag in. So it was a good yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> who who was Andre tagging with? Haku. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. See, I, I imagine like in a really cool promotion, like everybody gets a chance. Like Andre stands in the ring, and everybody in the locker room runs out and gets shit tossed, yeah, <laughs> tossed. Or, dro or dropped on their fucking head and rolled out by a big ass foot. Giant, so, yeah. So that they can say, you know, like, yeah, it's because I mean, when that dude comes to town, everybody wants a piece. Well, but the thing is, Andre didn't wrestle a lot of people, so that's what I was saying earlier. Says I'm one of the fortunate ones, right? But he I was, was very picky, and um, you know, especially you know his size, he didn't want to get hurt. And I remember the one night that him and Big John Stud were working against each other, and. And Stud clotheslined him so hard, he knocked him out of the ring. Jesus. So when you're knocking 500 and some pounds, you know, seven foot four or whatever, I mean, I'm sure he was well over seven legitimately. You're knocking that out of the ring. Um, yeah, there was a good chance that Andre could have got hurt bad. Right. But, no, I you would... know, I was in the back, and he walked up to Vince. He goes, in your atas. And uh, next thing you know, uh, Big John Stud was fired. Oof. Yeah, so, well, I would have begged for the chance to just be a dummy that runs in and tries to take a shot and just kind of runs by and gets pushed in. 
and you know, right over the road. However, you know, I'll sell the shit out of it. I won't even touch the dude. Like <laughs> just to be like, I was in the ring with him. Out the ring I went. Uh, no, you know, you, you know, I felt that way about a lot of the guys. I mean, I don't know if Tim showed the Ultimate Warrior match, but not not my uh, my best night ever. I spent about a week in bed, not being able to walk after that one. And oof. The Warrior, uh, yeah, he was a little uh, little excited. I mean, he pressed no, me I over. Get... I was not. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Jim I, I... was very very strong. Did, did you seek out wrestling or were you recruited? Did somebody see you and say you should get in the business, kid? Or is it something you wanted to do? And and what were those early years like? Because, I mean, they guarded that. Uh, I don't know. Did you have a relative who was in the business? How, how was that like for you, getting in? Well, uh, when you're at the CAC, you'll hear the story. How's that? I'll tell it to you. you <laughs> Always a salesman. Always a salesman. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, um, when I first was invited over to uh, Hulk Hogan's apartment, Hulk had just finished Rocky three. He had just come back from Japan. I mean, you know, he was on his way up. He hadn't gone to work for Vince yet. He was still with the AWA, but he told us all where to go to school, how to train, things like that. And I walked yeah. away going, no, that's really stupid. I, I can't do that for a living. And uh, for two years, I listened to the stories of my friends traveling all over the world, having a great time. So finally, I did it. That's wow. awesome. Well, I'm I'm honored to be at one of his tables at the Cauliflower Alley Club. I'm going to be sitting with him when he gets inducted. And uh, salt of the earth, Al Burke, everybody. Al Burke. Nice. Hey, Thank, you, Tim. Thank you, Al. Thank you, everybody. Uh, good luck with your all your stuff and your podcast, and uh, we'll talk again sometime. You will. Yeah, we hope. Al. Cool. Okay. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. I like that guy. I found the video, <laughs> but I will not play it because WWE stuff got us like hey, immediately last hey, time. Again. What about that? What about this? This is fucking awesome. <laughs> Did I get you, Nick? That was awesome. Right, yeah. So and we've got a hypnotist on the show, Grant. Where? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have a uh, anything that you want to promote? Because I noticed you have your sign in the background, which is a good setup. You've got a good setup, Thank but it's you. it's reversed. Yeah, it uh, is, and huh? there's, there's a way to mirror that. And um, also, uh, if you ever want to send me a link, I can make like a QR code that we can put in the corner somewhere. Like if you have something that you want to push while you're talking. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know how to mirror this. I suppose the best way to market anything of mine would be my website, grantmepeace.com, because it has everything on there. There you go. Grant That's me it. peace. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's a pun because my name's Grant. <laughs> <laughs> it's money. Yeah, we have we have watched the show.us because we're in the US and we do a show and we want people to watch it. Not really, but <laughs> in theory you want people to watch it. Yeah. No, it would be it would be helpful, huh? Not really. Other people's shows is fine, but yeah. <laughs> Now, Grant, so I Grant, want to know if I know you have any of... Andre the Giant stories. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no. I heard some guy talking about wrestling him today. Yeah. yeah was, uh, so, Grant, a lot of people are like skeptical about hypnotism. How do you how do you kind of explain it to them? Yes. Of how 
when they're very skeptical about I'll it. I'll get people skeptical. And so I always use this line because it's a good metaphor, a good analogy. I'll tell them I'm not doing anything to them. They're doing all the work. I'm just their mental personal trainer. So I show them the various mental exercises, the different reps to do, and they put themselves in a trance because you always get like the whole movie, the pendulum or the spinning spirals mm -hmm. and, and I have the power. And so I'm just showing them like, hey, you're the one doing it all. I'm just showing you kind of how to get there. And then most of the time they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But sometimes they try to fight me on it and it's like, you paid a good amount of money to be here. <laughs> Why would you fight it? Yeah, the word reps, the word reps makes sense because the uh, the audio tape that I had, uh, I would listen to it several times. It's always about like taking a stairway or taking an elevator and like, yeah, just trying to get to like the quieter parts of your brain. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so you you have to practice that because sometimes you fall asleep or, you know, sometimes... Yeah, you're just yeah. like, oh, this is bullshit. I can't do it today. <laughs> but <laughs> like eventually yeah. the reps get to where you're like in a good place. Right. You have to get used to it. Back in the day, they even thought like you couldn't even go into a trance until after quite a few sessions. And then one guy was like, well, how about you put them in trance and get them out like a bunch of times in the same session? <laughs> so now that's what we do. It works. There you go. <laughs> interesting yeah, weird so then i have watched grant work with uh audiences like at live events live shows a tv taping that i did mm -hmm. and it's really fun to watch people now some of the big ones here in vegas uh grant they'll bring up like half the crowd like anybody who wants to and then they'll weed them down to like the six or so that seemed the most susceptible is that like receptive uh, yeah like the, the, it seems like they're gonna they're going to go along with it because the easiest thing to say is like, oh, they just want to be the star of the show. So they're going to quack like a duck. But I've seen those people afterwards and they don't know what they did on stage. They they, they were out of it like their family. And I'm like, oh, ha, ha, sure. He doesn't remember being a duck. And his wife will be like, he doesn't like it. It's very <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting. I'll tell you a little bit of the process. It might take away some of the showmanship, but it's still so cool. Um, so you're getting a lot of people that want to be on stage. So these people want to have a good time because they're like, yeah, let me up there. And you get them up there and they, you know, they weed some off because they want the people that'll either be so into it, so getting into a deep trance or people that are just there to put on a good show. And then He's, you're not making the person quack like a duck. They're kind of in a childlike state of mind. You know, if you tell a child quack like a duck, they're going to do it. They're not going to think they're a duck. And if they don't want to, we'll take them back off the stage. What are they up there for? <laughs> and, then, and then as you go further throughout the process, some of it's showmanship, but they're going through a whole process. Small muscle catalepsy, large muscle catalepsy, aphasia, amnesia, positive hallucinations and negative hallucinations. So with the amnesia portion, you're basically giving a hypnotic suggestion that they forgot everything. And mm -hmm. so then they're like, yeah, I don't remember quacking like a duck, but the quacking like a duck was totally their control. They just don't quite remember it. Is it genetic? Like, would you like, would you weed out a sociopath or, or a psychopath? Is it genetic? The people that are most there's, so there's some 
people that go into somnambulistic trance back in the day they don't really do this anymore because lawsuits <laughs> but back in the day they used to get you in a somnambulistic trance if you were a somnambulist so that might be genetic because barely anyone's a somnambulist but you would get stiff like a board and they put the back of your head on one chair and the back of your feet on the other chair and you'd just be like floating there because you're so stiff and rigid mm -hmm. in fact one of the classes i did that was one of the graduating kind of things you would get someone into a somnambulistic trance and do that to them and so some people yeah it might be genetic that's what they're thinking is um they they're the somnambulist but everyone goes into a trance because you're always in a trance at various levels throughout your day from watching tv driving a car just listening to me speak right now they're all various levels mm. so you're fucking with the so simulation like, you're messing with the simulation yeah yeah you're, yeah, yeah. so you're like changing the vibration so you're like yeah you're like jacking into uh consciousness almost in a way yeah yeah so you know our our, our conscious you know i how I'm, I'm trying to, you're, you're, trying, you're, trying to you're trying to tune, uh, tune a person's focus because yes. yeah. because if a person focuses on something something else could be happening and they don't even it's not even existing in their world even if it's right like next to them if they're focused on this one thing exactly because well, I I, well, I happen that like I used to play football and I would be like super focused on like this particular looking at what the I was defensive end looking at what the the halfback is doing and the quarterback's doing. The coach is screaming at me to do something. He doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like so it's like if you can train a person to focus correctly, then you can zone them in. Yeah. Sports so, that's a huge field in sports. In fact, Mike Tyson in numerous interviews accredits hypnotherapy for his whole success mm -hmm. in boxing. Yeah, he used to do hypnotherapy before his fights, and he credits that because it got him focused. I'm actually surprised you don't hear more professional wrestlers doing it because you're more focused, prevent injuries, you 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 perfect your mic skills because you're focused on just speaking on the mic. You're not having the insecurities, the stage fright, have better uh, views of your character and development. I'm surprised you don't hear more of that. That professional wrestlers using hypnotism. Well, I, I feel like hypnotism is kind of like it's kind of not talked about a lot. Yeah, and it's a very it's it's very powerful, mm -hmm. and I have a feeling because it's so powerful, it's, it's not really referenced or talked about or act like it even exists. Right, because there's the, there's um, the quack side of it too. Yeah, that, exactly. That, that yeah. people will bring into it, like mm -hmm. what, the normal person you talked about hypnosis is like, oh, that's just a joke, but mm -hmm. it's 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 still a science. It's a but tool. People, it's a tool, but yeah. people will abuse no, it and but, make it. But here's the question: Did it, did hypnotist hypnotize people to think it's a joke? <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, oh, I can't egg. be controlled. Oh, I can't be controlled. Oh, I can't be manipulated. But you know, that was a, a malevolent hypnotist. I would make, I would have people do as I wish and make them think it's a joke. You know. At the same time, <laughs> he cracked the code. It, it's interesting where people try to loop them in because it's not seance occult and it's not Houdini magic, right. you know. So it's it's a science of its own, but people don't seem to know what to do with it. Yeah, so, I'll get compared so, so, to hip, I'll get compared to magicians, or I'll get compared to like woo -woo so I, I I'm aware of a hypnotist in the Las Vegas area who has a lot of women around him constantly. Mm -hmm. 
Are those women there by choice? <laughs> um, people will do a lot for money. Gotcha. And, and the money's in hypnotism, huh? <laughs> it actually. Do you get? Do you become the hypnotist, and then the can money you hypnotize comes? me to give you a twenty? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, I could do more than that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a very powerful thing that I think is is discounted for some reason, and I think it's because hypnotists want us to feel that way. Like there there are more like whether you say black magic, what do you just compare it to? Like dark arts. Like some dark, yeah, the dark arts. The dark arts the, um, are... Uh, influence or persuasion, and then there's like, yeah, there's like dark sides of that stuff. And I've so we're, a lot of audiobooks. Our, yeah. I think our entire population is kind of um, under a sort of hypnot hypnotism. Mm -hmm. Like we all, like there's like layers. I don't know if it's like Inception with layers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where there's like this base code, like our operating system, consciousness is observation. Yeah. If our observations can be focused in one general direction, either by fear, you know, some, you know, love, those powerful emotions. Do you play with emotions much or is it just wordplay? It's um, it? a lot of emotions. It's a lot of actual physical movement because the way you sit, the way you breathe, the way you stand, mm -hmm. all your physiology affects your emotions. Your emotions affect your state. Your state affects your personality. It's all interwoven. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, there is, like, one real reality, but we all decode it into our own lives based off of our own experiences and influence. And so, basically, my job is to just show you a better story. You know, you have a story mm -hmm. of suffering and whatnot, and then I show you a story of, yeah, that, that stuff sucks, but what are you going to learn from that? What are you going to do now? And basically get well, the is, is it do you take observations they ignored in the past um, and you expose it to them? Basically, um, observations from well, the first half of it is just me asking them a bunch of questions, kind of dissecting mm -hmm. their reality and creating a blueprint from it and then stacking it in a way where they don't have to be a victim from it. Where, oh, okay, you mentioned mm -hmm. this, like, what does that mean to you? What does this mean to you? And building up mm -hmm. with all that information, not removing anything, but taking away the emotional negativity, the connections and attachments to it, which surprisingly, mm -hmm. Scientologists kind of took that for their e-meter mm -hmm. thing. It's a whole hypnotic process of removing emotional attachments from past traumatic events. And the whole e-meter thing is an adaptation of that, which is pretty interesting. But can that process be reversed? In creating negative emotions from things? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, memory is... that. That's what, uh, that's what my, like, when I get into, like, you know, I feel like that is what's happened to society in a way where these negative you, emotions you have been amplified. On the negative, mm -hmm. and then, and like we all like we live in a wonderful exit. Like the fact that we exist yep. at all is like a lottery. Mm -hmm. Like we, that we can't recognize that all these actions, you know, billions of years have come to us sitting here staring at each other through. And we're living at the, weird, the best time. Oh yeah, any statistic portal, portal into yeah. the universe. Right. And then everyone is so damn negative. Yeah, I know. It's the best time to be alive. Yeah. You want to see the great, the best form like, of mastery. What, 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 what has hypnotized everyone to be so negative? Because it's the opposite of the truth. I mean, ima imagine what the world would be like if everyone realized what life was like. There would be 
so much less consumerism, so like much for, less power. Yeah, for for ninety nine point nine percent of the human existence, like your life could end at any second. You didn't know where your next meal was coming from. You had insecurity, true true insecurities so, for everything. So all life. those are still hiding. All those are still hiding yeah, because in because we evolved that way. We evolved yeah. that way to look for all those those fears mm-hmm. and inequities. And when they don't, and when they don't exist, we have to find, we have to invent them because that's how our brains evolved. It's the reptilian part of your mind. I'm not talking about lizard people. It's just it's called the art yeah. complex. <laughs> no, yeah, I've always heard like, I mean, to, to simplify it, like people that have never seen a tiger are scared to death of a tiger. It's not mm-hmm. a, it's not a sweet little mm-hmm. kitty cat. Like even though it's it can be like ingrained in your DNA when enough of your ancestors yeah. have been eaten by them. Uh, the yeah, ones that if, survived if, if are scared you hear, of them. If you hear a growl in a bush, yeah, and you're, you're not, scared. You're, you're not thinking little dog. You're thinking big right. ass tiger that yeah. is going to eat you. Yeah, the dumb shit <laughs> yes. that goes kitty kitty gets eaten, and the smart one that runs away gets to breed. To breed. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, a lot of people have the irrational fear that a snake's going to bite them when they sit on the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> I think about that. I do. Right? <laughs> like, it's just hanging there. I'm like, I should have looked before I sat down. Is that right? <laughs> you got to take a second look. Yeah, we're 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 from Appalachia, so like anytime you sit on a shitter yeah. or anybody from Florida, yeah, you gotta you gotta check that sucker yeah. real good. Get the angles because. Yeah. Do you do a pre-flush? Uh-huh. <laughs> you might have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a strange toilet, you're like, hey, what's, what's your pet situation around here? Do I need to? <laughs> Someone's the snake flush. Then you can go for the real stuff. All right. Did you put an R in there? Did you? Did I hear turlet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said turlet. Tur- Some places don't have <laughs> toilets. They don't have toilets. Yeah. Or toilets. Yeah, they're turlets. Well, you know who uh, popped in on the stream? I think last week or the week before, uh, Grant. We we had Joey Ryan pop in. Oh, nice! Joey Ryan was, at was actually at Grant's wedding. Yeah, <laughs> good times. Nice. Apparently, his favorite food was Indian food, which was perfect because that's what we were having. I don't know that's if he's just being polite. <laughs> yeah, good guy, good guy. Yeah, do you want to talk about uh, the book or anything at all, Tim? Like, uh, does does Grant know about? Uh, Joey's book. Yeah. Well, he hasn't or, even or, announced it on your on your show yet or anywhere. So I don't know what book you're referring to. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> the book anyways. that he's no, the book that he's currently reading that, that oh, Grant the is reading. promoting. Yes. Yeah, he reads many books. Big yeah. brain. Because I'm brain. writing a book. You know that. He's been proofreading it. Yes, yes. And Grant is also writing a book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who and is Grant it? was uh he had a panel at San Diego Comic Con this year. He's he's involved his dad uh, wrote for Archie Comics. I mean, there's a big pedigree of uh the San Diego Comic Con magic as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, Comic Con. Grant, do you have an audiobook and would you read your own? Because Richard does not want to read his. We also had a guest that Tim brought on. He's just bringing in all the guests. Robert Crandall. Yeah, he's he's more of a podcast purist. Like we kind of dunked on what he does uh, because he's very much an audiophile and we're just like, turn it on and go live. Right, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Richard would. Uh, Richard wrote a book, and I yeah, I have the Richard. Richard's got a sample, I think. So you yeah, already got yeah. a sample going. Yeah, yeah. Robert did a fir- first chapter sample, and then I'm. Uh, I think I'm gonna have him have him do it. So. Sick. That's great. Yeah, he's a good dude. So, did you read your own book, or do you have you made an audio book? When it's finished, uh-huh. I plan on reading my own book, making an audio book. Yeah, yeah. You, you got a pretty good voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You, you have a I think that's important is a hypnotism book that you read your own book, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He'll read, read a chapter and then buy all the books, tell your friends. He's getting uh, like a Gilbert Gottfried impersonator, just you know, like <laughs> all right, imagine you're relaxing oh on a lake. <laughs> buy the book, you punt, you whore. <laughs> You're onto something here. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't. I don't get it. This hypnotism shit is just not hitting me right. I don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not doing it right. <laughs> you're sitting there with eighty copies. I'm giving you the tools. <laughs> you're just not doing it. This <laughs> hypnotism doesn't work. Meanwhile, your garage is full of his book. You buy it yeah. every week. <laughs> well, no, the people that read the yeah. book are fine, but the people that get the audio book are just like, "This sucks." I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Same words. Yeah, it's the same words. Different, you know, Grant, I want to ask you, because they were talking about it being kind of like a hidden occupation. Who is the mm. most famous hypnotist? Who is the top of the hypnotism pyramid? I mean, not everyone considers him to be a hypnotist, but he is. So I guess the most famous hypnotist Donald is Trump? Tony Robbins. Yes, but <laughs> Tony Robbins. <laughs> so yeah, because Tony when, Robbins with the uh, yeah. the fire walking and all that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. His, yes. His, his all his uh, emotion or motivational speeches. They they all have that 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 tone and that rhythm that will try to put you to almost to a halfway sleep position so he, then see and he, he carries it under the the self-help blanket but yeah he I, does neuro-linguistic programming which is almost a sister thing to hypnosis it was modeled after a few mm -hmm. therapists one of them being pretty much the most famous hypnotist uh, milton erickson so neuro-linguistic programming is basically an advanced form of hypnosis a conversational hypnosis and that's exactly what he's doing all the little things you'll even see all these little details he'll do like if he talks about jesus or gandhi and stuff he'll sure. like point to himself <laughs> doing... now now here's the question should that be illegal yeah is isn't there a prosperity preacher? I can't remember his name. Joel like, Osteen. So, Joel Osteen. Yeah. Is Joel Osteen doing that and building a, yes. a, a whole church yes. around a basketball arena? Cult. Oh, a cult. Joel Osteen is such a wiener. Uh, it's, oh, it's, are it's, all cult leaders hypnotists? Right. Yes. And Charles Manson <laughs> yeah. hypnotized Danny Trejo in prison. Danny Trejo talks about this. Charles Manson used to hypnotize people oh, in prison, God. and he's one of them. Wow. <laughs> They've de they've dissected Obama's speeches. Whoever his speechwriters are, are using like cookie cutter blueprint neurolinguistic programming yeah. for his speeches. It's like completely obvious. Dude, dude, wait, stop. Have you ever heard the audio? Sounds like a bunch saying, of haters in here. No, have you ever heard him saying yes we can and then run it backwards? No. The way devil devil. No, something. it's the way he says it. Yes, we can. It comes out. Right, thank right, right. you, Satan. Like I played with it on yeah. my phone. And it's bizarre because you can say, yes, we can, or thank you, Satan, it and it like doesn't it. sound right unless you say it the way his cadence goes. Wow. Plus, yes, we can. Plus, plus he went on to marry thank Satan. Satan. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, like, if that man can win a Nobel Peace Prize, you don't think he's a hypnotist? I mean, yeah, no, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, should this be illegal? But then, and should we? But then, should we burn them up? Carl, look into my eyes. Carl is Carl's a big hater. Carl's a big hater. No, no, I think every single one of us 
can hypnotize people that we know, friends, mm -hmm. family members, yeah. relationships. Use the dark arts for, uh, we dark, just don't for, dark, for dark things. I don't, what if you use it's the not dark even on purpose. Things, yeah. Right. You can. It's, you can prevent yourself from being having the dark arts applied against you if you're aware of it. Well, well, the current situation with our planet, I would, I would propose it's not. That's not happening. Of course no. not, because like, there's no money. Like the people, with there's no money in doing good, Carl. <laughs> that's kind of why, like, I do these seminars. That's why I kind of take off the veil of stage hypnosis and hypnotherapy because I want people mm. to know what's happening. So that way, when people are using it malevolently, will you? Oh, he's mm. doing this. It, right. Would you? Would you be able to create a program or, or something that to teach people? How to deprogram themselves to recognize the, the spell because hypno I, I call it spellcasting. Hypnosis is that they are under. Oh yeah, it spell yeah, it's spellcasting. It's spellcasting. They're they're yeah. doing their semantic, their semantic because it's 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 verbal and semantic uh, mm -hmm. when you're doing it, and I call it they're casting a spell on you, and you you yeah. have to be able to recognize when somebody's doing that, otherwise you're gonna fall for it. Yeah, yeah. I look mm -hmm. at people like especially when politicians talk. Like I'll, I'll be in a crowd. And I, I don't know if I'm immune to it by now, like, but I can tell, okay, I know what this dude's doing. And I see everyone just come under that spell. Yep. They just fall under it. Like 80% of the crowd. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like 20% are, you know, kind of with me. Like, oh, it's hard to sell this bull, this spiel before. Yada, yada, yada. He says this every time. Like the people who are exposed to it multiple times can recognize it. Mm -hmm. So like the politicos around a politician, I'll know he's full of yeah. shit. But the new, the new, the new people show up, and he's able to, or he or she's easily able to program these. As long people. as you they only get to how, see him once. Yeah, you want to see how powerful it's like a one shot hypnosis can be. Look at 2019 to now. I mean, yeah, COVID man, it was nuts. Yeah, nuts. Yes. One of us. One of us. <laughs> well, we went to a bunch of Trump rallies, or would watch them online, or stream them online. Like I had a whole gimmick, so. Eventually, you start to hear the same jokes, and you're like, "All right, I mean, like, you know, uh, Trump's just like the rest." Yeah, of he's them. like a clown. He's like a clown at that point, right? You know, you know, like messing up the same names and you know, like making up names. Yeah. I read the, the whole uh, Scott Adams thing. Um, uh, I got into reading. Have you ever read any of his stuff about persuasion and Win Bigley and all the stuff that there's a guy that Trump uh, learned the whole naming people from. Mm -hmm. Like uh, you know, like giving people nicknames. Mm -hmm. It's it's done on purpose, not yeah. an accident that he labels his enemies. Right. But it, right. it's a whole persuasion and I guess a whole, you know, hypnotism that they're like now when you think of like it's, some of these it's called enemies. anchoring. They they want to create a, an anchor right. point for their enemies. But then right. even even people that like he gave these nicknames to are now like his friends, you know, like it's bizarre, like Cruz and Rubio. Because they know it's a game. Like at the level, you know, you're playing. They got they got beat and they had to bow to the yeah. master. It's like he, persuasion. He but I can't remember the guy's name. Of him saying like, "Yeah, I know big words. I went to college. Of course, I know big words." But he chooses not to. Yeah, because you, you dummies can't understand. Yeah. You, have, you have to speak at a, like a th fourth grade level, and then yeah. to for the masses. The, the the average in America it might be around the world even might be lower, but the mm -hmm. average in America is a seventh grade reading level. So you speak any bigger, you're alienating your audience. Yeah, you're you're talking down to them, and they're gonna hate you for it. Right. We're gonna uh, we're gonna check out your panel at San Diego Comic Con, Grant. We're gonna watch oh, the uh, the opening yeah, induction that you did. 
Nice. What's the exact title of it? It's uh, the second video. Ken? If you put those things in, I just said uh, when I said. So San Diego Comic International panel ends in a fire. No, that's the first one. So the second one. <laughs> part, the Orville Part Three. I think we have different results. <laughs> that's odd. Google filters me. Okay. Well, on uh, it is San Diego Comic Con International presents how to use hypnotic language for dynamic storytelling. Dynamic storytelling. Let me add that. I'm trying to look up the name of this great person. Sounds like your PhD thesis there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't Damn know it. how to share links. Otherwise, I would do it. There was a guy that got hired by the Hillary. Clinton campaign when Scott Adams was on this Twitter war, a lady, sorry, that did, or no, no, the guy that did uh, Hillary hired, but it was too late. He said, you know, like, oh, it's too late. She's like this big persuader. But Donald used to go to church with the dude. I don't know. Go check well, out this, this stuff. This, this stuff persuasion. works any, yeah. anywhere you break it down. I mean, I've been on enough sales teams. It's and amazing. And college admission sales and where you sit, how far you push yourself up versus yeah. sitting back is who's in position of power and how fast you, you want hands on the table. <laughs> if you lean forward and you talk really fast, then it's because you're scared. If you lean back and talk slower, then it's, you know, all these, all these kinds of things come into, come into play, but there it is. There's the panel. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play it from the getting start? somebody well, to re- I just thought it'd be fun to show you what he does. Getting yeah. somebody to react to a, a thing that you uh, like put on them, like silly oh, little podcast. Oh, like yeah, like if, if they react. If they react to you, you've won. Right now, you're they're under control. Was this the one that I watched? I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting because we're talking about it. <laughs> Look at that crowd! Look at it! So, are you discussing any Yeah, I don't know if people in what Hong Kong care about about this topic. So I was, I was really happy. They're to nerds, of course they do. Well, you, I believe. You know who's on the panel? Uh, founding member of Guar, Sin Bodhi, the Sin pro Bodhi. wrestler, me, yep. and Hugh Howie, who has a TV show on called Silo, and he's a best-selling author. But then there's, yeah, that's a good idea. You were talking about making, uh, using hypnotic techniques for story writing. And I think that a lot of people are interested in writing. Right. Or, yeah, it made sense. When I saw the topic, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I thought it would fit in Comic Con. I just didn't know if people would be like, oh, hypnosis. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's a way to frame stuff where people are like, that's, I'm in. All right, yeah, I got to go see that. So that bag right there is all of Techno-Destructo's gear. He was going to come in in complete costume, but his ride ended up being like eight hours late, and they got there exactly at six o'clock on the panel. And so he just dropped all his gear there and ran out. You playing with it? Whoops. I didn't do anything. Because... There's there's other clips Grant has of, uh, of promo stuff where it's faster and flashier. I, I just thought All I'd right. show you a little glimpse of... Uh, the next time you do a panel, <clears throat> we're going to get you to mic yourself, your own independent yeah. shit. Because, yeah, I, I, I tried to watch this and like I was like, fuck. And I'm, I was like stoked as soon as Chismar said you were coming on. Because I like the whole concept of hypnotic technique in writing. 
and yeah, I was like, when, he, when whenever Tim brings people on, I'm like, this is awesome. So yeah, yeah. I thought with the microphones with speakers it would be fine, but yeah. clearly, yeah, I gotta have a clip-on microphone for those kind of things. Yeah, we're kind of all responsible for our own content as we like put our stuff out into AI. So mm -hmm. this, yeah, this will be like this will be good content for AI. You'll, you'll exist so how, because of us. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of AI, AI could probably figure out how to hypnotize people, right? I would imagine pretty soon it'll get like, there. I've actually so played think, with it before. Like I don't rely on scripts mm -hmm. because hypnotic language, when you know it, it's better than a script. But I just mm -hmm. I wanted to play around with AI. Write me a hypnotic script on this. It's not there yet. Maybe it'll get there. Uh, if there's articles of people hypnotizing AI, if you type in people hypnotizing AI, there's articles where they write prompts in a way shit. that kind of has it break its own mold, its own characters, its own ethics, and create a whole new yeah. identity. Prompt, prompt engineering. So yeah, mm -hmm. if you can convince it that it knows everything about hypnotism, or at least the best stuff, yeah, you may be able to convince it to be the best at, at it. Yeah. That's true. That's true. No, it's definitely advancing. <laughs> It'll take my job one day. It takes everybody's job. And then yeah. we all get to build in, in the little nanobots and shoot off into space and explore and wrestle and do whatever <laughs> the fuck we want to do. <laughs> How exciting. Yeah, exactly. Well, Grant, I appreciate you hopping on here. It was a, it was a last minute thing. I sent him a message. I, I think you were sleeping, right? I was sleeping. I was watching some cult documentary i fell asleep and i woke up to go to bed check my phone and i saw your message are you awake damn it <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my message yes. yeah are you awake and then i waited and then i was like damn it <laughs> oh nice and then i asked al al said yes and then uh grant's like hey i could pop on so it's kind of fun how that works out sometimes <laughs> yeah we've been yeah. consistent for That's years awesome. on saturday nights so yeah anytime you want to drop in you're welcome for sure, I'll be sure to check the Are You Awake message next time. Right. <laughs> cool. You up? Grant, is there anything you want to plug, brother? Um. Well, I don't know who's listening or where they live. I have a free event on Monday in Laguna Beach, Introduction to Hypnosis. I will be charging for that same event in Fountain Valley next month. Uh, just keep up to date at grantmepeace.com with upcoming experiences page. That's where you can meet me outside my office. Otherwise, just message me and you can come in the office. Cool. Nice. Thank you, Thank guys. You, sir. It was great Appreciate talking it. to you. I'll see you again soon, pal. All right. How do I leave? <laughs> I, I need to go back to sleep until I text you again. There's another one. <laughs> Bye. It's rude to kick people out, I feel like. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not. I kicked. I kicked. Oops, what happened? I was trying to hit that. Here we go. Grantmepeace.com. There we go. There you go. I did it. If I get a the QR way, code going. Wanna, you don't want to put in grantmeapeace.com. That's a porn site. Wow, gotcha. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I believe yeah, it. ever ever since I watched my dad like hypnotize ladies uh like from the apartment complex where he lived there in Martinsville, Virginia, when he was a single gentleman. Uh you know, like if he was dating somebody and um you know, nothing nefarious because he was a state trooper, but he would learn the dark arts in order to uh, help people remember shit that were under trauma, uh, you know, to like catch a motherfucker that was out there, you know, doing bad shit. So he used the dark arts for good ways. But yeah, it was crazy how susceptible people were to doing like, like he convinced a lady 
as a goof that uh, her kid wasn't her kid. And he had to like, we had to fucking like take her out of that real fast because it got weird because the little girl was like, mommy. And she's like, I don't know you. He's like, all right, 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 right. Let's, let's fucking, let's, uh, you go, you're doing deep sleep, deep sleep, blah, blah, blah. You're fucking, yeah, this is weird. Yeah, because yeah, you, I mean, you, you toy with that shit, you can really fuck shit up. I uh, I spent some time with the pickup artists, uh, if you remember, from VH1, uh, Neil Strauss nice. and Mystery. And they had a reality show that lasted two years. And, you know, a lot of women Mystery. Yes, yes, with the big hat, with the Jamiroquai hat and all that. Yeah. Well, you, have to have, you have to have code names. That's how it works, Carl. So, uh, so anyway, these guys, uh, women get pissed off because they're like, it's manipulation. Yeah, well, so is fake boobs and fake hair and fake lips. And so, oh. what it, it teaches you the language. A bunch of nerds got sick of not getting laid, and so they learned the attraction. The dark arts, yeah. And they apply it, and they go sarging, and they go to clubs, and you mm. can sit there and mock them if you want, but I've been mm. in the club watching them walk up to some of the hottest chicks you wouldn't believe, and in 20 minutes, they're making out, and they're taking them home. So it, it fucking works. Mm. Carl sends me pictures or videos all the time of ladies just convert, you know, just converting their face. Like, I mean, it's awesome that they do that, but it's like, oh my god! Oh, it's like a tragedy. <clears throat> it's like a tragedy waiting to happen. It's frightening. Yeah, it's just like, oh dear lord, what is going on there? Like somebody will fall for that mask. I mean, it's yeah it's when crazy. you're drunk in low light. Like maybe Sam Brown could make himself look super dope, like Ken or something, if he just put on a little bit of makeup. Is that too far? Maybe. Sorry. Too soon? Maybe. Anyway. Too soon. <laughs> it's awesome to watch any of this kind of stuff at play, you know? Like with the pickup artists, what they do is they would take a girl who, like, no matter how much money you have or whatever, when you attract, when you walk up to some attractive girl, she's up here and you're down here. So what they do is they do these backhanded compliments and knock them off their high horse. So Nagging. that's what negs. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's gotten more, more, more complex. Like, that was the early years. But, yeah, for now, to simplify, negging. Okay, so you bring them down. So it's like right. you're not so such a fucking hot model. And right. you bring her down. And then at the same time, you build yourself up with demonstrations of higher value. So you give these examples of things that you've done while you're a leader of men or a successful risk taker or blah, blah, blah. And now you're on the same level. And guys who would be on the dark side would fucking take advantage and all this. But what, mm -hmm. what the good pickup artists want to do is just have an equal playing field where right. like you're cool enough, fun enough, funny enough that she likes you now. And then you give false time constraints where it's like, oh, I can only talk to you for a minute because I got this thing to do. And then she doesn't want you to leave she right. wants you to stay around and then you look for three iois indicator of interest and that's when you phase shift to another level of the game and there's all this kind of shit and by the end of it like you're touching her and she's laughing and you're like even as simple as you don't go in for a kiss you say something like did did you look like you wanted to kiss me and then she's if she's like what he's like what it looked like you wanted to do like you always put all the ownership on her and by the right. end of it you bounce from one club to another place to the confused and you have sex because when you go to three locations she feels like you went on three dates there's this whole crazy breakdown for how it works and like i said watched it fucking work it's uh it's amazing just how this stuff can be applied Oh man, I've watched it work too, Tim. <laughs> oh, you watched it work? Yeah, I bet you have, Carl. Yes, yes. I I watched a guy have sex with three women in the same day. They came in, left, came in, left, came in. It's it's amazing how they freaking apply this stuff. So, oh man, yeah. Uh, are we about to wrap it up? Because I'm going to work on the rocket oh, ship no. in case we need to. Scram. We're four hours in. Yeah. I'm going to work on the rocket ship in case we need to scram. 
And I tried to not bring people in. I want you to know, I am aware that you have a show that existed before me, and I tried to stay the hell out of it. No, 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 no. Keep trying harder. We had a guy harder. <laughs> Try harder, he said. We had a guy that wanted to learn English named Abdullah Khan who came on, and a lady who tweets about the school district named Anna Marie Binder, who is anything... Uh, I mean, she's an awesome person, but she would wear things that were low cut. So Abdullah and her would stay yeah. on here and have entire side conversations while yeah. we would just sit Without here. Us. It was fucking amazing uh, because Abdullah's trying to learn English. And uh, uh, yeah, I don't care. It's whatever it is. It constantly changes. So, yeah, wrestlers, hypnotists. It's fucking dope. Yeah, it's no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And I, I got it when I, whenever I work on a new Natalie was nice enough to comment. Uh, I'm going to get a clip of you saying I'm going to work on the rocket ship in case we need to scram. That's that's getting dropped in into an intro somewhere. Hey, if you ever want to watch that movie and, and, and talk, I'll bring a couple of people who are in the movie so we can do that MST3K thing if you want. You know what I need to do is I need to get my 10 year old to watch it because he just, yeah, he's he's jumping into some different movies and stuff, different genres. So he, he was looking at Child's Play, and instead he bought a Lego set from 007, so I made him watch the Daniel Craig Casino Royale, but he'll jump into stuff like this. Yeah, let's just make sure it's not censored, though. Those those ruin the joke. No, right? I'll have to look on Amazon or something. Honk, honk, honk. <laughs> it's much, yeah. Somebody, my wife will be doing, like, homework in the background and will just be like, ah, no, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right. all right. Well, good times. Thank you, gentlemen. Sweet, dude. Thanks for having uh, all the cool people on, man. That was fun. I'm going to figure out how to run an outro here. You guys have a Yeah, right. We're going to do the Joey Gilbert. Oh, sweet. And get the booze flowing. There we go. Got it. I did it. Booze flowing, people laughing, chit chat, chit chat. Fun, fun, fun. So we had a great, great time.